by Motosport.com Fly Racing and Decal Works Coming to you live from Las Vegas right outside the Lion's Den with your host Steve Mathis And now strap in and get ready It's show time I just don't like the guy The guy's just a douchebag Yeah Welcome, everybody. The Pulp Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com. Decal Works, Fly Racing, coming at you. It's Monday, February 12th, 5.01 p.m. Pacific. Thank you for watching and or listening. Really appreciate it. 702-586-7857. It's a number to call. We can talk Glendale Supercross. We can talk uh, Motocross. We can talk whatever you want here on the Pulp Mech Show. A couple of my good friends in studio co-hosting as well. So that's awesome. i uh, looking forward to having a great show. You can call in. You can talk to one of our guests tonight, Ken Roxon. Perhaps you heard of him. Ken Roxon will be on the line. Phil Nicoletti, of course. Why wouldn't it be Phil, right? Uh, Freddie Noren, all's well. Fast Freddie Noren. And uh, also from Dirtworks, Ross Blankenship. Builds the tracks every week. One of the guys that builds the tracks every week. And we got the track uh, discussion is hot right now with some of the new rules that Feld has put into place to try to keep riders safer. So we'll talk to Ross about that and more tonight on the show. Uh, and again, thank you for watching and or listening. Looking forward to a great show tonight. Lots to get into when it comes to the series. The fifth winner in six races. So things are getting good. Uh, we're going to continue on a discussion that we had in our review show as well with my two gentlemen here in studio. I want to thank the Motorsport.com guys, Fly Racing, Decal Works, X-Brand Goggles, Choice of Freddie Norn and others, Race Tech, Renthal, Michelin, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Acherbys, Pro Filter, ORW, OGO Power Sports, Renegade Race Fuels, Atlas, Neck Brace, Guts Racing, FMF, Works Connection, Get Data, WUSA, MotorCycleNewsJobs.com, Wiseco Piston, Loaded Trucks for Sale, LiftedTrucksForSale.com, Factory Chassis Parts, MTX Braking, Ethica, Troll Training, all on board with us. A lot of these companies that we work with, uh, like the uh, uh, factory chassis parts, like Guts Racing, like Atlas, like Get Data, W, Works Connection, so on and so forth. You can save from using codes on pulpamexshow.com. If you go there, uh, click on the logos of the companies, and you can see the um, code to save with those guys, OGO as well. Uh, so thank you to those guys for giving us codes to help you people save. 
Really appreciate that. We've got the LCQ Challenge coming up. I'll tell you more about how to possibly win a Yamaha YZ450 as well. Uh, so lots to get into when it comes to the show tonight. And again, 702-586-7857. In studio, a couple of my friends from the industry. One of them used to race. Perhaps you heard of it. Uh, he's now working at O'Neill. Uh, he's a good friend of the show. Swap Moto Live has him on a lot as well. And uh, it's Alex Ray. What's up, buddy? How are you? Oh, not much. Just, uh, just happy to be here. Yeah, thanks you for know? coming. Yeah, I'm stoked. You yeah, know? got to you know you're, spend the day in Vegas. It was great. Got golfing with tits. Yes. Oh man, like he got you though. He did get me. Okay. Uh, I I blew up on like the first hole. Mm-hmm. I was like five over on the first hole, and then, yeah, it was just downhill okay. from there. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice to have you here. Uh, you, now you're. I want to talk to you later on the show about like you're done racing. Mm. You're married. Yep. Settled in. Yeah talk to you about that a little bit all right all right yeah we can also get into heard, it we can get into i also it. heard there was a rumor you may race again <laughs> no okay absolutely no chance <laughs> there's no shot in hell you're not racing no okay. I- i'll race like a like yeah, a yeah. local race no i mean i heard you were gonna maybe race some super crosses for what i don't know just I, i'm just <laughs> shits saying. and giggles no i was like i also didn't really believe it but mm-hmm. I, I you know i don't know i mean maybe the gentleman to your right maybe he could you guys could reunite and get you a bike you know yeah uh, also here in studio, he's been in before, not for a long time though, but I'm, I'm stoked to welcome back. Uh, he's the crew chief for Mad Parts Kawasaki, Derek Rankin. What's up, buddy? How are you? Nothing, man. Thanks Just, for coming in. Yeah, no, happy to be here. Uh, you two have some history. Oh my God. More than you could even yeah. imagine. Probably the most <laughs> history of anybody. Yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, you have bad. a new job for you, crew chief, Longtime uh, Butler brothers. Uh, before that, you worked for um, uh, um, Spider Energy with this idiot. Uh, you've star racing as well. You did some star racing stuff. Yep. Um, but now you're crew chief, Mad Parts Kawasaki, IndyCar. You worked at IndyCar for a little bit too. Yeah, Andretti Autosport. Yeah, Andretti. Yeah. So uh, how's the gig? How's the crew chief life with Bubba Pauly's Mad Parts uh, Kawai team? I absolutely love it. Yeah? Yeah. No, it's it's nice and busy, Yeah. which I have to constantly be busy. Yeah. Um, but it's not... You know, I'm not in charge of t- two guys that are going to go top five, so it's like I can kind of ease my way into a little okay. bit more. Yeah, I have some questions about Cartwright season. Okay, and we have Fast Freddie calling in. We do. Oh man, did you Frederick. did did you settle the beef with Frederick from San Diego? I texted him. I texted him after the deal. I texted. Yeah, him after but the deal. was it accepted? Was it? You remember? He was like, "No, yeah, I get it. I just just don't do it again, man." Yeah. Well, I took <laughs> we. Uh, we all three of us went to dinner. Yeah, we did we go to Wood dinner. Ranch. Yeah. Okay, all right. He showed me his big scar. He on his told hand. me like, last oh, time I talked God. to him about it. It was a while ago. He told me Amy had not forgiven you. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, wife. people don't forget. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know. So well, we got Fast Freddy calling in, uh, and I, you know, I got a very, uh, I got some wrestling questions, Derek. I got some death metal questions. I can answer. We got we got a lot of stuff going on, so we got lots to talk about tonight. I want to get into you two guys' history as well, because okay. there's some funny stories there for yeah. sure to get into. Uh, Working the phones over there, holding things down. He's a dedicated gearhead there at motorsport.com, or at least I've heard he's dedicated. If it's me, he's not, but anybody else, I think he is. The Talent Taylor. What's up, buddy? Yeah, it's pretty much just you. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Uh, how's it going? Everything good? Yeah, we're good. I uh, was going to text A-Ray about some O'Neill stuff earlier, but he was in town golfing, so yeah. I just figured it out on my own. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, he took matters into his own hands. Yeah, I, I'm know? sure Sundell and Sons were also getting a lot of work done as well. Yeah. You know? Uh, oh, gosh. Was he, did he take any work calls on the course? Did I? No, him, Sundell. Um. Yes. Oh, yeah. No. Like we were. Like I got there early. We were. We were. Mm-hmm. You know, warming up on the range. I guess it was like a day 
where he didn't think he was supposed to be there, like for meetings, but oh, he was no, supposed no. to be there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like he's like shit. Like so he's like making a f- couple phone yeah. calls there a little yeah. bit. He didn't know what to do. Last time I was with him, he took a business call, threw the phone down while he was getting ready for his tee shot. Yeah. And then was talking, hit this tee shot, and then kept talking. Yeah, I mean, there, I mean, there was none of that. Yeah, but okay. he, I think he got everything under control, under control, like before the round okay. started. All but right. yeah, yeah, there for a bit, he was on the phone for sure. Uh, working the cameras for YouTube over there, uh, making fun of me whenever he can. Uh, the Chavis Marks. Hi, Marks. How are Hi, you? Hi, Steven. Everything good? I'm good. I've, you know, handled some business today, called my dad. You know, it's just been a good day. So okay. How are you doing? Great. Thanks Thanks for saying that. Yeah, Appreciate you're welcome. That. Uh, hey, uh, Glendale, let's get into it. Roxon, uh, Derek, I'll start with you. Mm-hmm. Track got slippery. I don't know if your guys were talking about that too. Track got slippery. Track was a little technical. And Kenny looked like he was uh, uh, out for a ride in the park. Yeah, no, he uh, he checked out there in the main. Um, track was slippery, but it still had a little traction in it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I didn't have too many complaints from the guys. I yeah. mean, our stuff's probably a little softer mm-hmm. anyway, so yep. I think our bike worked pretty good in those conditions. Yep. Um, but, yeah, the, the rhythms, the long rhythms, I think that was, like, the biggest thing, really throwing everybody off because they were super long, but they were still really sharp. Yeah. And – when you were doing that 3-3, three, three, you had to be perfect. Right. And, you know, watching the broadcast just downstairs a little bit ago, I mean, there was a lot of guys, you know, just clipping it yeah, a little bit. It, backing or, out of know, it. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, fifth winner in six races, A-Ray. Dude, this class is good. It is. It's good. It's awesome to be a fan, um, you know, and just watching the race. That's a fucking badass on its own. Yeah. Not even – just yeah, not getting about, to watch. Yeah, you're not worried yeah. about dying. Yeah, it, it, dude, I mean, the track this weekend, I, I don't know how I feel about it. You know, I feel like a lot of it, you know, sort of formed into, like, the, those lanes. They had, like, that little hook in them. Yeah. So, like, everyone was, like, forming to the inside. Um, I liked how technical the track was. Um, I feel like it would be a track kind of hard to set up your bike because, like, for how hard-packed it is and how peaky the jumps are, you want your bike stiff. Mm-hmm. But for how p- hard-packed it is, you're going to lose – you yeah. know your front wheel feel right so um yeah i'm curious to ask kenny about you know if they made any adjustments for yeah. that you know it, it's uh look jack got the red plate back he rode steady race got third right got eli at the end got his red plate back uh anderson second anderson was fastest qualifier kenny won the heat uh kenny won the main i feel like you know maybe if anderson get that start and kenny's second maybe anderson holds on to win right yeah um we're getting into that point of this of the uh a little bit where we're starting to see the starts starts have been important in motocross and supercross for 50 years it's Mm -hmm. not that but we're starting to see that they're really important yeah you know and i don't know if i like that necessarily like yeah you know but i think this this weekend that track didn't race very well so Mm -hmm. i think the start was you know even more yeah Yeah, and i think you know once we get to some more east coast races like indy you know something that's like really hard pack or i mean break soft breaks yeah yeah, breaks down down, something like that you know more ruts i think we'll be able to see a little bit more um people that can you know come through the pack that have a little bit better pace web right Web had a terrible glendale but he normally shines on east coast stuff okay so here's a question from the review pod that we were kind of debating a little bit Five winners, six races. I think Anderson gets one, right? Do we all are we all kind of thinking that? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay, like just, so that's that's yeah. six. Eli? Yeah, I mean you can't you can't say that he Eli Tomac is not gonna get a win. Daytona's coming up? Daytona's coming up. Yeah. I mean okay. whoever so that, doesn't think that Eli's gonna win. So that's seven winners? Yeah. That's starting to approach the all time record. You know? Um and also there's usually a weirdo win in there. 
like near the end of the series when nobody is riding and nobody cares that much about yeah. the points, you know? Who, like, Who's that weirdo guy right now, though? Well, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, who, we, I mean, know. there's no weirdos. I mean, you can't really say Mookie's a weirdo, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, he's no. a champion. So. Right, yeah. right. Um, Ferrandis, maybe? No. I mean, not to me. He's not. Yeah. Know, I mean, no, but just the guy. I don't mean weirdo. I just a weirdo guy yeah, to win yeah, the race. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like just somebody who you're like, oh, I didn't expect that. Like, Osborne's win at Salt Lake City. Yeah. yeah. Barsha's win in the mud. Um, you know, so on and so forth. Yeah. So I feel like there's one of those coming because there always is usually a random. Yeah. So now maybe we're going to get eight winners. Like, I don't know. JB at Daytona. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like literally that. the last track you'd ever expect Justin Brayton to win at would be Daytona. <laughs> yeah. And he won it. So things like that where you're like, something's going to pop up a little different, you yeah. know? Uh, it has been a great series, though. It has been really good. Um, I feel like Jet's going to start taking control. Like, okay, so it's two wins, whole shots, gone, right? Got it. This weekend, not a great start. Not a lot of traction. Gets third. Rides great. Anaheim, uh, two triple crowns, and he caught quick up before he crashed. He's the fastest guy, I think. So... And I think Am this, I, this or do you, do you think he makes mistakes? And he, I, I can see him getting a little bit flustered just in some areas. I feel like he's just rushing it a uh-huh. bit, you know, just like with a little twitch in the front end or, or something like that, you know, maybe a little kick here and there. We've seen him over that double, you know, kind yep. of slid and yeah. you know, cased There's it really moments, bad. Right. There's been a couple moments, but at the same time, he's the only one, like you said, who hasn't gotten the start and has been able to work his way up, yeah. you know, and pass, you know, the guys in front of him. I mean, he passed Eli this weekend. Yeah, so. it, Again, it's turning into Starcross a little bit. These guys are so good um, that they can't rip through the pack. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't like that necessarily. But I think once we get east and we like we get to Indy, and, yeah. You know what, what A Ray said a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you know the mistakes are going to come. Uh, I'm not totally so that Jed is going to run away with okay. everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I you know he's racing what five other vets. So yeah, you know Coop Coop will figure it out. Eli's gonna win a race. There's no way he's not gonna. Um, and then, I mean, so who would you put your money Sexton. on right now? Right now, title wise, Sexton. Sexton. Yeah. Okay. A Ray. Yeah, I mean, he was hurt this weekend. Yeah, the he crashed, hand, he crashed this kinda, weekend, but he should, he should be fine. The hand kind of scares me. I don't know how bad it is, and yeah. maybe it's like just I, like a finger. Yeah, or... from what I hear, he, the week off's great, and he'll okay. be fine. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go with Sexton just because you know he's been there, he's done it. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I mean, like last year. I mean, he was there for the long haul, and it and it paid off. So, yep. um, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say that, you know, Jet's going to get – he's not going to get four more wins because I feel like he could get four to five more w- wins throughout the season. Yep. But I don't think he's going to run away with it. I think he's going to have one ra- – I think, you know, in Supercross, I think he's going to yeah. have one race that he's going to wish he could drop. Yeah, yeah. No, listen, it, it it's hard to win in your rookie year. Dunge did it. Jeremy did it. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah, you know yeah. it's hard to win a championship in your rookie year. It doesn't get done very often. Usually, you make some mistakes, and then year two you figure it out. Yeah, you know uh, we've seen that lots of times. Mm-hmm. So in year three, I think year three is the most common title uh, uh, championship one you win in your third year. Um, but yeah, you, you never you never know. Um, yeah, it was it was a great race to watch. I think that uh, it was funny that I said this on the review. Last year, I thought Roxon's win was the the race of the year. I was so stoked to see him, the team Suzuki, win that thing. Right? It was awesome. He's waving the kickstand, kickstarter around on the podium, yeah. uh, and now he wins, and we all just kind of shrug. 
because we're just like, yeah, I mean, it's Ken Roxon. Yeah. But, like, it's hard to remember that a year ago we're like the team, the bike, Kenny himself, you know? Yeah. And yeah. now we're like, oh, yeah, Ken th- Roxon. He's coming up here shortly. I think it just goes back to it looks like he's happy, he's having fun. Um, you know, it looks like he's gelling really, really well with the bike, which he's always yeah. loved the Suzuki from what I hear. And on- honestly, like – that goes a long way. Like yep. whenever you're you're gelling with your bike, your the atmosphere, you know, it, it just it's all nice. And last year, I feel like he had some bad races, like in the beginning there, yeah. and you're like, ah, oh, yeah. like those no, weirdo he Kenny look, rides. He, he didn't look in the beginning of the start of the year last year. Yeah, yeah. But this year, I feel like he's been up there, like yeah. for the most part, real racy, you mm-hmm. know, podium guy yeah. that whole time. So like for him to fire off a win now, yeah. I feel like it's more. Like, okay, yeah. all right. He's I mean, here to, he's we were race. saying that he's been the fastest guy with no results until this weekend, you know, like I feel. Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, I mean, too, you know, going back to last year, it was unproven. Everybody was kind of like, yeah. oh, is this really going to work? They proved that it worked. Yeah. And they've had n- no changes. You know, he's still working with the same suspension guy, all that. So, yeah. you know, for him, yep. you know, it should just be business as usual. So, yeah. And yeah, I mean, I did think he was going to win San Diego. To see him fall in the mud like that, I was like, oh, a member of San Diego, he, he was leading early. Yeah. I thought he was going to win that one, you know. So give him the points for that win if, if that's the case. And the series looks a lot different right now. But, yeah. hey, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, 702-586-757, we got some lines open still. Roxon's coming up here. Phil Nicoletti's coming up. I mean, who doesn't love Phil? Uh, uh, Freddie Norn and uh, Ross Blankenship from Dirt Works. So uh, it'd be nice. Ross is going to join us later. But I'd love to have Phil and Ross on the line to just debate tracks. That'd <laughs> oh be my fantastic. gosh! Just have Phil call back. I think he'll be asleep. I'm sure he has some questions yeah. about the track he would like to ask. I, I, I know he does. <laughs> yes, I do. I, you should I, just send him Ross's number, his cell phone number. Yeah, you should. Yeah, yeah, maybe not. Not a bad idea. I'm going to sleep. Um, a Ray brought to you by OGO Power Sports. Great guys down there. OGO Power Sports. Pulp 15 is a code to save with those guys. I just got the new 1900 rig bag uh, the other day, a new a replacement one. Yeah. That's great. The backpacks are fantastic. I got the ONU uh, travel on, travel carry on bag as well and for sale right now with Pulp MX Embroidery. And A Ray, you, you've given me three backpacks yep. from OGO to throw in for the next three sales. Yes. Yes. So go yes. to shop tab, shop tag tab on pulpamex.com. We'll throw you a shirt socks, and a backpack for the next three orders right away that I get. Uh, so really thankful for the folks at OGO Power Sports. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like you guys do a bang-up job on social. All the yeah. riders using it, all the riders running it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, OGO Power Sports, whenever you think about OGO, right, you think premier, yeah. top, high-end bag. And, you know, anytime you go to a Supercross, you see all of the pro They're guys walking OGOs. through the yeah, – Yeah, just always with an OGO bag, you yeah. know, and it's – it's a great product. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Paul 15, it's code to save with that, with that OGO Power Sports. Make sure you go to OGO Power Sports, though, not yes. OGO. Different companies. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, the, the next three sales of the Pulpamex carry-on bag, and it's for sale on pulpamex.com, gets a OGO backpack as well as a shirt and socks. What a hell of a deal. Right. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Appreciate, appreciate you doing that. Uh, so thanks to the folks at OGO bringing you Alex Ray on the show tonight. And also Derek Rankin, a.k.a. Jericho. Bringing you, brought to you by Cherbies. Cherbies folks out of Cherbies USA on social media. Love the guys at the Cherbies. Uh, they work with a lot of riders out there. Monster Energy Kawasaki, of course, amongst others. And plastic that fits right the first time. No drilling, no filing, none of that. Out of CherbiesUSA.com. If you want to save with the folks at the Cherbies, send us a uh, contact. Send us an email using the contact form on Pulpamex. We'll pass it on. You'll get a Pulpamex show discount from a Cherbies just for that. 
Uh, so thanks to the folks at the Cherubies for bringing us Derek Rankin from Mad Parts Kawasaki all the way here. Uh, Cartwright, Bubba Polly, Freddie Norn. Uh, you're going outdoors too. I just found that out today. Yeah. yeah. So going outdoors, I didn't know that. So yeah, taking Fred. So. Yeah. Try to oh. put her in top ten. Yeah. Is Fred, how's Fred's Airbnb doing? Oh, dude. Uh, he was when he, really good for the LCQ money. He needed it for the Airbnb. He was telling yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. No, he it's it's open for business. He is booked out. I think through booked out. Oh no, really? seriously. Like he gets these big groups and yeah. I, it's I, in I North Carolina him, mountains or something. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot That's of awesome. Yeah, he gets like a lot of uh, like. 15 people at a time, you know, right. like it's, it's pretty nice. Freddie, side business. Fuck, man. I, I should have been smarter with my money. Yeah. You're <laughs> working. Yeah. I know it. How's things at O'Neill? Good? Oh, dude, they're great. Yeah. You know, oh, dude, we're yeah. turning and burning, Mark, baby. Frank? Oh, dude. Legends. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. We watched it. We had a, like, look, he, uh, Frank invited Samantha and I over to, like, the Super Bowl party. At his yeah. house? Uh, not his house, a couple oh. of his friends. Okay. But yeah, dude, it was a blast, dude. Frank and, like, all of his. You know, Hanging all his out. friends, family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, dude, it's an awesome time. Yeah. Great people. Oh, yeah. Great people. Uh, Frank and I are good. We weren't good when I heard that he didn't like you too, the sphere. He went back he, again. He went back again. Yep. And it was awesome, he okay. said. So uh, everybody Frank, was on tone. Frank and I are better now. Oh, We're yeah. good, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, O'Neill, of course, I'll talk to you a little bit about that. Juju, one of your guys is again. Uh, and so I want to talk to you about that and, and other things at O'Neill as we go on. Uh, we do have Christian online too. What's up, Christian? What's your question, man? Hey, Steve, thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Um, just wanted to give A-Ray a quick shout-out. He approved uh, my sponsorship with OGO this year. So oh, thank okay. you. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, nice. of course. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah, well-deserved. Um, Steve, my question was uh, the Triple Crowns and East-West shootouts, what would be your idea with, like, combining them? That way we get to see the 250 riders, like the best 250 riders, race nine times a year. Dude, that'd be cool to see the shootouts do triple crowns. Uh, we've done it, I think, once before. Was it, I think we did it once before. Was a shootout a triple crown? I thought we did. Maybe not. Not that I remember. Um, listen, the teams, you, you got to be these precious teams and their precious rules. You know, you don't want to upset everybody. Like, what I don't understand is there's, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's, there's uh, eight of one races and seven of the other. Yeah. Right? Of the coasts? Or nine and eight? Wait. Nine and eight. Yeah. No. Nine and no, because the final one doesn't count. No, the final one does count. Nine and eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's nine rounds of west or east and eight of the other. You could fix all that by having another showdown. Boom. You could just fix it. There we go. And then we have the equal coast. I don't know why they don't do this. I just think these team managers are so goddamn scared of, like, losing points or losing, you know, uh, they just they want to they want, they want to fight felled guys from doing it more. Um, so – I think we're lucky to even get what do we got? Two shootouts a year, I think. I, th yeah. I think they changed the name. They're not showdowns. Showdowns. Yeah, showdowns. We got two showdowns. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just I wish there was more of them, Christian. But I don't think you're ever going to see them in triple crowns. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's like, just a bummer. It'd be cool to see like it would maybe be. they could do it with like SMX points or something to get yeah. the seating in for that. That way, the two fifties actually like the, or the east west shootouts. We get to see them race and then. It carries on into SMX or something. But. I guarantee you the teams were upset that Detroit was so early in the schedule because they like to have the East round later so that if they have any injuries, they can wait to the East Coast. Like, it, they, they just – they're so scared of, like, you know, they, they sign riders and they, they – riders get hurt. That's what happens. But they're, they want to ultimately give themselves insurance on everything across the board. I don't want – I want assurance that my guy at a showdown is going to make the main at a, at a triple crown, you know, things like that. And I just – so I don't think you're going to see any risk stuff going on with the 50 class, Christian. I just don't think – I don't see it. So 
All right, thanks, buddy. Thanks for the call. All right, thank you. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be great. I thought we I thought we had an East West showdown a few years ago. Maybe not. No, a okay. triple crown showdown. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. No, okay. No. Yeah, yeah right. I don't remember. I might have uh, been on my hiatus, maybe. Yeah, maybe you were IndyCar for a little while there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah and then remember he just f- f- fucking like just went MIA. <laughs> remember, <laughs> like a couple times. Well, no, like yeah. he changed his phone number, all that bullshit. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was sad. Yeah. Sad what happened to you a little bit there. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I don't know if you did it just because Stu didn't get back to you on Facebook or what. Dude. Like what exactly? Hey, happened there. Hey, uh, San Diego was it San Diego? We did throwback. Yeah, we had the we did yeah, a Chevy, Chevy, Chevy truck that looks good with yeah. pink Stu gear. Yeah, and I texted Weege beforehand to see if Stu was in the booth and mm-hmm. he wasn't. Yeah. I was like devastated. Oh yeah, yeah. So I wanted him to notice me so bad. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a legend. Yeah. Uh, I texted with Stu the other day. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's good, 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 to, good to chat to him. Uh, what's up, Kurt? Oh hey, I have a question about the nine whoop rule. Yeah. So who decides that? AMA, Fell, Dirtworks, yeah, or do they all get nah, together? They all, they all get together. They all get together. Like, like a cool kid club? No, it's not cool kid club. But like, ultimately, Fell made the call, and they asked AMA, and they ask you know um, Dirtworks what they think, and you know there's more to it than just nine whoops. It, it built by a dozer, not a not a loader. And no right. dragon backs and like so. There's more than just the nine whoops thing. And and when I interviewed Mike Mewey, he just said nine was a number they came up with. It doesn't mean there can't be ten, or you know, like it wasn't like right. nine. But they're trying nine right now. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like so, ten would be better because you be harder to jump in through them. Yeah, you didn't do three, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep, yep. I see it. Well, I'm an LTL FTC longtime listener, first time caller. Oh, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, we talked to Ross about that too. The, sort of a new rule or whatever, and I do want to ask the riders as well. Uh, yeah. Phil had some interesting thoughts on it. Yeah, I mean, so. I don't know. Spent the last twelve years dying in fucking big ass whoops and and uh, and dragons backs, and now they're gone. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe they got tired of watching you die, so that's oh. that's why they changed them. Um, yeah. Well. All right, Josh is on too. What's up, Josh? Uh, hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Um, I have a prediction for Jet and a question about yes. Eli. So my prediction is that um, just seeing some of the mistakes that Jet's been making, like uh, he had that huge case in practice, and then again um, last, uh, I think in Detroit when he was leading, he had a pretty big case, and he even said, I almost died you know, on the podium. So I almost feel like if the pressure's just right, like let's say Coop's stalking him or um, if he's got like a three or four second gap, he can't close on somebody. I just, I feel like we might see like a stew type of throwaway um, with how fast he is. Okay. Just yeah. how excited he gets. Hey, he almost had a couple uh, ones this, this weekend. Uh, Coop hit him again, knocked him off the track. Like, yeah, yeah you're, 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 you know, you're not crazy for saying that. Yep. And I, and yep. I feel and like, then, uh, I feel like too, he oh, hasn't well. had Eli just revving his bike wide open right behind his ass like pressuring him yeah. obviously this weekend he was yeah. around him yeah. you know but he was making the pass but right. Eli would do whenever he's behind you fuck it make you piss your pants yeah. <laughs> and then uh, going to your review pod I was listening to your take on Eli you said that you felt like there's no chance he can uh, win a championship and I just think how how could you not think it's possible that he he could just catch fire at some point I mean um, like JT said, he's not 30 points back at this point. He's still, you know, if he caught two or three wins, he'd be right back in the mix. And we know how Eli has those weirdo races. Um, but 
Yeah, but I'm not, I'm, think yeah, I'm not judging him on the weirdo one, though, you know? I'm, I'm looking at this weekend at a track he's really good at, you know? Championship yeah, starts at but, Daytona, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's got yeah, to jump. He's got to jump six guys. Like he's got to jump. He's not seventeen yeah, back a jet. The points are so tight. Yeah, the points are so tight that that sure. he could easily get three or four all at once. How, how is he going to get? Listen, I love Eli. He's awesome. He's he's coming <laughs> off a real bad injury. He's older than he was last year. Obviously, how is he going to rip off three or four wins against these dudes? Like I don't get that part. Like I okay, let's let, let's give him Daytona. That's fine. Um, but how is he going to rip that off when we've we've seen six races and it hasn't shown it yet? Yeah, I just yeah. I think he can't rule it out as a possibility. Okay, that, that, that's fine. Yep. Mode again, and and you know how the winds carry over with confidence, and these guys are yep. uh, nutcases, you know. So yep. maybe he gets a win and it reignites something. Listen, I'm with you. I mean, I I could be totally wrong on this. I'm fine to to eat crow on it, but. He's not we seven. Hope. Yeah, he's not. He's he's not seventeen back a jet in second place. He's got all those other dudes to to, to deal with, um, you know. So if you want to tell me, hey, Jet makes mistakes and Eli can gain points on him, okay. But what about Cooper Webb, who has been better than him all year? What about Sexton, who's been better than him? I think Kenny. I mean, Kenny only has. I think Eli probably. If you look at this, the the races, Eli's beaten more Kent. Eli's beaten Ken more than Ken's beaten Eli. But uh, Ken's got the heat race wins, right? He looks great in these heats. So I don't know. I feel like uh, I don't. I feel like it's it's not going to happen, man. But maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah, but like I said, we yeah. can all hope, and uh, it's been a great series so far. So, yeah, it has uh, been. Thanks yeah. again. I'll give you on that. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks, Jared's on four. Before we get to uh, Ken Roxon, what's up, Jared? You got a Justin Cooper thought? Yeah, Justin Cooper's been really solid and not really talked about much this year. He's done great in yep. heat races. He was fastest qualifier one round, and the main events have been pretty solid. I think he's a 450 guy. Isn't it funny, though? Like, don't you feel like, and I'll start with you, Derek, Cooper, this gentleman's right, by the way, about that. He almost got the whole shot this weekend. I didn't realize mm -hmm. how close he came. Um, he's He was almost underrated in 250s the same way. <laughs> Uh, you yeah. know, like, I mean, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's just not like a flamboyant, yeah. like, you know, yeah. he's not out yeah. there just, yeah. is, is it because he's crap? so, is it because he's so quiet? Like, or is it because he just, you know, like does his thing? Like, you yeah, know, I mean, he's just solid on the bike, right? Like he's, yeah. there's nothing he's doing. That's like, oh man, you got to watch Justin no, Cooper ride. No. So. But getting fastest qualifier, your fourth ever four fifty race is pretty impressive. That's yeah. pretty yeah. legit. Right. So, uh, he didn't miss a main, but it was, you know, all was muddy and shitty. Yeah. So. Uh, no, I'm with you, man. He's quietly been pretty good. I think him and Ferrandis are the next guys that are doing well that we don't really talk enough about. So, Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, he's right. doing great. I just wanted to yep. just give him some props. No, I agree. He's, he's good, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, Maxima USA, what's your favorite Maxima product? Uh, SE1. Derek, you're, you're a top mechanic. <laughs> um, I know you may not use Maxima now, but let's just – Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Actually, I mean, the premium, the premium oil. There yeah. we go. What's uh, the premium oil? What are you talking about? It's like the blue label stuff. The blue label. Or the 927. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. I don't know. What are you running your KX500? 927. Okay. Yeah. Right. Do you really? Derek, how much yeah. Derek, how much SE1 did you coat his bike in to try to make it like look decent? That thing looked like a pile of shit, dude. He didn't put no SE1 oh, on it. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> look like a pile of shit? No, no. The thing was sick. I had so many graphics that year. I was doing graphics for a night show, dude. Uh, uh, SE1 is the only thing that I've seen from team to team that I've go to. Yeah. 
the, they put a duct tape label yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You uh, just, they yeah. just buy it. Yeah. Uh, Pulp twenty is a code to save with the Maxima USA. Whether it's nine twenty seven like A Ray uses or SC one, uh, please check it out. Thank you to the folks at Maxima USA, and also thank you to the folks at Renthal. When Ken Roxon made the switch from Honda to HEP, guys, he really just wanted one thing. Uh, well, amongst a few things, but one of the things he insisted on was Renthal. Renthal dot com. Please check them out. Uh, a, a really formative website. They got a USA dealer inventory uh, locator as well. So they'll tell you what the dealers close to you have in stock as well. Renthal.com, chains, grips, bars, all of that. Uh, Renthal bringing you our first guest of the night. This man just won his first race of the year uh, in Glendale in a, in a terrific effort. And he's moving up in the points from uh, HEP Suzuki. It's Ken Roxon. What's up, buddy? How are you? What's happening? I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, we're, we're good, man. Hey, uh, on a race like that, Glendale, where you just take off and, you know, and I, it looks rather easy. I know it's not, but it looks rather easy. Do you have a sense, Kenny, in practice? I mean, I know Jason qualified quickest, but do you have a sense of, like, this is my night or this could really easily be my night if I get a start? Um, at, at, not there. <laughs> Actually, okay. all the previous rounds, I, I've been feeling pretty good right off the yep. bat, but this one was a bit different. Like, I don't know. I was just kind of like uh, – I took my time getting going and free practice, and then – I feel like maybe where it all kind of like went a little bit sideways. So I skimmed the whoops and uh, I hit them really fast and I all of a sudden got traction and I missed one and my handlebar bounced into my face and my, my goggles went straight into my eyes. So I wrote the last little bit kind of blind, but it was so abrupt okay. that afterwards that entire free practice was a wash because my eyes were watering so bad they almost felt scratched in a way. You know, so then, like, after so pre-practice, you know, the track was kind of big and long, like, and that one rhythm lane was kind of gnarly, and mm-hmm. it was pretty wet at the same time. So I never really got, like, a, like, welcoming feeling, I okay. guess. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I also know, and I tell Larry that all the time, um, no matter what, like, or something doesn't feel right, or I just feel off, whatever, I always say, I just got to focus on 6 plus 1 and 20 plus 1. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was kind of like the... Um, the fact this weekend um I, even though in qualifying practice like i was right there you know i was actually going pretty fast but i just wasn't it didn't come as easy to me for some reason it's uh it's funny i talked to you a little bit at mesquite a little bit you had one podium through four rounds and you were not you were not panicking you were totally happy with your riding like it, it was no maybe a few years back you know you start thinking and second guessing stuff but i never got the sense that you were at all worried about your riding through the first four rounds when you only had one podium and, you know, some crappy races. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah, I haven't really been stressing much about it. And, but it also, it just really depends, you know, week to week, like things always change, you know, and it depends the mood that you're in. And like, there's a lot of factors, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I've, I've just learned, like, I've, I don't know. I just, um, overall a lot happier and there's certain weeks where that's easier than others you know mm-hmm. um and then other weeks it's just like it's no big deal but as a whole yeah i've just been pretty yeah. relaxed and and i think it's because I'm, I'm just really into it lately in the last year or so a year and a half like i don't know i just really been putting in a lot of work and obviously with the team and then like i think it's a snowball a little bit it's a, kind of like a snowball effect so yeah. i think just i'm just happy doing things and i don't just judge everything off of one race and like i said yeah. i've been i've been um giving my absolute hardest every single weekend no matter what happened and um so then i just kind of left satisfied with that feeling you know what i mean so yeah. i was just like eh, whatever like we'll try again next weekend and i knew <laughs> that i've been going pretty good like as a whole like yep. for a while now and yep. so i just kind of like i don't know i just kind of chill right now and and like really like racing dirt bikes and so i just take it one race at a time and 
um, and maybe this is also like the first time I'm kind of like where I have that mindset a little bit, you know? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm just yeah. kind of running with it. Yeah, with it. you made it look easy at Glendale. Like I said, I know it's not, but man, it just looked so good, um, easy. Uh, one, you know, throwing down some good lap times. Uh, Jason caught you a little bit, and then you're like, okay, watch this, 104, 104, like, like no problem. So um, it seemed like it was coming easy to you. That rhythm lane out of the first turn uh, on. I don't know if you guys have dart fish or what you use exactly, but mm-hmm. going over the table. Uh, and then three or going uh, on off like what what was the difference in in times yeah. what was what was the difference um, it actually was faster um so you got to always it depends on how you look at it like when i look at a rhythm lane and we overlay something mm-hmm. i don't just take like hey take the takeoff of the first jump and then the landing of the last you got to look at it like from you know at least apex of corner to um landing and maybe almost around the turn because okay. sometimes it looks like you gain a lot and then in the end by a certain spot it's mm-hmm. really not that much so i kind of look at it that way um and this was a little bit the case here but i i think going over that tabletop like the way jason was doing it yep. was definitely faster and actually and i knew that that was but i picked whatever was the took the least amount of focus the sure. least amount of anything so i could just push through the rhythm so i i knew that this was going to the pit slower but mm-hmm. i felt like if i try my hardest to race that section yep. and then you know be super focused on a lot of other areas that i can maybe make up time then um at least he won't catch me and so i was a little bit worried of that in the beginning of the race because mm-hmm. before i kind of figured out one until i was like okay i got this you know um let's just keep going and so it just took a little bit of figuring out, but I did know that Jason's way was technically a little bit faster, but I actually just made yeah. the decision to stick with what I knew, race that section really hard, and try it that, that way. That sounds like something like when I worked for Ferry, he used to be like, I don't know, man, I can do this for 20 laps, so I'm just going to do this, because I can do this for 20 laps really easy, whatever the, the easier rhythm was. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. So and it was... really depends, because sometimes you have to make the decision to go with a rhythm lane that you're a little bit, like, not unfamiliar, but if something is, like, really faster and, and it's, like, a, it's a key area, well, then I have to go that route. But I just, I don't know, on this one particular, yeah. I just well, did what I did. Actually, I jumped on the top tabletop plateau that I actually didn't do all day, so I guess that was different compared to... Um, yeah practice times the whole time well and then he you know he he didn't get the triple off twice that i saw maybe there was more but yeah twice he didn't get the triple off because he went a little he went a little long yeah you know? that pocket you, the, the takeoff was starting to get kind of beat down so to kind of get in that pocket and it being mm-hmm. pretty tight i um, that was the hard part and even though i hardly made a mistake that rhythm i did miss it one time and that could have been when jason actually caught me a little bit my way like i laid yeah, on the yeah. tabletop went yep. through three three and i I think I went long and then cased it, and then I just checked up and, and ended up going like double, triple, single, or whatever it was. Yep. So I knew that cost me a little bit of time, and that could have been in that lap where he maybe actually like took a little chunk. Yeah, out. I took a little bit. Yeah. Hey, so I I had just a quick question. You were talking about you know you chose the line that took, you know maybe the the least amount of like you know focus, you know something that you could do mm-hmm. repeatedly every you know, you know for twenty <laughs> minutes. Um, that. That one three where you had to like sit down, seat bounce, and make sure you get over the top mm-hmm. of that. I felt like that took a lot of um, focus. Do you think the other rhythm? It was just you had to get that tabletop, like the backside of it, precise to make that triple. And if you messed that up, you like the whole rhythm section was toast. A, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Um, you just that you know every time you go from something so low because it was like the step up tabletop thing that they've been really liking mm-hmm. so you go from something so low that's starting to get beat down and it doesn't give you much pop anymore and then with that pocket being tight if you kind of not 
clip it, but you know, before you land on the backside of it, you, you are most likely to go over jumper because this thing doesn't pop you high enough. So when you go a little deep on that, you just don't have that forward momentum to actually hit that next triple. And that was just a tricky side of things. And I think it probably the timing of that was probably pretty hard to do. And, um, you know, sometimes you get it good. And actually, the more you do it, you know, you get used to it and kind of get into that flow. But still, though, for, for how much we we try to rush, you know, you want to go fast, but don't rush is what I mean in a race. So yep. when you rush those kind of things, that's when those little over jumps happen. And then you miss the whole rhythm lane and then you have a much bigger problem. Yeah, no, that's absolutely. Renthal.com bringing you Ken Roxon on the show tonight. Uh, thanks to uh, Renthal for making it happen. Yeah, uh, Kenny, I was just going to ask you, with the schedule being flipped the last two rounds, has that, you know, had you guys changing anything bike setup-wise for qualifying uh, versus... A, nicer, a new track, you mean, like a fresher yeah, track? Yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah, going yeah. first and being on that fresher track compared to, you know, going second after the 250s. Um, no, I, I left my stuff alone, actually. It's pretty funny. Like, no matter what I did this year, whether I raced... Detroit or San Francisco or Hardpack, I haven't done a click change. Like, I really haven't changed. I just write the same thing, and um, I didn't have to do anything. Because that's those change. you know, if you have a fresh track, it's so minor, you know what I mean, um, that if you are that far off that you have to do something completely different just for that, then I don't know if the setting might be a bit off. So I'm just in a really good window where I don't really have to make any changes. It's a good spot to be in. And what do you think Not of going that- first? Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Um, um, I, I'm not saying that in the future you can always come somewhere and then you know you want to do something, but I just haven't really been the, feeling the need to, so I've just left it alone actually. And then going first, I don't know. I'm <laughs> I don't care for it necessarily, um, especially this weekend. You know, we have two red flags. So by the from the heat race to the main event, I mean. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it felt like I could have flown to Florida. Like it was so long. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, but I also, I don't really have a problem getting going, you know, like yeah. I don't really, whether it's a long break or not, I just kind of like, I feel pretty comfortable right away. So it's not like I need them to be really back to back, but it is a bit odd after so many years of doing the same thing. And then now, you know, it's kind of screwing the 250 guys over too, because by the time they get off the LCQ, I mean, they have to go straight back to the, yeah to the gate so it's kind of i don't i don't know it's a, it's a funky one yeah and I, and I feel like too right i mean all the 450 guys top 450 guys not all of them but the top 450 guys are already down there anyways doing opening ceremonies yeah you know yeah so, yep. so like yep. they don't go have to go like get dressed an hour early and then go all the way back to the truck and then wait for you know 45 minutes mm-hmm. and then go back down right so um yeah one thing about the opening ceremonies and i was saying this on a review show like i got nothing against the 250 guys but now because 450 are first 250 guys are doing the opening parade lap. That used to be like the, mm, one of the yeah. coolest honors in the sport to mm. do the opening right. lap. And now we have 250 guys doing it. I don't know. Kenny, could you do that lap and then go back to the gate? Or would you say that's too much to, to like, you wouldn't want to do that? Uh, yeah. Like if I were to have to go straight to the gate. Yeah. I would, I would You'd be that. fine with it. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to tell. It's like, yeah. getting, it's like getting a hot lap for a site lap. For, I know. But yeah. Heat race. But, yeah. But I feel like uh, these guys on a parade lap, to opening ceremonies, they're a little more intense than a parade lap. You, you think Nick Gaines would have wanted to? I don't. Yeah, uh, probably, wanted Day- Daytona. Uh, <laughs> that is interesting, though, Kenny. Do you mind? Like some some guys have told me that they like the going second because there's some ruts and some bumps to race against, but with the fresh track, it's so smooth. Does that matter to a guy like you? Do you care? I, I I don't really care. Okay, no, yeah. um, it is pretty gnarly sometimes. Though, if you're 450 heat two, the track's already mangled sometimes. 
Really? Is you know, it? When yeah. We go to yeah. Real, oh, yeah. When we go to soft track, I mean, if you think about it from it being brand new and then, you know, the heat races are short and 20 minutes later we, we race after practice and we had a big race and you go straight back onto a mangled track. Mm-hmm. You know, not mangled yeah. like how it is at the end of a 20, but enough yep. to where, like, it's not like there's no ruts and no yep. bumps and the whoops are all messed up, you know? Yeah. You don't get a parade lap for that, so it's not like... It, that's the hard part, I guess, the feeling things out at first. I'm usually pretty good and comfortable at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then it also depends going 450s going first, right? Like it's track dependent. Certain tracks they water so much that the first 250 heat race is like I, where I don't want to be in. Yeah, By yeah. the time we get to race, it, uh, usually the track's pretty perfect. Sure. So, but luckily this weekend they were. I mean, it was spot on. Like they they kept moisture in it all day, and then for the first uh, heat, uh, heat race, it was actually pretty tacky. Uh, we got A-Ray in studio here, Ken. He's, he's, he's hung up the boots. Do you feel a little safer out there sometimes knowing A-Ray is not out there with you and like you're, yeah. you're not going to get in danger? <laughs> sure he does, yeah. A flying bike or uh, anything? You know what? I, I honestly, I don't think I've seen you too much around the track for some. There's certain people, like me and Chase actually talk about that sometimes, that when we, certain weekends, we don't see each other on the track whatsoever. And I don't think we ever had any yep. sketchy moments, did we? Did we? Uh, I so. no, I don't think <laughs> no. so. Yeah, I think I stayed yeah. stayed clear. So, you know, yeah, steer pretty clear. So yeah. I don't have any complaints. Can't say the complaints. same thing about a- or Anderson, but Anderson I mean. or AC. <laughs> yeah, AC, AC, yeah. Anderson. Yeah, you've had your moments. I, yeah, quite I a few. think there's always people finding each other on the track because it's just how it's weird how it works, right? But yeah. For some reason, it's always like that. Uh, we could do have some phone calls for Ken Roxon. Let's uh, let's get into it uh, here on the Pulp and Mix show. First up, it's uh, Zach's on five. What's up, Zach? What's your question for Ken Roxon? Uh, hey, I was just calling. Uh, first off, congrats, Kenny, on the win. Uh, do you think more guys in, later in their career um, are going to be open to go your approaches to maybe a not-so-strict team to be able to try more things and have the openness um, and freeness? Um, I mean, it just depends wherever you can find that. You know, I'm not saying that my team is the only – one that does that but like i don't know it's just certain certain riders are better in certain teams you know what i mean and um yeah it's i think it's a there, there's a lot of factors around a lot of things you got to really want it and then if you put in the effort and the team gives you the effort back like it's just it's a snowball that kind of just gets rolling like i don't think you can just say hey i'm gonna i really want to be in this team and now i'm gonna do it and feel the same way and have the same mindset like i think that's something you have to work towards honestly you know, yeah, you know, right, even even the star guys, like, look, Yamaha 450 effort was in a slump badly, and star took it over, and we saw the success they had, and one of the things they said was, we just started with a fresh bike, and we let the guys try anything, you know, because yeah. they weren't mm-hmm. bound by factory rules, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. So it worked for yeah. that, right? So um, Yeah, big factor, yeah. Thanks, Zach. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, Blaze is on three. What's up, Blaze? What's your question for Ken Roxon? Hey, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Uh, v. Gates, Kenny. Uh, good, danke. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so, Ken was, was thinking, uh, actually had, like, this vision last night, and it was so ironic to put you on the show today. Uh, so, given how, you know, at this point in your career, like, you're not, you, you know, at least basing off last year, not full-time outdoors, um, mm-hmm. and obviously you have a lot going on, you know, during that time anyways, but has it ever crossed your mind to, you know, maybe, maybe not this year, but later on in, you know, in your career, um, head back home to Teutschental for a GP there, um, you know, just kind of a, if, if things were to line up and everything, um, has that ever crossed your mind or does that spark as something as that'd be kind of fun or you'd be interested in? 
Yeah, no, I mean, totally. Um, especially in my last like year and a half, right? I've kind of like done all these, let's call them weirdo races, you know what I mean? Kind of bouncing around. Um, so yeah, in, in general, yes, I, I would be interested in that. I think it does require a bit of planning and, and whatnot because, you know, over there it's not that easy to find all parts. So it's just, yes, I have been thinking about it, but as of right now, I at the same time don't really know what I want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do I want to race a couple outdoors? Do I not? Like, I'm kind of just super going with the flow. I know that sounds crazy a little bit, but I don't even know what I want myself. <laughs> I'm going to just show up at high point and set the fastest time. Just Yeah, yeah I just, I'm, I'm bored. Oh. Yeah, uh, thanks, Don, Blaze. Danke, danke, Kenny. Auf Wiedersehen für Glück. Danke, danke. Ciao. As long as he's not talking shit on Pulp Mex right there. <laughs> I'm good. Hey, Kenny, have you um, been in talks at all with uh, any of the World Supercross guys? Um, you know, I know PMG is, is one of the teams there, um, and obviously, you know, you ride for them. So I was just curious if, if uh, you and Adam Bailey have, have spoken, you know, about, you know, what their plans are. No, I know they. I I know they were at one of the. I mean, maybe it was Anaheim too. But honestly, yep. I I don't. Yeah, I don't know anything about anything to be honest. Okay. Like I I haven't heard anything or um yeah talked about it with anybody or what's going on. Um, I'm assuming everything is a go, but I don't I don't even know the schedule. I haven't really checked anything out yet. Uh, line four, Ray has a question for Ken about training. Go ahead, Ray. Hey, Rock. Um, so a couple quick questions off of off the bike training, like your weekly training. What are you doing in terms of like to maintain like your intervals and your VO two max? And um, do you test? Do you do, do you test like with lactate and are, do you take ketones like weekly? I literally do everything by heart. Like I'm super okay. going with the flow right now. And but having said that, it's not like I'm you know waking up at noon or whatever. I, I I'm super into like I've been really enjoying the riding side of things. And with that comes all the training side of things, you know. And um, I think, you know, I go by, it's not rocket science and, um, I keep it fairly simple. I know, you know, how to list and all that stuff with all my previous trainers that I've worked with. So I know what I need to do. And other than that, like, I like pushing my body at certain times. And, and then, you know, during the season, honestly, it's not like, it's not what you think, you know, you're grinding hours and hours and hours. It's, it's actually, if anything, especially probably towards the later stages in the career, um, it's it looks quite a bit different for me there's some certain things i do more of and other things that i do less and uh yeah i mean i keep it pretty simple there's not much to do during the week it's a lot of recovery focus as well you know what i mean and and um so i kind of play everything by heart believe it or not thanks thanks Ray. okay so you, thanks, do you Go okay ahead. thank you all right um Hey, Ken, we, uh, I hung out with you a couple times, you and Peyton up in Mesquite. Uh, you're back in Florida now. But how did you like that whole experience? Obviously, Courtney's from St. George, your wife, and family's up there. And uh, Gary at Mesquite built a pretty cool track, and, and you were up there for a little while. What did you think of that whole experience? Did you enjoy it? I absolutely loved it, yeah. I gave them plenty of heads up, and they said they were going to have something ready. And they, they did. So I had a blast. I mm -hmm. think I just done the whole Southern California thing for so long. We have no test track down there. You know, they're up north, and... Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I didn't really know. I didn't want to go and ride shitty public tracks all the time. You know what I mean? So yep. I don't really have private tracks to go to. And so we haven't spent much time in St. George lately, um, just due to, you know, COVID and then kids and it's just, life got a little crazy. Right. 
And so we actually decided to yeah post up out there and mm-hmm. obviously with the kids and being close to the grandparents, you know, Griff's uh, grandma and grandpa and stuff yeah. is um, was kind of like um, a deciding factor, you know, and I was ready for a change as well. So they really took care of me. We tweaked, uh, they were able to tweak the tracks um, any day that I needed to and we're changing some things around and I, I really had a blast. And, you know, on top of that, the mountain biking was cool. It was just it felt like the whole first six races went by so quick just because I feel like I got to do something new. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So, yeah, it was it was awesome. You were a little 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 stressed about the cold, though, a few times, you told me. A little cold. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, obviously, I've lived in Florida now for a while, and yeah. I didn't realize how much I like warm weather. Yeah. So when we got up there, too, the first week, and they, um, I stepped outside, and I went running in the morning, and I'm like, holy shit, it was 25 degrees or 24 degrees. <laughs> and I literally, we got there at the perfect time. They said it hasn't been this cold this entire time. And this was basically goes to the coldest week yeah. of them all, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it was brutal. Like, I, I did not realize how big of an adjustment it makes when you step outside of your climate zone. It's, it was gnarly. <laughs> did you roll around the track at all? The supercross track? Yeah. Uh, no, no. You didn't Ken, roll around any Ken of the was trying to get me to do uh, the whoops, yeah. and, and then Peyton was telling me I had the I had the finish line. I was like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> well, no, because I know you sit in the press back press box, and sometimes you're like, oh, that jump's big. Oh, oh yeah, it's easy to sit in the press box and just judge everybody. Yeah. yeah. And that track too. Uh, like the finish line was tiny. Yeah. Um, but the rhythms, the rhythm lanes, they're not up to spec, right? So <laughs> they're kind of off. Excuse me. They're off uh, size, and they were just really big and really steep. Mm-hmm. Honestly, pretty damn similar to Phoenix this weekend. Like some of the landings were kind of backwards. You know, when the when the landing's almost steeper on, on the landing instead of that face. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, it actually was very similar. Now that I think about it, maybe that was the <laughs> maybe that was it. I did yeah, yeah. Good this weekend. Uh, listen, I know one thing. Kenny wanted no part of me on the outdoor track. Oh. I, I got that thing down. No. Yeah. I didn't even go over there to watch. Like I, I was, yeah. I was scared. There, there's no, there's no way. Yeah, there's no way you you wanted a piece of me. But yeah, it was cool to see those guys do it. And yeah, like you said, something different, right? Um, yeah, absolutely, something different. And you know, it's not at a not necessarily that much altitude, but you can definitely tell on the bike. So that took a little. Not like it was huge. Like I don't know how Eli does it. Like I mean, he's at a way higher altitude. That thing's got to feel like a 125. Yeah. But um, every time I came to the race, I'm like, man, my my bike feels fast, like super snappy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, absolutely. Hey, Ken, one of the big things about going on in the sport, of course, and I talked to Mui about it, and nine whoops, dozer built, no dragon backs. They're trying to keep you guys safer. I get it. I'm not so sh- sold on it myself, but what's your take on it? Well, um, I actually like dragon backs. It's all bike dependent, right? So there was years where I hated everything. And then, um, like, I normally like dragon backs. So I was actually, yeah. I didn't know of any of the rules, and I heard for the first time last week that there's only allowed to be nine whoops in a row. Yeah. And I was kind of like really surprised by it. And then, um, but I do have to say, you know, this year they have been building the whoops a little bit more mellow, mm-hmm. but I actually really like that because it actually allows us to really race them. And I actually still think they're good enough to where you can make up time, you know, because now it's actually a, a quite a bit of technique thing as well, because you can hit them really fast and potentially miss one and stuff. And they have been getting super chewed up. Like actually, um, Anaheim too, you know, they weren't that small, that short set right there. So mm-hmm. there's still some tricky sets, but I do think it allows us to race the whoops a little bit more instead of having to pray every lap <laughs> to make it through them, you know? Yeah. yeah. Seriously, yeah. it's like there were certain years, like also last year and I think maybe 2022, they were so gnarly that it's kind of hard to like consistently make it through without weeding it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah they were big. There was a big set, uh, 2022, one of the Anaheim races after the finish line. It was like right out I of a 90. A1. Yeah, it was yep. right out of a 90. A1. Yeah, I was laying in those a couple times. I went, in, I flew I into the mechanics area. <laughs> yeah, I won there actually, thank yeah. God. But yeah, the, and the set was long. You come out of a 90, no speed at all. They were super steep, and then there's just no room for error, you know. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So, and um, they still get pretty chewed up, you know. Mm-hmm. They do yeah. get chewed up, even when they're small. They get super tricky and sketchy. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you a little bit um, about about your diet. Uh, I just seen that you you know you post stuff on social. Um, you know, like uh, more of like a carnivore ish diet. I don't know. I might be wrong here, but uh, has that has that helped out in some of like your health stuff that you've been dealing with in the past? Yeah. Overall, I think that's the way to go. I'm a big believer in it. Um, and I, it's an animal based diet that I'm on because carnivore. I think is really just strictly meat and and and. Um, um, organs and stuff, but yeah, I just I eat a lot of red meat, um, and basically what you see on Instagram, you know, a lot of avocado, a shit ton of fruit, maple syrup, raw honey. I try to get all my milk in the raw form, so I have a couple of farms out here that I get my stuff from. Um, but then again, I do bend the rules. Like I can't, on, I cannot only survive on um, um, fruit and honey. Like on heavy days and stuff. Like there's still other things. Like I'll make a potato or something like even sweet potatoes, but I don't eat any vegetables or um, I mean, I still, you know, you know how it is. I'm pretty yeah. easy going with stuff. I go, I go with the flow a lot. My, I definitely base myself around it. But then there's also times like I'll just go off and, and like eat a pizza or something. And then there's other times I'm super strict. So I kind of go with the flow on that. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what's your cheat food or what's the thing where you're like, I'm just going to do this once in a while because it tastes good. Like, yeah, pizza, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, like pizza that. is probably, yeah, yeah, I like it. So I'm pretty picky with it. Yeah. Too. Probably, I'm picky with everything in, in general, you know, with my dirt pie and my food. But I'm a big time foodie, so I'm, yeah. I don't like shitty pizza. I'm, I'm kind of picky uh, to where, uh, where I want to order from. Now, if there's only shitty pizza available, well, then I'll take shitty pizza. You were telling <laughs> me you were telling me about uh, some of that stuff in Mesquite one time, and I came home because we drink almond milk in this house. My wife and I said, "Hey, mm-hmm. told my wife, Kenny said, Kenny said, get you know milk directly from the farm, no more almond milk." She's like, "I'm not doing that. You're drinking almond milk. You're not Ken Roxon." And I'm like, "Okay, all right, perfect, all right." That- <laughs> you know, the the weird part is that in my coffee, because at one point I switched to oat milk. Now oat milk isn't great, but I mean, I put I just put a splash in my coffee, right? Yeah. So I stuck with that. I don't really like regular milk in my coffee, so that's pretty much the only time I really take uh, oat milk. Other than that, it's just raw milk. Yeah, that's very or European. Yeah. Hey, Kenny. Um, second year at the team. The only change from the outside, I believe, is Sewell's left, and you got Billy now. So how's that? Mm-hmm. Uh, how's that transition been? Yeah, it was. Uh, it's been great. Super easy, honestly. Um, the funny part was, so it was kind of set in stone. Like uh, it took a little bit, you know. But then it was set in stone, and I was doing so much traveling that I didn't hit him up for a while. And then at one point, I was like, "Dang it!" Like I basically have had. A mechanic for four weeks now granted he was you know in madeira and whatnot so i didn't see him but i'm like man i gotta give the guy a call i've had a mechanic for so many weeks now and i haven't even like reached out yet i felt like a dumbass because that's so not like me but then sometimes life got fast you know and we're traveling and i'm over here and then time different and then kids and so for a while there i didn't even call him so then i was like hey, he's like he's I like fuck this guy like, I'm, this is normally not like me yeah did uh <laughs> did you guys get to work much together before the season or just kind of show up to a1 and Introduce yourself. Showed up, 
showed up to A1, introduced myself, and off we went. Oh, wow. wow. That's, yeah, that's gnarly. Yeah, that's, that, yeah. I wouldn't like that at all. Wow. Listen, do you have to tell him to stop waving on AP? Or is, yeah, does he, does he tell you that he loves AP? Or I don't know if you knew that. He worked for Aaron back in the day. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I know that he worked for him and, and Barsha as well. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, it's the transition has been pretty mellow. And, and mm-hmm. honestly, we kind of just rolled with what we were given. Like, if there was an opportunity, uh, to, you know, get to meet ahead of time, then we would have done it, you know, but yep. then there was so much stuff to do with bikes and getting stuff ready. It just didn't work out. So it just, we were, that's what we were given to us. And, um, yeah, other than that, um, it's been a, it's been a real nice to work together. Uh, I before, think he's enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. So before we let you go, Kenny, we'll bring in our next guest here on the line. He's a regular caller, uh, Phil Nicoletti. What's up, Philip? What's up, fellas? Hi. How come, <laughs> Phil, how come Kenny, like I watched you and then I watched Kenny and there was like a lot of difference between you guys on the track. Is there something? <laughs> is there? Like, yeah. Yeah, be, yeah, between me and Kenny, there's almost three seconds of fucking lap. Okay, because I, I, it seemed like Kenny had an easier time than you did, Phil. So. <laughs> well, I That's sure hope funny. so. He's one of the best in the world, especially on this past Saturday night. I couldn't fucking believe it. Kenny, you were unreal, dude. Thank you. I appreciate it. Un- yeah, it was uh, un- such a big unreal. night. Like. You know, um, I've said it that I don't really win that much anymore. So it's just something has changed where I've said it when I wasn't on the podium all the time. I was like, man, like this shit really has gotten so much harder. And it just was always so far away. So now, like, I really appreciate um, when things turn out like that. You know, I just, mm-hmm. they don't come around that often. Is there any yeah, way, I'm like, pretty- you tell Ken, maybe tell Phil he couldn't get, he wasn't tripling in the rhythm at the end, uh, the second last one. That, he was struggling. The, the one that Thrasher fucking weeded on Ken, I didn't do that all day. <laughs> Shut up. You did not. <laughs> I swear That's, impressive. That's impressive. <laughs> oh, my God. Just do the jumps, would, Phil. Yeah, jump the jumps, uh, Phil. Fuck. I would go 2-3 single. I wouldn't I, – I never popped that three and went 3-3. Three, three. You know what I um, – it's kind of funny because at first, you know, when you need that pop, you kind of, like, slow down and you almost use your clutch a little bit. I ended up yeah. like, from second practice on. I never – like, I landed – Never touched a brake, never used a clutch. I just rolled through, and I kind of, like, popped my throttle, and I did that every single lap. I thought it was kind of weird, but I don't know. It felt the most natural to me. Um, Fuck, dude. I had double front flip written all over that thing if I was to suit that. <laughs> you know? um, it was easy to do was, there, you know? It was easy to do Oh, there. God, I was out. You, uh, remember in 2016, Glendale, though? Uh, I think he won that night. Do you I remember did, yeah. those groups? Um... Yes, yeah. it was start turn. Yes, out of the, that's where I passed Davy, I think, and then into the whoops. So yes, I know exactly where they were. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember how massive those fucking whoops were that night? Were they? No, I don't remember how big oh, they were. Yeah, well, you went in probably because it's were easier for you. But I saw God through those fucking things every time. And that triple this past weekend, same thing. So Glendale's got my number. You know? <laughs> it's a- I over after that one rhythm lane. I over jumped that triple by a freaking shit ton in first practice that's what i mean i was so off like i was just kind of riding and i popped that trip and i thought that thing was massive and i about landed in the wall i i need to see rj's video he told me he cased that double across the start so hat so bad and it was only 60 feet but he spun and he said doc g had to put his jaw on his back in place i don't know man i need to see this case he said oh my God. that double was kind of big that double was kind of big it, yeah, it was wasn't good. Uh, Phil, thank God you hit the whoops fast, and, you, and uh, that saved you for your top ten, Philip. Well, there's there's Phil fast and there's Kenny fast. So if you just compare them, it's like I was decent. You know, I was watching Ken in practice, and there might as well have been a fucking straightaway. So 
Um, yeah, did you big, also big see difference. me whacking my own handlebar in my helmet? No, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, well, I hit them so fast one time, and I all of a sudden got traction and full-on missed one. And my front popped up, and it, it literally sucker punched me on the bottom of the jaw, too. And my goggles went into my eyes. And after that, my eyes were tearing so bad I could barely see the track. Oh. Well, I don't, know. I don't know. Phil, just ride more like Ken, okay? That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ride, ride like Ken at right. 8,000 RPM around the whole Supercross track, you know? <laughs> it, it's always all these, all these riding coaches on social media always put up the winner and say, this is how I've been saying how to ride. So I'm gonna be. I'm gonna do the same thing, Phil. I'm gonna Dude, say, I can't you know, stand those videos. It's just, and they always pick the guys that win. It's amazing. It's it's uh, they never pick. They never show Phil and go. This is what I'm saying. You know, nobody says that. Like it's always the winner. So yeah, you Ken, know what's funny? Yeah. Those guys on those videos, they dissected sometimes so hard on what you're doing. I'm like, honestly, I don't even think that far when I'm riding. Like, I'm like, you guys are trying to make rocket science out of this. Dude, like, I know. It, it's I like know. you can win riding like RC. You can win riding like Wyndham. You can win riding like Ken. Yeah, like, there's, yeah. there's many ways to win uh, riding styles, yeah. you know? so yeah. uh, But not like Phil Nicoletti, though. You can't win. So. Uh, <laughs> no, he won. He won uh, LCQs. Yeah, LCQs. Yeah, you won a lot of LCQs. Uh, How many yeah. LCQ wins does Phil have? I don't know many, just those three. Oh. Did you ever win a 450 LCQ, Phil? Mm. That deserves an award in itself. I'm no. Sure. no, no, I know. Never 450 LCQ. No, 450 semis and stuff, yeah, and that's it, though. Okay. Never LCQ, I don't think. All 450 right. LCQ is yeah. the gauntlet, bro. All right. Uh, well, uh, Ken, we'll let you go. I was hoping maybe you could pass on some riding tips to Phil, but we'll, you know, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's watch until I suck until I suck to the weekend uh, next weekend or whatever, and then like all this goes out the window, and I'm the most terrible rider again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Ken. Appreciate the time. Congrats on the win, man. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bye, See, you. See you. That's Ken Rocks. Everybody brought to you by Rental. Rental. dot com. Yeah, just ride like Ken. Phil for sure. For sure. Dude. Hey, we're having Ro- uh, yeah. we're having Ross from Dirtworks on later on. He he really wished you could have called in and you you know you guys could hash out some track stuff. But we Ross and I don't argue. We we have normal civil conversations. Oh okay. You know? All right. Yeah, we're, I don't we're see totally, Phil we're having totally a fine. civil conversation. I do. I do. Uh, I'm quite mature. <laughs> hey, I, you almost got you got a great start, man. That was awesome. Your starts have been uh, good. Yeah. Yeah, no, my, my start was actually really good. I kind of swept around from the outside. I found some traction, and then uh, there's that little roller before you stepped on, um, and RJ decided to double in off the roller, which I don't think anyone had done that all day, and he mm-hmm. kind of, like, crossed over on me and really pinched me and kind of put me back. Because I think I would have been maybe second or third, but it ended up pushing me back to about six. So, um, yeah, it was, it was all right. I just... Uh, yeah, I wasn't doing that rhythm. It kind of hurt me a little bit, um, but I did the my what I could do for fifteen plus one, and that was yep. only good enough for an eight. So yeah, um, there we go. It, I, look, I, yeah, I know you were, you were losing time there for sure, but you were really good in the whoops, um, and you were pulling away from Juju and other guys in the whoops. It was kind of saving you a little bit. Um, mm. That track wasn't the greatest, huh? I thought it had potential, but it didn't turn out to be great. No, it just. Uh, it's hard when you put the, yeah, I'm, I'm sure everyone's talked about it, but when you put the kinks in the straight, you know, down the rhythms like that, it's hard to get along some alongside somebody to try and set them up for a pass and whatnot because 
uh, either the left or the right side of the rhythm at that point in time is it's a lot shorter distance, um, and you don't realize the, the the one side or the other is probably maybe two feet longer than the the other side. So, kind of created a bit of a one line show with that, um, and then the whoops are kind of hard to get some passes in, especially the one before the finish line because it's kind of one line-ish. But mm-hmm. uh, a couple passes in the first set after the Supercross triple, which was kind of nice. But uh, the nine-whoop deal kind of sucks in that situation. But um, mm-hmm. it is what it is. So, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. O- overall, I thought the track was it was kind of okay. Like, I liked the corners and the berms and the bowl corners and stuff because uh, there was a lot of them, it seemed like, which was kind of nice. But uh, it was just hard to get close enough to set up some passes. Phil Nicoletti brought to you by ORW Off-Road Warehouse on the show. This is the ORW butt patch. We see on the back of uh, Phil's butt and J-Mart and Garrett and all that. Uh, stores are across America. Pulpa, Mexico to save. They install everything they sell as well from the folks at ORW. So thank you for coming on board for Phil Nicoletti uh, here on the show. Thanks to thanks to ORW for everything they do. Bringing you Phil Nicoletti. Hey, Phil. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, you're, you're close with uh, with J-Mart and everything. Is he all, all good with uh, with everything from his... Uh, yeah, yeah he's, uh, he's doing okay. Obviously, he's... You know, um, I mean, knock his dick loose pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he was out for a little bit. Um, I know he's going today to see neurologists and stuff for the concussion protocol and whatnot. And I know he's got a little bit of a thumb issue um, as well. But uh, yeah, just you know, German style. You know, get knocked down nine times, get up ten. So um, he'll be back, and just kind of a bummer deal because it wasn't anything out of the ordinary. You know, squirrely. He just. uh, I, I just don't get it, you know. Um, oh, talk about a guy had, that needs a break. He needs a break. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he had such a he had a really good off season. He might have crashed twice that I know of. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like everything was picture perfect as far as the lead up and stuff. And obviously, you know, his first race was a little bit hectic, and um, he hadn't raced since Hangtown. So there's a lot of you know, I don't care how old you are, you know, a lot of pre race jitters and a lot of fucking demons you still got to go through mm-hmm. um so it just sucks that it fucking ended up that way yeah know, but yeah. he'll be okay yeah it's good to hear for sure uh grayson has mm-hmm. a good question here on the phone uh grayson go ahead you're on the line with phil nicoletti uh ask him the uh, question you got i was wondering what y'all thought about uh the 450s going first and if that made the tracks develop any different from the 250s going first yeah what do you think phil um i mean i to be honest, I don't mind it because uh, it's closer. My heat race is closer to my main event, so I'm a bit more warmed up for me. So I, I like that aspect. Um, but for the guys, like, you know, when we had the restart this past weekend, um, well, there was two restarts, heat race mm-hmm. and LCQ. There was no time for anything. Like, I know Billy Leninovich and those guys literally got done with the LCQ and went straight up to wind up for the – like, we were loaded in the main event for the gate and they're they're pushing their bikes up right after the lcq you know um i mean i don't mind going second but when stuff like that happens that's not that's not really fair because what happens if that was a factory guy you know what i mean um but I what mean, about the development of the track like grayson yeah. like, does anything get does it get you know different I, i'd rather i'd rather ride it second sec, you know after the 450s because stuff is kind of seated in and whatnot, oh, okay. you yep. know yep. um it makes it a little nicer all the the young guns can't just send it. So when the whoops get a little bit more cupped out and stuff, um, 
it helps me um, because I just don't have the sheer raw speed that, like, let's say a Juju has, you know, when a track is smooth. Like, the kids can really lay it down, you know. I don't I don't necessarily have that. So, um, yeah, I'm okay with going second. I know the 450 guys aren't really a fan of it, but mm-hmm. um, I don't think they really have a choice. Right. Has it been uh, any more chaotic, uh, say, in those practices or the, the heat races with, like, the younger guys around you with the track being rougher? Um, no, I mean, not necessarily. If anything, like I said, it just kind of slows them down a little bit. But there's a big difference in the track after the 450s go and then the 250s go in practice. So, you know, like 450s, I mean, demolish a fucking Supercross track, you know. So um, I think uh, if we didn't have the 450s go first, I mean, the 250s could probably go a second faster lap, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that's how much they they – they change the track with the de- development and stuff. So, um, but like I said, I'm okay with it. It doesn't. It doesn't bother me. Phil. So JT and I got into a little bit of an argument. Imagine that. Let's call it debate. Mm-hmm. Um, I look the nine wolves with no dragonbacks. They're gonna trying to keep guys safer. Cool. Right on. Let's see how it works. Um, uh, you know, it does suck for the series when you know half the field is out by the the last four rounds. But yeah, if they to me. When they prep the track for the night show, Phil, is it as good as it is brand new? Is it the same track the first time you hit practice? I say no. JT says yes. Like brand new from like when we got on it. The yeah, Saturday morning, beginning of the day. Right. Yep. It's the no, same. No, it's a little. Yeah, it's, it's different. different. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was saying. JT's like it's a brand yeah. new track, but to me, you've already got bumps developed that you're just rolling over. You've got dirt that's taken out of the stadium via the dirt bikes, right? Via all the shit that's going on, and to me, like. If you have some breaking bumps that are there in practice and you smooth it over for the night show, sure, they're smoother, but they're basically still underneath, just lurking. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're they're still there. A lot of the ruts are still kind of there. They kind of get blown. Right. You know, they blow through super quick. Um, So my point – I mean, Okay, go ahead. Sorry. uh, The track does change. Like, whenever they go out there on the skiddy, like, you know, maybe some people realize it. But anytime they take a bucket to it, and, yeah, even though if they float it, the bucket or whatever on faces or jumps and stuff like that, it still changes the pitch of the jump, you know. So what you thought of it, how it was in practice, by the time you come out for the heat race, especially the first heat race of the night, the track – is quite a bit different than what you had left it in practice, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so it's not – it's always different no matter what, when you hit the track, from start of day program to the end of day program and the start of night program to the end of right. night program, you so, know? But, so my point is on the show – I mean, look, I, and I get it. There's a lot of factors in this. It's not as easy to wave a magic wand and say this, but mm-hmm. how about giving Dirtworks more time? How about doing less track walks for VIPs? How about – uh, you know, canceling one set of practices that you guys do yeah. not need. Yeah. And yeah. and the injuries are being created, a lot of them, from mm-hmm. the track getting deteriorated from four, four strokes. So Correct. let's spend less time on the track and more time prepping it. I, yeah. That seems easy to me. That seems basic. Yeah, I mean, you'd think that they'd be able to find an extra 20 minutes throughout the day. And, you know, you put four Dirtworks crews guys out there for 20 minutes, they can get a lot done, you know. Um, and people probably won't like this, but the KTM Juniors, I feel like, is a whole lot of time where they can <laughs> utilize <laughs> Oh, my God, you're crushing all these kids' dreams. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. For, for, oh, no. For proper... <laughs> 
for proper time, you know what I mean? I mean, it is a professional event. I mean, you don't have peewee football guys out there in an NFL event in between halftime and stuff, do you? You know, I what about mean, the wiener dog race? Uh, yeah, or yeah, the, well, the wiener dog race they do on the straightaway, so they can have skiddies out on the rest of the track. Yeah, yeah. You know? and, I, and I know that uh, because I dropped the gate on one once. It was amazing. I was in control of all those wieners. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, and I, I get having the kids out there, and it's a cool aspect and stuff like that, but that's an easy way to find time to where it's just like, okay, we don't need that, especially during the night show or something, you know? Um, but, I mean, there's there should be ways for dirt works, and I don't know, like I said, I brought it up before, and I talked to Ross about it, too, and a lot of times the call isn't their call to make on what gets no. fixed and yep. stuff like that, you know, which is a shame because I think they have a better idea on what gets fixed and who's ever up in the whatever box that they're in drinking their glass of wine <laughs> is making that judgment call, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, for instance, the triplet Detroit that Colin Park endowed his brains out where Marshall Wellen saw God where Buck yep. and Jet almost died. That triple all day had an early kick to it. Multiple people died off of it. And it's just like, okay, after the 12th person that's almost died off of that, giving it a little kick, like we can't go in there and change that pitch just a little bit. Whose job okay. is it to, like, Dirtworks guys are busy and maybe not watching. Whose job is it to say, like, we're, like, Trey Kennard was doing it for a little bit. We need somebody to be like, yeah. hey, man, 12 yeah, guys have seen he, God on this thing. Is that not Yeah. I, I don't know. Jimmy Perry? I, I mean, sure. Somebody. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, well, Jimmy doesn't see that, obviously. So, <laughs> right. We need somebody who can you know, see that. And I'm, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm not knocking that, but it's just like what I'm watching on TV, and I can see it here, it's just like, okay, that dude was just fucking donkey kicking. That dude just kicked the fuck out of it. It's just like after a second or third time, there's sort of an issue. And, like, even at club, like, if it gets a little squirrely and guys kind of get a little bit too much of a kick, like one for two too many times, you go in there and you just change the pitch just a little bit. It takes two seconds to do right, that, right. and then no one's getting mangled. Like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand that thought process with some shit. You know? Um, oh, yeah, I would rather, I'd rather them do that than take out the dragon's backs, right? Like, well, I mean, yeah, like one hundred percent. I'm fine with dragon backs and nine whoops. Let's try it. Let's keep everybody safety. I'm fine with that. But I just feel like it's so obvious. Fix the track, more time on the track, and get rid of one practice session. There we go. The track will be better. Or even yeah. if we have 44-second lap times, we're no longer doing 20 minutes. Yeah. Well, I feel we're, like we're, if you keep taking, taking obstacles out of the track, you know, just for these people who, yeah. you know, like to, to save these people from, from getting hurt, it's just going to be a fucking flat track anyway, so yeah. you don't even need to practice. Yeah. I yeah. just – I don't know. I, I, I feel like well. that's such an easy thing, so – I mean, you you can argue that, but this past weekend was a there was no lack for fucking obstacles. So no, um, no yeah, no. Know, this this was, weekend uh, was definitely like a, a gnarly gnarly track. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and like even that, like, I mean, we're we're worried about the nine whoops and stuff. Okay, like. I get, like, listen, I get a lot, like, one, because I can hit whoops because I paid my dues dying in them, you know, so <laughs> I don't mind the bigger the whoops, the better, so other people can die in them now, you know, it's my turn to shine because I paid my dues, that might be, be me being selfish, you know, if I could have had Ross go out there and that, that triple that I wasn't doing and knock down the five-footer, I would have been like, okay, go do that, you know, but that's just the way it is. But after the finish line, you do the supercross triple, and the three on to the tabletop off 3-3, three, three, the pitch in that 3-3 three, three was absolutely insane, you know, where Ryder D had went down. Like, mm-hmm. we, we have that where we're third gear jumping onto a tabletop off into another triple, but again, we, we go back to the nine-loop things. It's just like, dude. Yeah. 
I'm fine with way harder to do. Yeah, I'm with you. Some good points. Uh, ORWoffroadwarehouse.com bringing you Phil Nicoletti on the show. We do have some phone calls for you, Phil. Um, Mm -hmm. As usual, right? As usual. Let's uh, let's get to these. Uh, Colby's on six. What's up, Colby? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's happening? What's your question? All right, so me and my buddies have been watching these drones flying around the track here, and this could probably be a good question for A-Ray or Phil. Um, what would happen if one of these drones just fall out of the sky and hit Phil right in the head? I'm not sure if that would be an A-Ray thing or a Phil thing, but I can only imagine that Phil would be raising hell. Yeah, I'd probably be a little pissed off, depending on where it is, like yeah. in the track. Oh, I yeah. Mean, these drone guys are pretty good operators, and I think there's. I don't. I'm not a. Dr- Mark, you're a drone guy. If if batteries die and you get a warning, or like yeah, I'm sure yeah, the batteries you know, aren't you dying. You know well in advance. Yeah, like is, do these things just shut off like dirt bikes sometimes? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty uh, rare, but like nothing's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you've seen drones just shut off. Yeah. Okay. Not, not personally, but I've seen videos yeah. of people recovering them of them just shutting off. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So good question, Colby. They could just shut off like any kind of dirt bike out there, and then. They hit Phil in the head. Oh, I'd be pissed. Yeah. Well, he's had everything else happen to him, so, I mean, what else could happen to him? <laughs> yeah. Well, to be know, honest with you, a drone, hit, drone, me, hit, a drone hit me out there is the least of my fucking problems, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks, Colby. Thanks for the call. It's a good point. Uh, Phil, are you upset about them cracking down on fining riders who flip people off? <laughs> yeah, we should be able to find them whoever, you know, leaving tough blocks out on the track. Should be a fucking two-way street here. Be like, okay, yeah. for every bird that gets flicked, there should be a penalty for every second of hay bales laying out on the track because this past weekend there was one for about 47 seconds. Yeah. I don't you – know? hey, listen, I told Prater about the Nets years ago, and he kind of didn't think they'd work, and they brought around the Nets. I've also given him a tough block idea. I don't understand mm-hmm. – not, tough blocks came around in 96, I think it was the 96 or 97, first year of tough blocks. Mm-hmm. And there's just nothing we can do from them rolling on onto the track. Just nothing we could do. Just sorry, man. I mean, they do save riders. I would say 20% of the time they've saved riders by providing a nice little cushion. 80% of the time they ruin riders. Well, I they can tell you right now, times. I have never had a fucking tough block ever fucking save me. They've they have saved me. some guys. They, yeah. Guys have told me that, yeah. you know, that they've okay. landed right on them. But well, I that three five three out in the back yep. this past weekend, first practice, tough block out in the track. Like I came around the lap before, no tough block there. Okay, I was kind of on the edge of the track, not really the edge of the track, but like mm-hmm. you know where the tough blocks are yeah. when you're jumping yeah. from little to big. You know what I mean? Like A Ray, right? Like if you come yeah, around, A Ray like, didn't know, but yeah, yeah, well, well, well. trust me, A Ray knows. Yeah. But like you jump, and you're like, okay, yeah, I'm clear there. Well, I come around the next lap. Do the tough blocks in fucking four more inches, and four inches is fucking a lot when you're dealing with a rear foot, rear yeah. um, yeah. rear brake and a foot peg. I clipped this fucking thing, cartwheel over the bars. Okay, I get up, Charlie horse. I'm pissed. I'm yelling at the fucking guy because he didn't fucking put the tough block back to where it originally yeah. was from a lap prior. Um, and then I rode <clears throat> the next lap. I tried to go for a burner lap. My bars are all tweaked. I fell. So I ruined that lap. I get up, I roll that fucking lap, I go for another fucking burner lap, and I come around, and there's a fucking tough block laying across the fucking double to start straight, you know? <laughs> and it had already been there because I had jumped this 3-3, and I saw out of my peripheral that it was there, and I'm like, I wonder if I can try and squeak that thing still. Nope, I couldn't. 
and the thing was still there. Multiple people waving their hands at one of the AMA guys or whatever dude that's out there standing around with his hands in his pocket with his fucking helmet on, not recognizing what is going on. And it's just like, dude, there was almost a split second. Like, I should probably go lay down my bike and go move this tough block, you know? Because yeah. like I said, I have a video. 47 seconds, his tough block is laying on the face of the fucking double. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. it's almost like every time you land on one, there's a different outcome. You could land on a tough block the same way 10 different times and have it would pitch yeah. you 10 different fucking yeah. ways. Is that not the fucking truth? Oh, my dude? God. Yeah. Like, I yeah. just, again, like, there's a way to secure these things to the ground. There has to be a way. I've given Dave my idea, and I've described it on the show a few times. There has to be a way. In 30 yeah. fucking years, we can come up with a way to keep tough blocks better or make them better, keep them, keep them uh, uh, anchored better. There has to be a way. I don't know. I just, yeah. I, I don't know. In my experience, 98% of the time, well, in my case, 100% of the time, anytime I've ever fucking hit a tough block, it's ended fucking badly. Yeah, I think I've you only know? gotten lucky like two or three times. All the other times I was fucked. Yeah, you <laughs> know, like there's no winning with a tough block. You got the obstacles that you're worried about, and then you're also worried about the fucking tough blocks. Yeah. You know, right, so... Uh, Jamie's on Jamie's on three. Some good points brought up by Phil. ORW. Uh, what's up, Jamie? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I uh, just wanted to ask Phil about uh, his Tim Horton. He's running there on, on the custom gear I've seen on his social. <laughs> yeah, that's FXR taking the piss out of me because uh, the, classic <laughs> Tim, the classic Tim Hortons, you know, I'll just get a double-double. Well, obviously yeah. because I double-double my way around a Oh, I didn't even get that. That's brilliant. That's That's brilliant. Double double. Right. That's uh, yeah. So a little bit of an inside joke there. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's great. As a Canadian, I really appreciate that joke. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I I don't like Tim Tim Hortons. Hortons Sucks. Tim Hortons does suck. Jamie, terrible coffee. (laughs) It's not good, and I'm I'm sorry Canadians are going to get upset at us for saying this, but it's not good. So no, I agree as a Canadian. Oh man. Okay. Thanks, Jamie. Appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, guys. Dude, screw right. the Canadians. Double-double. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, it's time for Nash's call. What's up, Nash? You gentlemen. What's up? Rankin, A-Ray. How Phil, we doing? The whole cast characters. <laughs> Love it. Yo. Uh, I'm excited to talk about Phil's engine package because him and, and the G-Man, March Banks, everybody seems like they got their act together. Did you have a hand in the testing? I know things were done differently. I know that more power was requested for this year. You guys hinted on it. Take us through mm-hmm. as listeners all that you can. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, we, we definitely have a, a new engine package this year. Uh, teams spent a lot more money this year on parts. And, you know, it's um, I've said it before, but we are privately, you know, club's a privately funded team. And, you know, we do have great sponsors with FXR and Muck Off uh, and ATVs and more. But with that, there's really – not a whole lot of factory budget that comes with it or factory parts. So everything mm-hmm. we do is all outsourced through Twisted Development. And Jamie has done a really good job as well as our uh, crew chief, uh, Greggy. So it's it's a work in progress and it takes time to build that over the years. But this year, yeah, we got some, yeah. we obviously have some new parts and stuff like that. And our bikes are leaps and bounds better than what they were last year. So um, well, seemed like it. it. Yeah, they seem great. Lot. Yep. Yeah. It, yeah. So it, it's makes, it makes it a lot better. Uh, Garrett, it's, I talked to Garrett after the race, and I'm like, hey, man, stop me if you heard this before, but you got a bad start, and then you rode really well to get fifth. Uh, but your bad start <laughs> did you in. He wasn't quite having that, Phil. Like, he was very happy with his ride, which he should be. He was setting good times and picking dudes off. But, like, you can't get that start. 
I, I don't know. I, I mean, this is an old story with Garrett. This is old as, yeah, as Hills. Yeah. Know, but, yeah. I don't, um, you know, and it's kind of the same thing that happened to me. You know, when you start between two factory bikes, you know, it happened to me at A2. Like, yep. when you start between two factory bikes, you have to really fucking be on your game, you know. Um, just with the power and the torque that they put out and what we put out, like, you yep. know, everyone has kind of the best of the best. So, and Garrett, obviously, <laughs> he's not, not the, the best at the best at the starts. Yeah, and he's yep. not the smallest. So, um He's kind of off to a bad start with that, but it's kind of a reoccurring theme, theme with G. Um, you know, I don't understand why it's, you know, nine out of ten times he is going to get a bad start, but, I mean, if you were to look at the record, I mean, he's probably passed more people in the 250 class and yeah. everyone fucking combined. So, <laughs> um, I, I, it's not like we don't do starts during the week. So I just don't know why that yeah. doesn't transfer to to race day, you know? Um, you know, if he could come around the turn and start sixth and give himself a chance to be third, mm-hmm. that would be a lot better than starting 13th and working his way up to 15th, you know? So, yeah. uh, my, you know, and I'm sure DV always says, you know, well, what what did DV used to say? He'd rather start first and go back to fifth. No, no, DV first. said, I would much rather start 12th and finish fifth, and then everybody comes in and say, wow, what a ride, then go, <laughs> I don't want to get the start and go first to fifth. Uh, I'm going to be fifth yeah, either okay. way. Yeah. Okay, well, what? maybe G's got, G's got that same same logic. Yeah, maybe. You know? But, like, or, when you're what? when you're lining up and picking your gate, I mean, these are things you think about. Does G not think about this stuff? Because you have good points, like two factory riders. Yeah, yeah. like, I don't know. I, and it's funny that you bring that up because I talked to Coop about this because he had a bad gate pick at Detroit and Mm -hmm. I'm always a condition over position type of guy. So, like, I had 10th gate pick, but I could have went inside um, and there were a couple good gates, but I just, like, you know, if you go way down inside, like it's either you're on or off and it's kind of suicide. You know, you, you don't have any wiggle room when you get down there. Well, G decided to go down there and like, I'd rather kind of maybe go outside and give me a little wiggle room. If I need to get down into the first corner and and give myself some room to move around. Um, and I kind of liked the rut out there, even though it was as good as the one on the inside. Um, so I always, yeah, I always, Try and pick the condition over the rut, over position on the starting line. Hey, Ray, were you? I was always kind of opposite, you know. Like I, uh, I liked the. Like you, you know, saw a fucked up gate by some factory guys that are passing yeah. it up. You're taking it. Yeah, I'm taking it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, fuck just, that. I'm out. No, like just just because like you never know how the first turn's going to be. You know, yeah. all the inside guys could push out. You know, and and you know you're, then Vice you're in the, those fucking tough blocks. I used to tell Timmy. Timmy was a bad starter for a lot of times. I'm like, look, man, you're on a 450 four stroke versus two strokes versus like privateers we're going mm-hmm. outside like we're going by the box if the, you know if it's a left turn we're going out by the box because if you can't yank these guys then you should just fucking hang up hang your boots yeah. up like you know yeah. yeah i mean i i i'll agree with that to an extent but now with the greats it's the advantage is gone yeah you yeah. know yeah it's, sure. the, the consistency is so um is such the norm now that everyone's can do the same thing, same kind of throttle. Like it, it, it's pretty much dummy proof, you know, whereas when it used to be dirt and tacky or slick, like you actually had to use throttle control and your clutch and a lot more thinking went into it. Like now with the greats, it's just like, like I said, Helen Keller could get a good start, you know? So yeah. I, I don't know that the, when a Ray said he would, he'd rather go in the middle of two factory guys and the ruts not good. Well, yeah, 
if that's me, I'm like, well, there's no way I'm going to get an elbow on these guys. You know, like it's almost going to be impossible. So I'd rather go out and give myself a chance to see if I can, you know, sure. find a hole on the outside or something. You right. know, so um, and you got to be on your A game. If you're going to start between two fucking factory guys, you better have a good ride, and you better you better be able to go to fucking war with those guys because yeah. it's over if you don't. Uh, Nash, anything else? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to know there was some. You know, I got maybe an idea. You know, Phil's in the autumn of his career, like we all know. And, you know, we talked to the riding schools. No, no, all right, that's fine. That's a no-go. If J-Bone were to get the band back together, maybe there might be a new manufacturer coming in. Maybe there would be a spot, and, Phil, you could pick your position within that. What would it be? Uh, with riding coach. Yeah. Riding coach, no. You said riding coach? I did because I think that you would be a hell of a riding coach, and people. No, I he doesn't have the patience for that. Shit. Nah, you no, tell him uh-huh. to go freaking hang hey, out. Hey Ray, what about you? Hey Ray, jump right in there, bro. I got a fucking job, man. I ain't go. I ain't doing that. Dude. I love my job. It's awesome. Dude, I yeah. love it. Uh, Phil, what would you do that for real? If you could, I don't know. I mean, North did present. I would. I would love to be in the testing department or do something like that. You know. Um, I feel like I, I've done a lot of it, and um, and if it ever did go down that way, I mean, yeah, who knows? I mean, seems like are you a good tester, pretty, Phil? If you're objective, um, objectively hey. speaking, are you a good tester? Um, I think so. Yes, yes, I do. No one feel like, oh yeah, you're gonna come test for us, and it's like this new chain company or something like that. He's got a test. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we want you to durability test these chains. Hit these whoops all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm out. On. There's certain things I will not test if it's something new so uh, sprockets change new companies i'm out thanks nash thanks for the call buddy yeah nash sounds like a robot uh phil before we let you go here um fuck man kenny got the win and uh five winners in six races good, mm-hmm. good series so far man yeah it's kind of it's kind of kind of gnarly i can't even uh <laughs> it's pretty badass i wish uh you know, AP, I think – I don't think he would have got Kenny. You know, right. Kenny was in a – Could have got second, zone. Yeah. Yeah, I think he could have got second. Um, you know, if Anderson could have maybe got him, who, who knows. But um, I was actually talking to Lucas today about it, um, you know, because I think that was one of Kenny's best main events, you know, to date, to be honest with you. Because um, I went back and looked at his lap times, and they are fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Um, it would have been cool to see him and Jed go toe-to-toe on a track like that for a 20-plus one, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and see what happens. Or if Jet was on Kenny the whole time, if Kenny could have withstand that pressure and vice versa. So, um, Or if we could see if they did get run together, if they could have busted down into the 103s or something. So um, I think Kenny got to a lead where there was uh, he just managed it and there was, there was no touching him. So. What did your buddy Coop have to say? Glendale's never been that good for him. Um, I don't, to be honest, I didn't ask Coop. Um, okay. I just, I, I hadn't heard from him yesterday, uh, or KP. They were both really quiet after the weekends. Um, so I asked him, I said, Hey, um, if you guys are still alive, you know, press one. If not, you know, don't answer. So, um, anybody press one? Throw back. <laughs> yeah. Well, Coop said, how's it going? You know, yeah, so yeah. I think, uh, he was a little frustrated his first couple laps because he got freight trained there for a bit. But then again, I went back and looked at his lap times too. And around lap eight, nine, he kind of went back down to yeah. running some decent time. So I don't know what was going on in the, in the, in I think the, in he, the motor. Well, I think he couldn't get by Vince. That frustrated him. That mm-hmm. got him out of rhythm. But he did do it. And then you're like, okay, like, you know, Coop's awesome. He's going to move forward. And then 
yeah, got he fell apart last half. It wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so well, his last half was good. The beginning part was the beginning half was not okay, good. Okay, the so. beginning half of the second half, let's say. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I don't – I kind of uh, – yeah, I don't really know. But, again, um, still a long yeah. series. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, he'll be fine. I don't, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I think everyone's still pretty tight and whatnot. And um, I think it's uh, – it's going to be one hell of a fucking season. Yeah, awesome. Uh, anything else for Phil? Anybody else? No? Okay. Hey, ORW. Hey, oh. Phil. Yeah. Uh, this week or this break while you guys are motoing, can you do me a favor and get behind Freddie and yell at him, grab your bike, just get him to quit looking around <laughs> everywhere, man. Got to toughen I, him up a little bit. To, to, to be honest with you, Rankin, I don't – Freddie rides so fucking good on practice, like – on a Tuesday or Wednesday, I'm like, dude, you should be top 10 in the 450 class, you know? Um, obviously, the past couple of weeks, he hadn't ridden much. He had an ankle mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But there's some days Freddie is on point, you know? Um, and I said this before, like, but there's other days where it's just like, Freddie's like JS7 one day, and the next day it's just like he forgot how to ride a dirt bike. <laughs> he's like A-Ray the next you know? day. Oh, my God. Yeah, like he's having some fucking moments. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Derek just goes, yeah. It's like someone just like yeah. shoots the front wheel out from underneath you. Just yeah, but you know. like, I don't know. Like, and to be honest with you, I even texted Cade, Steve, like between Freddie and Cade, like – they ride too good to be in fucking the 450 LCQs, in my personal opinion. Right. You know, there's no reason for them to be in there. So, uh, especially K- Freddie. I mean, Cade's still a little Cade air-ish, but yep. Fred has no reason to be in the fucking 450 LCQ. Yeah. I mean, Cade goes fast. He just doesn't well, look like he goes fast because his because he's Cade air. Well, his style's kind of goony. Thanks, yeah. Thanks, yeah, Starling. Thanks for that, Starling. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. Which that's what I text. Like, I don't know. I, if I was Starling, I mean, Kate kind of did that to himself. Like, Yeah, he went on the outside of a guy. Yeah, yeah. like, dude, what are you doing? You know what I mean? And Kate kind of tried to defend himself. I'm like, dude, you you gained, you were three seconds a lot faster than him that lap. Like, you should know better that you have a little bit more time. Like, why are you trying to ride around the outside of Starling? You know, like, you're friends with A-Ray. He would have punted you back to Ohio, too, you know? Oh, yeah. So, um, and I would have did uh, the taunt, too. <laughs> Yeah. What's that? I would have did the taunt down the straightaway after I punted him, too. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I just, um, yeah, I don't know. Those two are too good to be in LCQs. All right. Did ORW, you, oh, bring it. Did, did he, uh, did Phil, did you watch the 250 LCQ with uh, that Blaine Silvera the last couple laps, just cleaning I, people out? I, I, yeah, I saw, I saw the highlight, but the one he did on BZ was kind of. Oh, yeah, he drug him yeah. down the straightaway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was what we called for, but hey, whatever. Anything for an extra 300 bucks, you know? Um, All right, Philip. Well, thanks for the time. What are you doing on this six weeks? Do you you back it down? Do you take some weeks off? Do you take a couple weeks of not doing nothing or bicycling? Or, like, what what is the Um, – Yeah, I'm going to have a big big week training this week. I'm going to start logging some time kind of because it's really hard when you travel east you know, east to west and west back. So I uh, like some time on the bicycle. Um, yeah, Brandon kind of mentioned if I want to do Daytona on a 450. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I you're don't not, know. You're, yeah, you're not going to do it. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's, dude, I have a flight to Daytona, but I was going to go just to watch, um, you know, the arena cross and mm-hmm. kind of enjoy Daytona as a spectator, have a beer and stuff. Hell, race the arena cross. 
No. <laughs> He's done the guy. Asheville thing. He's oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm out. I'm out. I don't need to get in there with the Breeze and KP deal. You know what I mean? So I'll leave that to those well, you'll two. Be, if you're there, you're going to have to do some uh, webcasts with us. D- Debo and I are doing it. So. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm definitely, uh, definitely going to go watch it. So whether right. I race or not. But right. um, I don't know. Should I race Daytona? I don't think so. I don't no. know. Like, I mean, do you need the money? No. Uh, no, I, mean, I don't. I'd actually, I don't make any extra money to go. Yeah, to like to me, it's a lot that. of work, it's a lot of effort. You're jumping in the class. Yeah. Uh, Daytona is not. Daytona does not look fun to me. There's shadows everywhere. The track kind of one line. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've raced Daytona 450 like eight times, Stephen. Yeah. I know what it's like. Okay, well know? then, so then, yeah, no, Daytona I say no. Sucks. Yeah. Fuck, it sucks. It doesn't look yeah. fun to race to me. Never made the main there. Yeah, you didn't do well at Daytona. No, no, I fucking suck there. Really, Ray? Never made it. Yeah, never did. You did yourself a a favor, buddy. Yeah, never Um, really looked that fun. If you do race, I'm picking you in Pulp Fantasy for sure. But because yeah, your hand. Yeah, I'll have to wait and see. Have to wait and see. All right, buddy. Um, thanks. All right, sounds good. You guys have fun. Talk to you. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right, that's Phil Nicoletti, everybody. ORW OffRoadWarehouse.com bringing you Phil Nicoletti. Always gold. Yeah, it's Phil. Yeah, it's Phil. Uh, next guest is on the line, actually. Wysco Pistons uh, bringing you our next guest. Honda HRC guys have been using Wysco for a couple of years, and look at their results, man. The Lawrence Brothers, not bad. And using Wysco Pistons, two-stroke and four-stroke. Pulp 24 is the code to save. Full range of performance components for dirt bikes, UTVs, ATVs, jet skis, you name it. Uh, performance partner of Factory Honda HRC, as I mentioned. Garage Buddy engine rebuild kits. If you're doing something on your bike to rebuild it, use Wysco and use Pulp 24 code. Let's bring you our next guest from Mad Parts Kawasaki. Fast Freddie Norn. What's up, Freddie? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Did you hear what Phil had to say about you there? I, I did. I'm I'm very uh I'm happy with the deposits and I definitely need to work on those, you know, <laughs> the non JS seven moments. Yeah, do you, you know? do can you uh do you somewhat agree with him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, I, I do. You know, like yeah, some days can be a little bit rough. I will say I've actually had a, a really, really, really good preseason. Like, I have yeah. barely touched the ground. Um, I pretty much – I've had my worst crash when Derek was there, of course. Yeah. So he got to yeah. see it. Uh, and he probably thought that's what happens every week. But, uh, no, I mean, it, it's been good. Uh, it's been really good. So Derek, did you did you see many laps like the last lap in Detroit, LCQ? <laughs> Luckily, no. Okay, yeah. yeah what no. was going through your head at that point in time? Like, what are you saying on the radio whenever Freddy's – I and- thought it was over. I was going to go up, get some chicken tenders, and wash the main. Oh. I, was, <laughs> I thought it was done. Yeah. But, yeah. It, um, uh, uh, A-Ray, uh, then you and Freddy are good, A-Ray. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, we. I, I think this I. This is a couple uh, years old now. I bought him dinner. I bought it was dinner. one of the more Wood vicious. Ranch. One of the more vicious takeouts we've seen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought it was the last lap. It clearly wasn't. <laughs> there was two laps left, but I tried to make something happen. I had no. I had. I wasn't even close. There's a. But. There's a photo of it. Yeah, there is. Yeah. yeah, there's a photo of it. And and Freddie, you still have your a scar in your hand. Yeah, yeah, it's still there, you know. It mm-hmm. gives me reminds me of A Ray every so often. But you know, he did take me to a nice nice restaurant. So hey, that was yeah. and that just shows how freaking tough Freddy is because it didn't even knock him down. Bro, I I hit the guy like wide open in the side of his bike. Like blew his whole hand apart yeah. and he didn't crash. I crashed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i, I still was... we both got the shit into the stick there right right um derek yeah. tough question for you here right off the bat okay there's a burning building yeah. okay a ray's in it freddy's in it 
if Jenny Mikhailov's in it. The Russian. Wait, wait. No. What did you say? Mikhailov. Evgeny? Evgeny. Evgeny. No, I said Evgeny. Evgeny. The Russian's in a burning building with A-Ray and Freddy, yeah. and you can only rescue one, and the two of them are going to perish in the flames. Like, what are you doing, Derek? Evgeny's not perishing in the flame. Uh, He's coming out and it's like yeah. with his like, shirt burning. Right. Like, Nah, I'd get I'd, I'll pull Fred out. Oh, He's, oh I'm fucked. Thanks, Derek. Oh, Fred's man. pretty nice to me. Evgeny uh, just calls me fat, and okay. Ray just pretty much does the same thing. Yeah. Is there still Mikhailov conversation? Yeah, he's him. in Florida, dude. Oh, he is? Yeah. yeah. Dude, he raced, what, uh, Gatorback not that long ago, right? Or yeah, something? he's like training what's he kids doing? in Florida. Oh. Yeah. Oh, he's he, not back in Russia? No, no. He moved over here right before him and uh, Bobashev got banned. Oh, okay. And now they're just stuck here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah what's Bobashev doing? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't he, even know if he's still here. He might okay. be back. Yeah, he was doing. He tried to do the British stuff, I know, for a little bit. but yeah. So you're rescuing Freddy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah what I'll, if we throw a racer ankle with me in the beginning? You know, I'll... I'll Derek can drag us all out. Yeah. What about Bogle? <laughs> oh no! Yeah, no, he's he's burning. Oh, he's burning. <laughs> oh, yeah, Bogle's burning. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Now hey. we got that straight. Uh, hey, Derek, what's it been like with Freddie? Uh, you know, you're no stranger to helping him out and working with him. Mad parts, Kawasaki. What's it been like? Uh, it's been good. Yep. It's been pretty uh, easy, I would say. I mean. Yep. The whole goal is just to make the bike better for Freddie and the whole program really so mm-hmm. um freddie claims it's gotten better so i guess i'm doing my job okay uh, you know <laughs> yeah uh, we'll see uh yeah. we'll see how the rest of the season goes but i may have thrown too much at him oh. the last couple of weeks since, oh okay you know, he, he he thinks you know i threw too many parts at him question for you what's been your favorite bike over the past few years it's let's say like my 2016 honda freddie's bike what we got? Um, the my favorite bike to build. Well, I not, would say Christian's 250F. Well, I mean, yeah, but like just sitting on the stand, like sitting on the stand, just looking at it, like what was like. I mean, the spider bike I thought looked pretty good. Yeah, oh, the spider wow. bike was good. But yeah. that red plate in 21, that looked pretty freaking cool. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Freddie, what uh, what's been the fans' reactions to the 22? Have you had any weird in- fan interactions, or has anybody said anything to you on social or anything else like about the 22? Yeah, I mean, um, I would say the people in the the people in person, like at the race, they they they've been pretty happy. I think. Or pumped for me at least. Okay. Uh, I don't know how they feel inside, but uh, <laughs> as far as uh, social media, you know, it's been a little not necessarily like commenting or messaging me directly, but you know, there's been a little, little, little people like it, people don't like yeah. it. Uh, a lot of people think that I like actually, you know, chose the number, right, or you right. know, the, the number system doesn't work that way unless you get a career number. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I like the number. I think it's cool. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Dirk, Dirk likes it. So, hey, I'm, uh, I'm happy. It's, can we it's change good, the font? Yeah. Can we change the font at all? <laughs> no? Oh, oh. oh, yeah. No, no. It's, yeah, it's, it's going to get changed. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it, it's, no, it's, it's in the pipeline. Okay. The pipeline. All right. I'm not sure so. if I like the font so much. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we were, we were going for a Reedy 04 look and. Yeah. You know, Freddie just wasn't a read guy, I guess. I think so. I have some 04 number plates in here in my garage if you want to take some home. I mean, I'll do it, yeah. You just take them. Put them <laughs> on that bike. I, got, I think I got all of them. Um, well, fa- fast Freddie Norman the show. Run. What's that, Freddie? I think the next run, right, Derek? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll discuss it off air. Uh, 
Weisco Piston Pulp 24 bringing you Fast Freddie Norton on the show. Mad Parts Kawasaki. Uh, Fred, you've been on Factory Honda. You've been on JGR. Uh, you've been on some other teams. This is a smaller team, right? Bubba Pauly owns it. He does. He, I like. He. I think he's doing a lot with a little. Is how I like to think yeah. of it. Um, and Derek, you're certainly happy there. What's it been like, Freddie, for you? And again, like you've been on factory teams at the highest level. How's this? How's the operation there at Mad Parts Cowie? Yeah, I mean, I think it's awesome. Obviously, I'm going back to Bubba for my second year. Um, and obviously, working with Derek again is really good. Uh, I've worked with Derek for a long time. Uh, we've done done a lot of racing together. And mm-hmm. I think we have a really good program. And, yeah, I mean, definitely Bubba is, is doing a lot with, with a little. Um, but we have some amazing sponsors. And just the way Bubba, Bubba operates as well, like it's it's mm-hmm. been really good. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. So I'm having a blast. It's a good atmosphere. We're all trying to do our best. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty stoked on that. It does seem, I talked to you at Detroit. You told me your shoulder was bugging you and that you haven't been able to practice as much as you want. And then this week uh, you talked to me about your ankle. You got some hardware in there that's bugging you a little bit. So it does kind of suck, huh, Fred, to not be able to put your best foot forward, uh, in the 20 minute mains. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, this this past weekend, uh, like I've said in previous interviews and stuff like that, it's good to be in the main event. I don't expect anything less uh, than that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, I haven't. I don't feel like I've lived up to the expectations and the goals that that I that I have. Uh, And yeah, this past weekend was I was pretty flat with my my ankle, and then I have like a little minor tear on my pec as well Mm -hmm. that was bothering me. Okay, not shoulder pec. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. um, But yeah, since. Preseason was awesome. Probably the best preseason I've had in forever. Um, but then, yeah, come racing, I've practiced like three times. So, like, I've barely been riding Jeez. during the week. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm excited now for this week. Uh, my ankle's feeling a lot better. My pec's feeling a lot better. Uh, and then having the weekend off as well, I think we can get the, the ball rolling a little bit more as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think I need to change necessarily a lot. I think I just need to get back on the bike and do the normal routine that I did preseason. So, yeah, I think like you know, even starting last year, right? He was the privateer. He's driving a lot of races. He wasn't really riding during the week. You're trying to get in press day. You're trying to, or like Freddie, you're he's nursing an injury. Like, I don't know. Like to me, I would hate that to not be on my game for a couple of days a week and practicing and then trying to race. That's just me. I'd be like a bit of a nut job that way. Yeah, it kind of sucks too because like it plays a little bit of like a mind games on you. Be like, yeah. oh, like I'm not 100 percent. Like. Yeah, you know, like I might not be able to be as good tonight. You know, like am I going to make the main event? Am mm-hmm. I not? You know, it's like it, it yeah. fucking goes in your head. Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would think it'd be tough. I would not like that as a racer. Yeah. So yeah, no. I mean, and for me, like I'm I'm the type of guy that like I, I like to be able to ride a lot. Um, so yeah, like Alex was saying, like your confidence in a sense kind of go down a little bit when you know that like uh you know i missed a day or two yeah that you shouldn't have missed and then you're like oh, i'm not fully prepared even though you might be still because you did all the work mm-hmm. previously but yeah it's 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 uh it could be a snowball effect uh if you don't get back on track right uh freddie norton here on the show brought to you by folks at weisco hey uh the guys at michelin are big sponsors of this show but Maxis is on some other shows of mine uh, on the Pulpamex Network. Great guys there, Chris and everybody at Maxis. This is new for you guys this year, Derek, to be on Maxis Tires. They've got some new tires. A-Ray, you like them? Yes. Big improvement. Freddie, I want to ask you, you've ridden again, you've ridden them all. What's your? How's it going on the Maxis Tires for you guys? 
Yeah, I think it's going really good. I, I, I really like them. Um, I've never been on them before. Mm-hmm. Um, this was, you know, something uh, that came on with the team uh, <clears throat> a little later as well. So we, we didn't have a lot of practice on them beforehand. And that initial, you know, feel was, you know, I've only really done two, two tire manufacturers uh, in my career. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you don't fully know, but I've been, I've been very happy with them. So it's been really good. Derek, how's it been from your end? Uh, I guess been, no tire service. That's maybe the worst part of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I changed them all myself. Um, but working with Maxis and the guys' feedback, it's all been great. Uh, yep. Nobody really has any complaints with it. You know, we, we figured out what pressures work for us, and we just kind of stick to it. Um, there's yep. one tire that we haven't gotten to try yet. It's okay. sitting out in the uh, the ocean somewhere, but yeah, yeah, get it here in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, they put a lot of effort in their into their tires the last couple of years. McGrath worked the MXSTs, but now these new ones, soft, intermediate, intermediate yeah. to hard ones. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. The new hard pack tire actually is really good. Um, I found that um, the the rear 110 on the 450 was was really good. You know, with like 13 pounds of pressure, like yeah. the 110 rear. Uh, it was like their harder pack tire. Uh, is it IH or H? IH. Yeah, yeah, IH. Yeah, that's that's the one I liked. Like maybe like on the Yamaha test track or one of the harder pack tracks. You know, like uh, Phoenix. Uh, Derek, and you've worked for uh, teams. Like I said, you worked for Star. You've done some things with Ar- Rocky Mountain back in the day. If you could wave your magic wand, and I mean, don't say money because that's too obvious. But uh-huh. what what would you want better on your team? What's what's something you wish you had more parts, uh, more guys like Freddie? Uh, what, what 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 kind of thing would you want more of? I would say just resources. Yeah, uh, you but know. that's money. So I said not to say no, money. No, okay. no, no. I <laughs> when I say resources, I like I mean factory parts. You know, okay. really just like, like transmissions or whatever. Yeah, just yeah. mostly internal engine stuff. Yep. that you know you can really change a lot of the motorcycle that nobody ever really talks about. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, that's what I would like. Uh, just yep. a little bit more support there, but you know. You got to get results. So I'd yeah. go electronics with like a good tuner. Yeah. 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 That's probably what I would do. Yeah. 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 yeah it's uh, and Fred, you've been there on factory teams. You know how the things, you, how many options you have, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and I mean the factory teams, they run it through and have data from years and years and years and yep. multiple riders. So it, you know, it changes. Uh, like I said, they have a lot of resources that yeah you know, we don't necessarily have. So, but Derek's doing a good job. So good job, Derek. Good job, Derek. <laughs> good job, Derek. Yeah, he learned everything from Spider Spider Honda. Yeah, whatever the hell that thing was called. Yeah, it's called trial and error. Right. I was just a fucking test. <laughs> Where did you work with Freddie at? What what was that? Freddie was the same year as Alex, but I did Supercross with Alex, oh, and then I started okay. with Freddie in outdoors. Outdoors. And, yeah. And then, is that the year Freddie got picked up by Honda or no? Like yeah, he did. Yeah. Or Motor World or Motorsport or something. No, like that. no, no. This was was Rock, that the only Rocky year? Mountain. Is that the only year? And then Rocky Mountain later yeah, on? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. He oh. Rocky Mountain Honda when there was oh. like Bracken Hall's team. Oh, Bracken Hall. Yeah, that's okay. what me and Freddie pitted out of. Uh, oh, I don't remember It was that. just kind of Freddie's own program. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, he he was on Factory Honda that year from yeah. like Unadilla, like what, last three, Fred? Yeah, last three, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, Fred, you've had a – how old are you right now, Freddie? What, what are we – Oh, um, you know, I'm pretty young. So, have you been happy with your career, Freddie? I feel like, um, you know, there's been some hell of a sketchy moments in Supercross, but you've definitely been better outside of Detroit last lap. Um, 
you've picked up Supercross way quicker than like you know like early on it wasn't great. You've you've top five nationals before. Uh, you rode for Factory Honda. You rode for JGR. Um, you've had a really eccentric career, let's say, with different bikes and different teams and and moments where you're you know as fast as almost anybody on the track. So having said that, Fred, uh, are you been happy with everything, like sort of your career, the money you've made, your, your standing in the sport and all that? Yeah, no, of course. Uh, <clears throat> you could always look at things like, ah, oh, you, you know, uh, yeah. you wish it was more and whatnot. But, you know, looking at the big picture, uh, going back as a child, you know, like I never had any, any dreams or expectations to be a, a professional dirt bike rider. And I barely knew that when I came here. That's what <laughs> I wanted to do. Yeah. So, uh, considering how everything's been going, it's it's been awesome, dude. I, I, I've been so fortunate with the people I got to meet and, and work with and the teams I've been with and the bikes and, you know, meeting my wife. Uh, yeah, in here. a van. You lived in a van. You met your wife. She's a photographer, right, at the races? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then, I mean, it's been different because, you know, I came here as a total nobody, not going through the, the amateur ranks, just, you know, the mm-hmm. Swedish guy, uh, knowing no one. And so it's been, a, you know, a, a, a clawing, you know, trying to get there. Uh, and it's been tough a lot of times, but it's also been awesome a lot of times yeah. being with, you know, some of the factory teams. And, uh, yeah, I mean, overall, yeah. I, I'm, 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 I'm pretty stoked on it. And, uh, yeah, I kind of came in the back door like some of the the other guys, like Weston Pike and yeah. you know Amart, uh, you know Privateer, and then working, just keep working and, and getting the being fortunate and getting some of those rides and the breakouts and whatnot. So, uh, but I don't feel like I'm done yet either, though necessarily. So I'm, yeah. I'm like you said, I've had my moments in Supercross. Yeah, but <laughs> dude, you've you've really uh, made yourself like I feel like when you jumped in, did you did you jump into 450 class first? I think Freddie. Um, and I was like, yeah. I was like, it oh, was, maybe I, this guy should do two fifties. And I'm like, oh my god, it's scary, you know? Yeah, but yeah. Then, I mean, that's that's the difference. Like, I didn't necessarily have the the traditional no. American coming up. I guess you know, we start amateur and then you go two fifty for a while, a few years. Like we we went straight to four fifty because we didn't have any money, so mm-hmm. it was just like you know, you didn't need to do as much on a on a four fifty. And yeah, it was it was. Those first years were pretty gnarly. <laughs> I actually ended up going back to 250 for a couple of years yep, on yep. Supercross, and I think that helped me quite a bit. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, now obviously the last couple of years, or oh, a few years, I've been, been up 450 full-time. Nice. Yeah, it's, it, you've really made yourself into a, into a Supercross racer, and that's pretty impressive. Outdoor speed, of course, always uh, always there forever. Uh, Mad Parts Kawasaki, Freddie Norton, the show brought to you by the folks at Weisco. By the way, Pulp24 is the code to save with Weisco. Uh, anything else for Freddie? Yeah, uh, Freddie. How many more years do you think that uh, you're going to have under your belt? Oh, that's 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 a golden question, right? Um, Yeah, um, you know, I I don't know. Uh, I I love racing. I want to keep doing it as long as I can. Um, Financially, it's it's you know it's it's providing for me and my family. So, um, but you know, who knows? I don't know. Three, four years uh it could end soon who knows but i don't really see an end to it right now because i just i love love racing so we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens derek does he get mad does freddie get mad yeah oh uh, yeah. yeah he does oh he does yeah, yeah he got mad at me well okay i guess sure okay so <laughs> so freddie getting mad isn't like a tantrum or yeah. nothing like that it's yeah. he gets very quiet okay and just kind of like <laughs> you know he'll just walk away Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's that's, that's Freddie getting mad. So yeah, uh, yeah. 
you know, you got to count to 10. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, he's one of the nicest guys in the pits. Always has been, right? And I always, always a smile on his face. Yeah, and I always picture, like, how, what, does Freddie get mad? Does Freddie yeah. yell? Like, yeah. I don't think he's the nicest guy anymore. Um, who's the kid that Tristan rides? Lane. No, no, no. Oh, Tristan Lane's well, really Tristan's nice. Tristan's pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. this one kid. What's his name? Oh, I'm not going to remember it. Never mind. He, he rode for uh, HBI. He rides for HBI. Carter B's, maybe? No, 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 no. no. Masterpool. No. <laughs> no. Another 250 kid. I can't remember. Okay. He's, he's a nice, super nice. He's a nicer guy. Yeah, he's nicer than Freddie. Okay, all right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, geez, Freddie. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting older and grumpy. You know? <laughs> there you go. Hey, yeah. this so far, like, I mean, I don't know, Freddie. Like, how do you think? I, I don't think I've been, like, I haven't been easy by any means, really, towards you. Uh, you know, I keep my expectations pretty high where, where you keep them, too. So, um, I feel like uh, this year there's been a couple moments between us where it's like, you know, we're, oh, I'm not backing really? down. He's not oh, backing okay. down. Oh, so. oh, wow. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're still going to save him. save him in a burning building, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's got kids, dude. You know, <laughs> you know, like I have expectations like Derek said on myself, and he has uh, as yep. well uh, sometimes. You know, Derek's just going to tell me I suck, and i got to tell him that he sucks. So, no. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. What, I'm <laughs> no. going to ask you more later. i got to get to the bottom of this Cartwright thing. He's not riding as well. I want to ask you about Cartwright. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Cartwright. He, yeah. He's crushed it uh, last year, so we're going to get into Cartwright later on the show. Okay. Is his uh, job getting in the way? Yeah. yeah. Is the team new, new crew chief getting in the way? Maybe, probably. I mean, uh, what, what's changed from last year? The crew chief, that's yeah. what's changed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Freddie, uh, thank you for the time on the show. Appreciate it. I'm glad your Airbnb is doing well, too. It sounds like it's That's booked awesome. up. So, um, you know, nice little income source for you there. But Yeah, uh, thank you. Thanks for bringing me on here. It's just been awesome. Yeah, thanks very much. Good luck. Uh, enjoy the week off, and we'll see you in Dallas, man. Thanks, Freddie. Thank you. Later, right, Freddie. Take care. That's Fast Freddie Norton, everybody. Brought you by Weisco. Good guy. Yeah. Good dude. I feel so bad that I tried to clean you him should. out. You yeah. should. It's horrible. <laughs> All right, let's get us some phone calls, and then we can take commercial break. Nolan's up. What's up, Nolan? How's it going? Good. What's your question? A uh, long-time listener. Oh, um, well, originally it was about uh, Ken Roxon. Okay. But um, Sorry. Do you think his confidence will carry over into uh, later rounds? Like, he seems kind of down on himself. Like he hasn't been up there in a while. Nah, I think he can win any time. I think Kenny can pull off a win. You know, maybe he goes two, three races with, like, fourths and thirds, and the next race he'll win again. Like, I think he can put himself in position to win at any time. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with this this uh, starts being so um, important. Yeah, what am I trying to say? Yeah, Crucial. exactly. Key. Yeah. Um, was the was the kid on HBI you guys were talking about? Um, Cole Bradford. Yes. Oh, Cole Bradford. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's like, really super really nice. nice. How do you know? I met him. I, I, I just seen some videos of the kid talking. Oh. I'm like, that's the nicest guy I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So okay. you've never actually like met or had a conversation with this dude. You just like seen him no. on social media. Oh, so just social media. You... I will find a. Vi- I'll show you the video. I, you can't stalker, make that. Bro. Like... You can't make that comment without having never talked to the person. Yeah. You after you see this video, you will know what I'm talking about. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, he's a very nice kid. I met him at Redbud. Oh, you did. Uh, yeah. Okay. He's a really cool guy. All yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. At least and, this guy uh, on the phone I met him. I look forward to seeing you. <laughs> What's yeah, that? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I look forward to seeing you at uh, Daytona. I know you're looking forward to it. I'll be back. Love Daytona. Love it. Can't wait. Uh, thanks, Nolan. Thanks for the call, buddy. All right. Appreciate thanks it. Thank answer, you. Uh, Derek's on, too. What's up, Derek? 
Hey, how's it going? Good. Good, good. I'm just wondering, uh, now that you've gone more legit in, ga- in the uh, Pulp Memex fantasy, uh, would it ever be possible for you to have gambling like they do in regular sport uh, games, like over-unders, sick, and bet 20 bucks on Tomac to win? Mm-hmm. Uh, would that ever be possible, you think? Marks? I think it'd be possible. Yeah, I think there's uh, you have to be specific about the legalities between fantasy and gambling. They are very different, but I think uh, I think yeah. you, sh- you should probably see. I think, yeah, I think you might. I think, see you might I think you might see some some supercross stuff coming. Uh, just stay tuned, I think Derek. You make a killing there. You have eight people betting on someone to win. Yeah, fifteen on a podium. Oh, yeah. You think Truman would just be they betting everybody? Yeah. <laughs> stay tuned, Derek. Thanks, man. All right, cheers. Thank you. I'm not saying it's coming, but I'm not saying it's not coming. Uh, Wesley, what's up, man? Wesley. Oh, what what's up? going on? How are you guys doing tonight? Good. What's up, man? Uh, so I have a question about stadiums because uh, Kellen and Lewis were talking about it, and I think Kellen said that he would argue that uh, State Farm Stadium in Glendale should be the final. I mean, I I, heard this. I don't Ugh. I don't completely agree with what that a take. Terrible but take. Terrible take. Yeah, yeah. You think Glendale's better? You think Rice Echo Stadium in Salt no. Lake better than Glendale? No, absolutely not. But the, can we go to Vegas here? Can we go Nashville? to Nashville? You know, Nashville? Oh, dude, we... that's my question. I'd rather Miami? go back to Vegas because yeah. Allegiant yeah. Stadium is badass. Look, there there's 17 rounds of Supercross. 14 of them are better than Rice Echo Stadium. You know, like it's it ain't good. And it's not a great finale. They get paid a bunch of money. Dirt sucks. Dirt sucks. Stadium sucks. All of that. Utah's cool, but yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, let's do it. We got a number of places we can go, Wesley, for sure. So. I know. I just, I mean, like I have those talks with my mom all the time. Like I, even I was thinking Dallas. Sure. But I mean, it's like where would like a place? It should be a place where the moto community yeah. is like either like founded. Like even I was thinking SoFi. Yeah, but, yeah, sure. We we had a great time in the finals in Vegas. Way. Vegas finals were great for everybody. Everybody loved them. It was, oh, yeah. it was a fun time. So, uh, and, yeah. yeah, I mean, I grew up in Arizona, so it was yeah. five hours to Vegas. Yeah. Thanks, Wesley. Thanks, buddy. Good points. All Kel- right, you have a good Once one. again, Kellen's drunk. Uh, factory chassis parts, discount code PulpMX-Chassis. You've used FCP stuff yeah. before. Uh, mounts make a big difference. Uh, you know, with the right mount, you can definitely notice the difference. We tested them at Yamaha a lot on four strokes with the torque and the power of these things. The motor mounts do make a difference designed to improve traction, handling, cornering, and feel. Used by Phoenix Honda. Starling. Starling. We got to get into that. We will. We are going to get into that. Uh, you got to update that. It's going to say Mad Parts Kawasaki. Oh, Mad Parts is on, yeah, on board? Okay. Right, watch this. Watch this. There we go. Yep. Mad Cowie. Uh, CNC parts out of high quality aluminum and titanium easy to install and drastic improvements right away do you use the head stays or the motor mounts or both or yeah so Freddie and Bubba are on the fronts okay uh, I don't have anybody on the tops right now in Supercross okay. but yep. Chris has a new product coming out mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I can say or not sure you can say it nobody listens to this show yeah yeah, yeah. yeah nobody listens um, so he's got some cool stuff coming out uh, okay, uh, Chassis is the code to save with those guys. Last call before a commercial break, it's Chase. Chase has a question for A-Ray. What's up, oh, Chase? Man. What's up? Hey, Alex. How we doing? Good, good. Just wondering if uh, if you missed us at all this morning or 
Are you ditching Any your swap moto? Swap no, moto? hey, bro, uh, do you want me to send you a screenshot of my text to swap? Like, he's like, are you ready? And then I didn't see it because my phone was on the charger. And then 10 minutes later, I, I text him and say, yeah, yeah, yep. give me a second. Let me take a piss and I'm ready. And then, yeah, no yeah, reply. Okay. All right, so no reply. Is, this a, is this a findable offense from swap moto? It, it is, unfortunately, oh, it yeah. is. Luckily, oh. it's not coming from me. Yeah. But uh, it's, oh, okay. it's okay. So I, what? It's not, it's... I'm not trying to argue or do anything, Alex. I just want to say I miss you. Yeah. Okay. And I didn't get my daily, my weekly dose of Alex this morning. So. Sad. I know, man. Sad. It is sad, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry the, about that. The last time he came up here to do the show, I wouldn't let him do the SWAT Moto show. I was uh, very angry right. at him. And and then I was I was saying you can't do that. You're getting ready for the pulp show. This time though, Chase, I had no problems with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he just missed it. So yeah. I, well, I right, did tell right, Don. Right. I did tell Don I would be ready at like at two thirty, which I was. I was doing you know some emails whenever I got here. Um, but yeah, my phone was just on the charger. I didn't see it. So uh, yeah. golf and pulp more important than swap moto. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. Okay. That's what it sounds like. Yep. It's okay. Okay. All right. Damn. Hey, Steve. Steve yeah. How good is that fly Evo pant? It's great. Love it. Oh, yeah. here we go. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 good. it's got the All boa right. in it. It's fantastic. Thanks, Chase. Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah. You guys have a good one. Yeah. Right. Nothing All beats right. the belt system. It's Chase from uh, Swap Moto Live. All right. Commercial break here. Derek Rankin and uh, Alex Ray and myself will be right back. we got Ross Blankenship still coming up. We'll break down the Starling thing. I want to break down some wrestling and death metal. I want to talk 250s. I want to see who you guys have for this championship out of the three guys. That we're seeing break away. And uh, we've got the X Brand Goggle Terrace, Race Tech Rant. Lots more to come up, everybody, on the Pulp and Mech Show. Stay tuned. Be right back after this. He's just in my ass. Wow. Not, not, well, oh, not in. Sorry. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks. Just high-quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at Motosport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you, from riders for riders. Visit us at Motosport.com. You likely know Racetech as the suspension and engine tuner of choice for the world's fastest privateers. But what you may not know is behind the scenes, Racetech is the trusted source for many OEMs and factory teams throughout the motorcycle industry. For nearly 40 years, Racetech has been producing high-performance suspension and engine components and services right here in the USA. Racetech doesn't just specialize in motocross. In fact, they have many off-road, hill climb, flat track, road racing, and supermoto championships on the mantle as well. Not a racer but want to smooth out the ride on the street or add some performance to your Harley? Racetech offers a full line of suspension solutions including industry-leading, built-to-order, G3S custom shocks. All Racetech products are 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. 
Don't wait. Experience the gold valve advantage today by logging on to Racetech.com. Don't forget to mention Pulp MX when ordering for a discount. Established in 1989, Eric Phipps had the idea to manufacture factory-styled products for the everyday rider. Working out of his garage, Eric quickly gained a reputation for producing quality products and having great customer service. In just a few short years, the factory team started calling looking for products as well, and as the saying goes, the rest is history. history. Fast forward to 2024 and they are on their 35th year of producing high quality products while still providing exceptional customer service. While they are no longer working out of a small garage, they are still producing the finest products available. Teams like HRC Honda, Star Racing Yamaha, HEP Suzuki, Phoenix Honda, Barrex Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, Solitaire Yamaha, and countless privateers still rely on the same quality products that are available to you too. Products like their Pro Launch Start Device, radiator braces, skid plates, clutch perches, and tons more continue to be a staple in the pro pits and amateur scene as well. Check all they have to offer for your ride at worksconnection.com. Use the code PULPMX20 to save 20% off your order. With over 80 years experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, WiseCo has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, WiseCo has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. WiseCo offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CB4 thermal protection line. WiseCo is proud to be a technical partner with Factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional-level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or WiseCo.com to find products for your machine. It's time to elevate your life. At LiftedTrucksForSale.com, we put you in the driver's seat of your dream truck today. LiftedTrucksForSale.com is your one-stop shop for brand-new custom trucks from every major manufacturer. Full factory warranty, available financing, and a hassle-free ownership experience. What are you waiting for? Visit LiftedTrucksForSale.com today. Factory Chassis Parts, established in 2018, is the home of the original high-performance FCP racing engine mount kit, designed to improve traction, handling, cornering, and feel. Used by top-level racers and race teams worldwide, including Phoenix Honda, Justin Starling, the FNH MXGP Kawasaki team, Rock River Yamaha, and many more. CNC machine parts out of high-quality aluminum and titanium. They are easy to install and bring drastic improvements right away. Stop by fcpracing.com to learn more and order today. 
Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Cooper Webb, and I choose OGO. I'm Christian Craig. I'm Dean Wilson. I'm Aaron Plessinger. I'm Jerry Martin. I'm Nate Thrasher. I'm Shane McElrath. I'm Hunter Lawrence. My name's Jet Lawrence. I'm Jordan Smith. I'm Town Hawkins. Stargate Hampshire. I'm Hayden Deegan. I'm Colt Nichols, and I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Tom Dial, I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Jiren Ferrandis, and I choose OGO. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2024 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win... The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires, this added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, 
with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle and then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, type, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride, upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. 
Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. It's time to elevate your life. At LiftedTrucksForSale.com, we put you in the driver's seat of your dream truck today. LiftedTrucksForSale.com is your one-stop shop for brand-new custom trucks from every major manufacturer. Full factory warranty, available financing, and a hassle-free ownership experience. What are you waiting for? Visit LiftedTrucksForSale.com today. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires, this added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Established in 1989, Eric Phipps had the idea to manufacture factory-styled products for the everyday rider. Working out of his garage, Eric quickly gained a reputation for producing quality products and having great customer service. In just a few short years, the factory team started calling looking for products as well. And as the saying goes, the rest is history. history. Fast forward to 2024 and they are on their 35th year of producing high quality products while still providing exceptional customer service. While they are no longer working out of a small garage, they are still producing the finest products available. Teams like HRC Honda, Star Racing Yamaha, HEP Suzuki, Phoenix Honda, Barak Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, Solitaire Yamaha, and countless privateers still rely on the same quality products that are available to you too. 
Products like their Pro-Launch Star Device, Radiator Braces, Skid Plates, Clutch Perches, and tons more continue to be a staple in the pro pits and amateur scene as well. Check all they have to offer for your ride at WorksConnection.com. Use the code PULPMX20 to save 20% off your order. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Cooper Webb, and I choose OGF. I'm Christian Craig. I'm Dean Wilson. I'm Aaron Plessinger. I'm Jerry Martin. I'm Nate Thrasher. I'm Shane McElrath. I'm Hunter Lawrence. My name's Jet Lawrence. I'm Jordan Smith. I'm Talon Hawkins. Stargate Hampshire. I'm Hayden Deegan. I'm Colt Nichols, and I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Tom Dial, I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Jen Ferrandis, and I choose OGO. You likely know Racetech as the suspension and engine tuner of choice for the world's fastest privateers. But what you may not know is behind the scenes, Racetech is the trusted source for many OEMs and factory teams throughout the motorcycle industry. For nearly 40 years, Racetech has been producing high-performance suspension and engine components and services right here in the USA. Racetech doesn't just specialize in motocross. In fact, they have many off-road, hill climb, flat track, road racing, and supermoto championships on the mantle as well. Not a racer, but want to smooth out the ride on the street or add some performance to your Harley? Racetech offers a full line of suspension solutions, including industry-leading, built-to-order, G3S custom shocks. All Racetech products are 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Don't wait. Experience the gold valve advantage today by logging on to Racetech.com. Don't forget to mention Pulp MX when ordering for a discount. Factory Chassis Parts, established in 2018, is the home of the original high-performance FCP racing engine mount kit, designed to improve traction, handling, cornering, and feel. Used by top-level racers and race teams worldwide, including Phoenix Honda, Justin Starling, the FNH MXGP Kawasaki team, Rock River Yamaha, and many more. CNC machined parts out of high-quality aluminum and titanium. They are easy to install and bring drastic improvements right away. Stop by FCPRacing.com to learn more and order today. With over 80 years experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, WiseCo has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. 
Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Wiseco has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. Wiseco offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CV4 thermal protection line. Wiseco is proud to be a technical partner with Factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional-level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or wiseco.com to find products for your machine. From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride. Upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2024 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. Welcome back, everybody. Paul Beck Show presented by Motorsport.com. Fly Race and Decal Works. Derek Rankin, Alex Ray in studio here. Thank you to the folks at Decal Works bringing you the 7 o'clock hour. DecalMX.com, promo code PulpMX24. You get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Red Bull KTM running these graphics as well. From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and more. Upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. So if you're getting graphics, you're getting number plates, you're getting, you want anything custom, decalmx.com, uh, number one for many reasons. PulpMX23 is the code to save with those guys. Thank you to those guys. Firepower Parts as well. Dean Wilson, Max Anstey. 
Anstey was good. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's Anstey he, can win, right? He's the only one who was like that flying at the test track hype that lived up to it. Yeah, lived yeah. up to it. Yeah. yeah. Firepowerparts.com, check them out please. Uh featherweight lithium batteries, chains made in Japan as well. I just put a firepower chain on my uh Yamaha the other day. So yeah. thank you to the guys at firepowerparts.com, Firepower Honda as well. Uh, on board with us. Uh, we got the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. We got the Race Tech Rant. You have a rant? You have a Race yeah. Tech Rant? Yeah. Derek, you got a Race Tech Rant at all? Uh, I mean, I could have about 15, but... Oh, boy. Yeah, no. Well, we, we, we got find one. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's have your Race Tech Rant being Josh Cartwright. See that? No, no. I mean, he's no, a nice no. kid, but yeah. he's, you're, you're a crew chief. You got to yell at him a little bit. Yeah. Um, Derek, you're a huge fan of wrestling. Yes. What did you think of the Kawasaki commercial with Stone Cold in it? I thought it was awesome. Just uh, did you know it was coming? The the Stone Cold in Cowie had Super Bowl. Well, yeah, they released it a little early. Oh, they did. Yeah, okay. there was like some teasers and stuff. Oh shit! And okay. I seen a picture. I think it was like during Anaheim too. Uh huh. He was out to dinner with Axel. MC was there. Bunch of really? Kawasaki. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah. didn't know this. Yeah. Oh. So that kind of you know. Spidey since started tingling yeah, there. Yeah, because he's had sort of he's sort of been an ambassador for Cowie for a couple of years, I think. Yeah, I feel like right. Yeah, uh, is he your favorite wrestler? Not my favorite, but he's P two. P two. Jericho's one. Oh Jer- yeah, Winnipeg's own. Yeah, yeah, Chris Jericho. Yeah. Um, hey, I want to talk about that commercial a little bit and uh, a little bit more Stone Cold as well uh, from Kawasaki marketing department. Uh, a fellow Canadian friend of mine, Ken Essex. What's up, Ken? How are you? Hey, what's up, guys? So I don't know if you heard. Jericho here, Derek, huge wrestling fan. Number two, Stone Cold. I heard P2. I mean, I was hoping for P1, but that's okay. <laughs> really cool to see Kawasaki in a Super Bowl commercial. Ken, good job on that. Uh, and I don't know about that. You know, the what was the thing called? Uh, so it's called the Kawasaki Ridge. The, it's our the, uh, new side-by-side vehicle. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, as you mentioned, uh, Stone Cold's been an ambassador for us for uh, – Geez, almost going on ten years now. Yeah, uh, maybe eight eight years or so. Um, and he's he's actually been a, a long time enthusiast. He he had some KX dirt bikes and he's had some ATVs and he had a ranch here in Texas for a while and now he's got a ranch in Nevada. So he's uh, got plenty of mules and uh, and now he's going to you know be repping and uh, getting in that new Kawasaki Ridge. Yeah, the Ridge looks good. Um, what about this dinner with with Hodges and MC? What, what, what's Derek talking about here? Oh, well, that was uh, at our Kawasaki North American dealer meeting, which oh. was leading into A2. We had okay. uh, over over 2,000 guests, uh, over 1,000 dealers uh, coming in. We were in Phoenix, Arizona, mm. uh, just outside, of, not in Glendale, but uh, in the convention center downtown okay. uh, by Chase Field. And uh, yeah, so we had all of our, all of our Kawasaki brand ambassadors. Uh, Jason and Adam are there. Axel, uh, Jason Britton, and uh, and Stone Cold. So mm, we had yeah. the whole family together, and that was the, that was the launch of that new ridge. And so it's uh, you know it's a pretty big deal for us. Um, side by sides, as as you guys all have seen, have been a, a really big part of of power sports. And uh, so we're we're leaning in with a, a new product that's got some really cool comfort. You know, it's a, and it's a premium. It's an inline four engine, which is kind of a, an industry first for side by sides. So taking some motorcycle tech and throwing it in there and then having some comforts, uh, full enclosed cab, uh, AC, heat, 
you know, power windows, everything you you expect of, Jeez, uh, the of thing, uh, these a things are Cadillacs now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. So it's, it's taken the the premium comfort that everybody you know is yeah. uh, accustomed to, and uh, but you know to do it in the Super Bowl, you know, you can't just take any old ad and and six. You know, ex- no, that's a big deal to have success there. So yeah, yeah we went out and got uh, the agency that that did the the Got Milk. Uh, campaign mm-hmm. and uh, you know worked with Budweiser and uh, Doritos and they did the the BMW commercial that was that aired as well. So um, they're called uh, Goodby and Silverstein. So they're uh, they're a big deal in the advertising world. Uh, so we went and got the best of the best. And of course, you know, as to have success on the Super Bowl, you got to have you got to have a cameo. You got to have a you know an appearance. So yeah. of course, we had Stone, Stone Cold. Cold teed up to uh, to make the appearance and uh, had some fun with some mullets. When was that so, filmed, yeah. or where, when and where was that filmed? Uh, it was actually filmed in, in our uh, in God's Country up in uh, Vancouver. Oh, nice, fantastic! Uh, nice. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we filmed back uh, December, and uh, been building this campaign up for yeah for it's been a, obviously you know yeah. a, a long work in progress to get to this point. So yeah, we did some teasers. Um, we had some tidbits dropping about the the vehicle, the mm-hmm. Ridge first, and then uh, Stone Cold made a made a post uh, with a with a mullet on and instead of Austin 316 he had Austin 211 uh, to uh, hint at Oh uh, 211 uh, right the yeah. yesterday. Did, did you get that so, part uh, Derek? Did you understand that 211? The, no, the 211 now makes sense to me. Yeah. Were you angry though <laughs> that he maybe turned his back on 316? <laughs> no, not at all. Okay, no. all right. I knew, I knew it was something. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Um now I know people who met him. They say he's a really cool guy. Uh, he's been to a couple races before. Uh, really cool guy. Ken is the word. Yeah, you know what? It, it's every time I, I get to spend time with him, it, it blows me away just how genuine of a dude he is, and and even to the point of like we were we were in Phoenix for the dealer meeting, and we had a lot of media around the Super Bowl announcement that we were going to have the ad. So we had just done a uh, a call with uh, with a publication, and uh, and then we got off the call. And we're like, okay, cool. Well, you know, we don't have any commitments for like two hours. So, you know, we'll see in a little bit. Mm -hmm. And there were some fans in the hotel just sitting, you know, waiting to to say hi to him. And uh, so, of course, he stops and he's chatting with them. And and I step away and uh, I come back 30 minutes later and he's still talking with those same two fans. Just just jaw jacking with them and and having a good time. So, yeah, he's a, a, a. an awesome guy to be part of the Kawasaki family and um yeah someone that's you know true to the brand he's got a a, he's got a property in Nevada as I mentioned so he's got um some acreage out there and uh he's actually been getting into side-by-side racing in our in our sport side-by-side oh so um that's something new you know Jeremy McGrath has stepped into that yep and been racing those the last couple of years and uh now he's starting to get uh pretty serious about it and uh you know kind of fuel that uh, competitive urge that he has. Yeah, it's cool cool to see, like, Kawasaki, even though it's not a KX, it's still Kawasaki to be on a Super Bowl commercial, for sure. It's it's neat to see that. Um, now, Derek, our guys at Maxis also have a Stone Cold connection, right? They do, yeah. Yeah, through that same side-by-side team. Okay, so are they saying they can maybe get you a meet-and-greet? Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's the last I'd heard. But you, do, um, you you are crew chief for Mad Parts Kawasaki, yes, right? Yes. Okay, just yes. checking on that. And yeah, Ken, can you work for Kawasaki, right? I think we I think we can put some pieces together. Yeah, yeah. I think oh, we Derek, can, I think we Derek will do together. anything. Derek, well, first of all, I've already told Chris at Maxis because he side texted me and said I'm trying to make this work. I said I have to film Derek meeting Stone Cold. Like 
just the handshake or I don't know. I don't know if you'll pass out. But I mean, like, what would you do? What would I, you do? I don't know, man. Honestly, that's that's pretty Would you just walk gnarly. up to him and just fucking? No, no, not at all. Would you, I, what would you say to him? I don't. I'd freeze. I'm gonna freeze up for sure if I meet the guy. Yeah, for, just freeze up. Yeah. I'm well, not, like yeah. so, I met the Edge from U2. Mm-hmm. Uh, not here. Edge the wrestler. No. Okay. The better Edge. <laughs> My buddy Sam Jones hooked it up because he was shooting them for photos, and he said, "Hey, are you busy tonight?" And I said, "No." And he said, "Well, I'm shooting U2. Do you want to meet them?" And then all you heard was my tires squeal out of the driveway. <laughs> uh-huh. But I met the edge and I was nervous. And then I was like, oh, I have so many questions for him. Like, I don't, oh, my God. Like, it's, you know, do you know who the edge is or no? Sounds gay. <laughs> no. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> he, all he wanted to do was talk about dirt bikes. So I was a little let down because I didn't get to ask any questions. He just wanted to talk about dirt bikes. Yeah. But he was a really cool guy. Shook yeah, my yeah. hand twice. Very nice guy. But I can relate to the fact of freezing up a little bit because I was kind of nervous. Yeah. So I, I no. I mean, it's it's a guy that you've seen on TV yeah. your entire life. And Would you ask big... him to do any wrestling moves on you? I feel like he probably gets oh. that a lot. But okay. I mean, if he wants to stun me, I stun you? Well, he can stun me. I don't care, man. Yeah. Just <laughs> oh my god, kick bro. me in the gut and yeah, run my jaw into that your would be, shoulder. If you. If, Ken, if you could get him to stun Derek in, for the camera, I mean that would be just oh. phenomenal. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he's if he's uh, up to uh, injuring people, <laughs> stunning uh, anybody that he, that he encounters <laughs> on the street, but uh, right. just going around stunning people. But right. uh, he, no, he's a genuine dude. He would he would love to spend time and, and he'd talk anybody's ear off. Is there and, any and way? The thing for me is the mitts on this guy. The when mitts he shakes your hand. <laughs> you, you you would not believe yeah. the size of these, this dude's hand. Yeah. I mean, he's, it's it's wild. Hey, whenever you're like having a conversation with him, uh, just because you know, I've listened to him talk forever, like his podcast and stuff. Does he call you kid a lot? Is he like, "Oh, hell, kid," you know that we can do this or? <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. And and maybe maybe it's you know, partly because of our uh, you know more professional relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not going for professional but, with the guy. Just... But he might call you kid. I mean, I, I don't know. I hope yeah, he does. Maybe, maybe he'll, uh, but, you know, it's, it's, hey, Ray. with all these guys, you know, it's not an act, you know, like no. these guys are, are, are genuine dudes and, and I'm sure, yeah, obviously, WWE, he's going to, he can get into an act for sure if you want him to. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he's, when he's having a conversation, you know, he, he'd want to talk racing and, and know about you know yeah the, Derek's a crew, crew chief and, yeah and Derek's a crew chief at Mad yeah. Parts yeah. yeah yeah no I promise I won't act weird at all like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay all right like no so Derek is like pretty quiet right yeah. like I mean he's yeah. like to, even tonight he's just right. been like kind of sitting yeah. there you know like no emotion yeah. on his he's face he's underrated funny yes yeah. underrated funny yep if he walks up to Stone Cold Steve Austin, he, dude, he will have a fucking grin from ear to ear. Yeah, this dude, like, I mean, Ken, Ken, is there any, is there anything coming up? Stone Cold, any plans for Stone Cold that we, this we can make this happen? Nothing. That, that okay. Immediately, I mean, All we right. always keep him on. You know, yeah, yeah. Up to date. I'd, I'd love to get him out to more races. Um, right. You know, maybe maybe we could try and try and do something around the the finale or something, or uh, right, or you know, would. We could do something uh, around a side by side race or something would be kind of cool. And I mean, you name the place, Derek. Will you be there? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, yeah. Yeah, Derek, yeah, imagine yeah. just and being he, a passenger between you know L.A. and and Nevada. Like I said, he's got that property out there, so he's kind of kind mm-hmm. of keeps to himself, and he's been hunkering right. down and putting in the miles because uh, he's been racing this wow. uh, off road series 
uh, out there in Nevada, and and he, he was telling us how he he, uh, he you know he started in just kind of the, the amateur class or whatever, and and he, he this car you know car number whatever was was beating them and he's like man this guy you know he must be uh-huh. this guy must be a legend and uh turns out it's it's some 12 year old girl yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man started like last year and he's like um, damn all right i got some work to do <laughs> derek if if ken somehow could arrange it or chris or maxis arrange you meeting stone cold but you have to miss a race what happens i mean Freddie's and Josh and Bubba, they've been racing a long time. They're fine? Yeah, I think they can get through a weekend. <laughs> oh, <that>. man. <laughs> That's the dedication, Ken, we have here for Stone Cold. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, listen, Ken, keep it in mind. Just whatever. Yeah. You know, we're not putting you on the spot I, I think we can, we can, with patience, we can make sure the stars align here yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he would freak out. It would be. And, and then if I'm not there, I need you to film this. I, I just, uh, this is Derek. And then Derek just go, uh. Just freeze. <laughs> you could do like one of those supercross things where they give like dream jobs like to like some of the fans, like walking Kenny's dog or something mm-hmm. like that. You just meet Stone Cold and like ride around in the in the in the side by side with yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, yeah. Well, I mean, we hope we can make it happen. Yeah, I mean, bring him out to Salt Lake. We'll put him on a Mad Parts bike for opening ceremonies. There we know? go. I'll put three sixteen on him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Ken, it is cool to see the Cowie thing come come to come to realization on a Super Bowl. I. How much money that commercial cost, by the way? Do we, do we talk about that or no? Uh, no, no, we can't uh, can't okay. exactly share those figures. But it, you know, it's it's obviously a big for us. Yeah, you know, we want to make a big splash. Yeah. Where you know we got some big uh, competitors in the side by side space, and uh, what better way to you know this this mm-hmm. Super Bowl set set records for attendance and or not attendance uh, viewership viewership. Yeah. I think it's the, the most uh, most viewed Super Super Bowl ever. So, um, and, you know, the traffic we've seen, you know, our website traffic, our YouTube views, we went from our, our YouTube launch spot, uh, the Super Bowl spot, as uh, 3.2 million views now on YouTube. Um, it's like an they, average they pulp show. Significantly over the, <laughs> average pulp. Over the weekend. So, yeah, the, the, the numbers uh, don't lie. That when, yeah. you, when you step up to the, the big plate and being, you know, doing business with the, the Pepsis and the all these big brands. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool for Kawasaki to be uh, part of that same conversation. Awesome, man. Well, hey, thanks, Ken. I want to jump on, talk a little bit about that, and then also talk to Stone Cold and, and Derek here. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, well, thanks for having me on. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll uh, we'll see if we can get things set up for for Derek and uh, and, and Steve. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Uh, thanks, thanks, Ken. Congrats on the spot. Okay. Thanks, thanks, buddy. Guys. All right. Sure. Thanks, everybody. That's Ken Essex, everybody from Kawasaki. Maybe. Maybe making it, maybe, maybe yeah. making miracles Dude, you happen. Shit a brick, man. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Have you ever met Jericho? Yes, you have. Yeah, yeah he, he signed my arm, dude. Oh, that—that's the tattoo. Yeah, he that's... signed it, and then he just yeah. Went then straight. you got a tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> was he cool? Yeah. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah, I did a, like a meet and greet at one of his band's shows. Oh, you went on the full cruise. Well, yeah, 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 but this was different. You went on a cruise with Jericho, like a wrestling cruise. The Jericho cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, was, was there much interaction with other passengers in Jericho? Or because uh, yeah. Pookie wants I to mean, go on like was... a New Kids on the Block cruise, yeah. And I keep telling her, I'm like, you'll never see those guys. They're just going to perform and then leave. Um, and she's like, no, I think they hang out. So did, did Jericho hang yeah, out? Yeah, I mean, you're on a boat in the middle of the ocean. He can't get too far from you. Wow. Yeah. Sure, he can. <laughs> he can get in lots of off, <laughs> off places. Uh, all right, we'll see. Well, wouldn't that be cool if that happened? Yeah. No, it'd be sick. Yeah. Dude, he's yeah. he's freaking. He would. 
I don't know. Hey, man, you beaten off? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jerking uh, his gherkin in the corner. All right, everybody. Lots to get into detail tonight. Let's do the X-Brown Goggle tear-off segment, shall we? Let's do this. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. X-Brand Goggles. Choice of champions like Freddie Norton, Kyle Chisholm, uh, you name it, uh, Ricky Russell. Wearing X-Brand goggles out there. Uh, Lucid goggle, fantastic. Pulp Show 24 is the code to save with X-Brand, EKSBrand.com. Love the Lucid goggles. Love the goggles themselves. And, uh, again, they're, they're, you look at Hunter Lawrence's stuff. You look at Factory Ride goggle. looks a lot like that X-Brand goggle, don't it? Yeah. Uh, thank you to the folks at X-Brands for coming on the show. And, uh, again, use the code to save if you're looking for some goggles and uh, or anything else. Thanks to the folks at X-Brand goggles. He's... So our guy Moser, because you're familiar with Corey Moser. Very loose. Yeah. Yeah. We gave him another shot at questions. We, we let him have another shot at questions. It hasn't gone very well lately, but we're going to keep it going here. Uh, 30 seconds on the clock, Marks. All righty, Steven. We'll start with you. Will we see SX come back to Vegas? Yes. Well, uh, SMX is coming back. Um, SX, you know. though? Yeah, I think SX will be back, too. Yep. All right. A-Ray, who's the next A-Ray out there racing right now, keeping it sketchy? Well, uh, I mean, there's, there, I mean, honestly, there's a few. I feel like, you know. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> do it. Yeah. All right. Freddie. At times, Freddie. Yeah. Detroit, Freddie. Yeah. A little bit of Jerry, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Um, Hardy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hardy's a big... Big Hardy. Yep. Um, shit. I was. I had one of my. I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, All right, thirty seconds. All right. Okay. Fred. Fred. Derek, did you have ulterior motives for switching the team to Maxis Tires because Coldstone Steve Austin said so? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no hesitation. I look. I I think between Maxis or Cowie, you're gonna meet him. Yeah. It's going to happen. It has to, right? Yeah, it has like, to. Yeah. Yeah. Steve. Sorry. Yep. If A-Ray was racing Supercross this season, would he be doing better or worse than Cade? Worse. I'll Sorry. agree with that. Yeah. Cade's, Cade's riding well. Yeah, yeah. No, he's good. He shouldn't have gone to the outside of Starling. Yeah, no, he's an idiot for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A-Ray. Married life. What's been the high and low lust far? Um, I'm going to say the highs, just, you know, spending every day with, you know, my woman, you know, that's awesome. And then, uh, the lows is we're both stubborn as hell. Oh, so been a yeah. little, a little ahead, buddy, little you know, but buddy? like, okay. it's, you know, right. growing pains a little bit. Uh, good wedding. Fun oh, wedding. Great wedding. Oh, yeah. I had so much fun. Fun wedding. Shut down too early. It Shut down way too early. No, we, we kept it going. We can't be going. Like there or somewhere else? Oh, somewhere else. Well, we, didn't, like yeah, we didn't get the invite for that. Yeah. So. I think I was one of the ones that, that what? It was face planted. You, you didn't miss it. I oh, face planted <laughs> first, I think. I didn't see you at the wedding. What? We had a full conversation about the sphere. Oh, yeah. Right. Sorry. <laughs> I, dude, I was talking to sphere all night with everybody. So. <laughs> I was in the wedding. Yeah. Duh. Derek, wrestling or heavy metal? If you could only choose one, what are you going with? Uh, metal, because I listen to it a lot more than I watch wrestling. But I want people to be clear: this isn't dark side metal. This isn't Quiet Riot <laughs> and Warrant and bands that Mister Side likes. 
This is Lamb of God. <laughs> what else? Uh, uh, Slipknot. Um, anything Corey Taylor. Uh, Devil Driver. Uh, yeah. Devil Driver, Devil yeah. Driver, uh, cattle yeah. Decapitation. Yeah. Obituary. So someone... Google that. The, 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 you, you, this isn't just metal like Mr. Side, you know, likes to bang his head to. This is... You get yeah. that new Narkill CD? This is the next level of metal. I, so, as you said, we talked about the sphere at the wedding. Who can forget? Mm -hmm. um, you did. Wrestling at the sphere or like Lama God at the sphere? Uh, I think... What would you rather see? I would say one of my favorite bands there because of the... The visuals and stuff like okay. i mean what are you gonna do in there for wrestling that's uh besides yeah. the entrance yeah the entrance and then even during the the the, the, the during the match you could have like colors going and yeah but like, uh, that's just gonna take away from okay. the match you know okay. like so definitely definitely yeah, yeah 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 for sure okay steve what's the most you've won and lost sports betting um I've won. A, I've won. No, I don't. I don't gamble big. Uh, I've won like a thousand, fifteen hundred, and lost six or seven hundred. Yeah, not not big. Yeah. Hey Ray, if you found yourself in McAdoo's position, you going balls out for an entire race, and what finishing position would justify going balls out? Nah, man, I ain't fighting for a championship. I'm going back to the truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, he what knocked I, his dick loose. That's what I told McAdoo in my group text. Everyone's like, I'm done, dude. I'm going back to the truck. Yeah, no. I'm going back to the fucking truck, dude. My Fuck my ass. Dick's hanging out? Hell no. <laughs> and if I'm fucking spread eagle, you know, if I'm doing some, like, dirty shit or whatever. Mm -hmm. What about anal Behind closed doors? Yeah, get freaky. But not <laughs> yeah, for yeah, yeah. fucking, uh, yeah, stage fright, Happy right? baby. Oh, yeah. Happy baby. Uh, yep. Yeah, he knocked his dick loose. I thought I had happy baby. Uh, all right, last one. Derek. What has been your biggest fuck up wrenching? <laughs> wow. oh. Just coming out like that, Just straight to it. That's I don't know. What do you think? Oh, the rear the, axle I, or water pump? I'm gonna say maybe the rear axle. The one in Detroit where my bike almost caught on fire. It was all like up in smoke. Oh, Dallas, that was the water pump. Um, I'm gonna say anything. Y'all, oh, dude. You, for one, he built all of my engines in like. <laughs> On the, uh, the couch of that fun mover that we drove to the uh -huh. races. And Photo shoot day. I'm doing whips, like doing whips over this freaking okay. double. Dude, I'm doing a whip. Doing whips. whips right. Okay. I'll just wrap <laughs> over this double, yeah. you know, taking photos, everything. Yeah. Do a whip. Yeah. <laughs> fucking rod goes through the bottom of the bike, and I just fucking <laughs> kill myself. Dude, brand new gear, brand new, like, painted tagger helmet, everything. Just fucking throw it in the trash dude concussed I had, he had to ride well like i had to get a ride back to the truck i was like i what? wasn't out there I, I missed it all i was washing what went wrong bike. with the bike did that day yeah. I, dude uh, so much stuff went wrong i can't remember I dropped exactly. the valve <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so that bike okay first off he shouldn't have had me building engines okay this was like year two yeah yeah <laughs> so uh like I think we had one guy doing a head, we had one guy doing the ECU. We he got free cams from somebody, so he's like, put these in. Yeah, and then we're just like, oh yeah, this piston will work. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not, yeah. Some bitch ran like a scalded dog though for about ten minutes. Yeah, and then yeah. never. Yeah, yeah, no, I just freaking. I uh, I didn't tighten Nick Way's uh, clutch uh, bolts, clutch hub bolts, mm -hmm. and they all backed out and then hit the outer clutch cover and then just ground aluminum everywhere. Yeah. 
That's not good. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it wasn't bad. a race. It was a practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so. it, you had like a carburetor fall off, didn't you? Yeah, that wasn't really my fault. That was put, more of a Yamaha thing. <laughs> it was put, tight. Okay. Still came off. I put my dad's master link on backwards at Gatorback and the big jump in the back, like going down the hill uh -huh. before the. Yeah, he fucking. <laughs> Ronnie. Yeah, yeah, KO'd himself pretty good there. All right. <laughs> X Brown goggles, tear offs. Uh, thanks for the X Brown goggle tear offs for that Moser. Moser. I mean, that was decent. Yeah, yeah. Now he's back. Yeah. Now he's back. Kind of rebounded marks a little bit with those. Yes, maybe he asked his uh, buddies for some extra help this time. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Show twenty four is code to save with X Brand ekSbrand.com. Thank you to those guys for coming on board. Race Tech Rant Time. Pulp twenty four is a code to save with Race Tech. Love those guys. You used Race Tech for a little while. Yeah, uh, I just got my uh, five hundred suspension back. My folks. Oh, yeah, nice. Race Tech did it. Yeah, uh, Race Tech .com. Great guys. Suspension work, motor work. They do it all for you and uh, i want to thank them as well for coming on board race tech round of the night a ray go ahead you can start yeah i mean it's pretty much just uh the tracks you know like i mean i understand what they're doing you know they're trying to make it safer for the riders because they want everyone um you know healthy but at the same time you know this isn't you know basketball baseball it's fucking supercross it's gnarly we have injuries in our sport and i don't know like even detroit what? I mean, after the finish line, it was a five-foot double, and you got yep. dudes KOing themselves over a five-foot double. So you're yeah. just going to flatten the track or you have a flat track? Yeah. So, no. Yeah. Like, put the Dragons' backs back in the freaking track. Like, okay. build loader whoops if you need to build lo loader whoops. You know, don't put – I mean, back in the day, we didn't have lips on the tabletops. We had those on-on-offs. Where are those at? Those aren't yeah. around anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just feel like five years from now, what the fuck? We're just, you know, going to pussyfoot around everybody well, it was and just like do for a, a while, flat track. For a while after the start, they were like, you know, Kennard and Morris got together. They're like, no more triples off the start. Then we had whoops after Oakland, and there was a crash. No more whoops off the start. It's like, what are you, uh, you going to – I mean, it's Supercross. It's this, a start. Yeah. This, what are you going to do? The scariest yeah. thing that I, I – the scariest obstacles I probably jumped in Supercross, I feel like was Indianapolis, those two doubles in a row. Yep. Because there was ruts all Everywhere. the way across the track. Yeah. That's where you died, right? Oh, uh, no, yeah. well, Freeze died, and yeah. I landed yeah. on his bike, right. and then I died. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a fucking dangerous sport. Yep. If you don't like it, don't do it. Okay. Race Tech Rent. Hey, yeah. Ray, you got anything there? Uh, yeah. Gate yep. loading times. Like, first call on Supercross. Uh huh. Like, why can't we do that? Because there's been already a couple instances this year of guys, you know, going down and all of a sudden they're loading the gate real quick and there's no communication back to the teams about what is going on at all what do you well, i don't I, you don't I, i'm lost a little bit what do you mean like they're loading them sooner or they're not giving you enough time to pick a gate? so or? both oh okay <laughs> yeah so uh they're anaheim two this year if you go back and watch <laughs> oh i heard some stuff about this one yeah, yeah so uh somebody wasn't there to pick their gate and they waited on them yeah and instead of just saying like okay well screw off dude you missed your gate yep uh and then you know freddie's 20th gate pick or whatever and he's over there his mechanics literally in front of the bike as the 32nd board is right up trying to yeah do his whole shot device and yeah because just, they're pointing down the line so yeah, if, yeah, you, yeah. if your whole shot's not the device you, you put yeah, your hand up peacock waits for no man yeah okay? yeah yeah so uh but i mean if feld and mx sports are in this big happy family yeah we've had first call and staging times at Pro Motocross for yep. ever. Right. Let's just bring it over here. I so mean, you know when they need to be there. 
Yeah. 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 I mean, it's just like a, a guessing yeah. game. It's, and and I'll say there's some riders that take longer than other. Chiz, I love him to death, but he fucking takes longer than any person to pick a gate. Yeah. Well, it's not even it's not even the, the just picking off. the gates. It's like just everybody being in staging, like just closed staging. So yeah. we're not, oh, hey, 11's in front of you. Yeah. And yeah. then you're just like sitting there waiting on him. It's like, dude, right. okay, well. Yeah. Closed. Too bad. Yeah. Right. So. Kind of more like Europe does. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, literally, we do it here. It's yeah. just the outdoor just, only thing. Yeah. They, they don't do super, it in Supercross. Right, right, so if we it. could just do that in Supercross, All I right. think everybody would be, yeah. Um. Okay, race tech rant. Uh, I got, I got two of them. Um, first one is, and I, I talked. I touched on this in the review show, and I said I said, talked about it on earlier with the Ken. Like, the opening ceremonies lap is such an honor, and it was such a cool thing for so many years. And I guess I'm going back to me being like old school. Like that's McGrath and RC and Wyndham and DV and all these guys whipping it, and the stars of the sport. And then it got to the point where the guys weren't doing any tricks, and they they weren't they stopped doing the pre left for a little while, and then they brought it back. But now because of the four fifties going first, we got two fifty riders doing the parade lap, and yeah, man, like I don't nothing against those guys, but I, I they're not the stars of the sport. So we're we're like, hey, welcome to Supercross, and we got two fifty guys that are not even. I, I don't know, riding around the track. And they, they did it because the 450s are on the line, like Kenny said. So I understand why they're doing it, but it, they got to – can we get the four, Can we get the 450 guys, like uh, like Kenny said, he wouldn't have a problem doing it and then going back mm -hmm. to his gate real quick? Can we yeah. do that? I mean – Can we get the, forfeit, the, the, the real superstars? Can they do the parade lap for opening ceremonies? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just feel like having Anthony Bourdon and March Banks out there, no offense, is like – yeah. yeah. Great. Like, yeah. I don't know, no, right? I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. It, it, but I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know the way to fix it totally, but. Just have the mechanic pick their gate and then. Yeah. Just have them do the lap. What, they roll in. It's like a sight lap. What's one lap at three quarters of energy going to do for you for the heat race? Nothing. No. You know, these guys are amazing athletes. So yeah. I don't know. There's got to be a way to not. And again, I feel like I'm shitting on these 250 guys, which I kind of am. But that's just like, to me, that's just such a. Such an honor to do that lap. Yeah. Such an honor to go out there, the first people to show the crowd what the track's going to be like. Mm -hmm. And we just got 250 guys doing it. Yeah. We got 250 guys in opening ceremonies. We got 250 guys doing hot laps. Why the fuck would you ever want to leave that class? You race half the competition, half the series, and yeah. you make 300 grand. Yeah. And you're in opening ceremonies. And you're in the parade lap. Like, why would you ever want to get out? This fucking class is great. Think about Anthony Bourdain. He's just like, this fucking American series. I race here five weeks. I'm showing off to the crowd. Yeah. I, like, don't know. I don't know, man. It just seems, it seems so wrong. Yeah. Ah, but we got to fix that. The first place they did it was Detroit, right? Yeah. So I didn't pay attention to the crowd. Yeah. Cause Deegan did the lap, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think was the, right. was the crowd pretty responsive. To that? Oh, by the way too, I love the fact that at Detroit, we had a, we had a J Mart down. So they interviewed Deegan and I made a crack about, oh, second place gets interviewed because it's Deegan. And I got hit with, a rider was down. They needed to kill time. My TV friends, Jason and Jason, who, who ultimately throw themselves in front of a bus to protect the TV show. Okay. So I went with that. Okay. You had some time to kill. Well, we had time to kill this weekend. I saw no second place interview. There's a guy down. Cartwright. I think it was Cartwright. Yeah. I mean, he was down. He's down. Point, yeah. 
Yeah. Did we get a second place interview? Oh, no, we went to commercial. Oh, imagine that. Oh, so man. you're telling me it was just a Deegan thing? These fucking guys are like, no, 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 we had to kill time. So Hayden happened to be there, so let's interview him. No, you fuckers, you did it because it's Hayden Deegan. Yeah. You so got to be consistent that's if fine. you're going to do it and say that. That's fine. Just admit it. Yeah. Just admit it. Yeah. You did You did it because it was Hayden. He, he, he almost beat McAdoo, and you grabbed him for the interview, and I'm fine with that. But don't try start trying to tell me. The fucking it ain't raining when it's fucking raining on me. Because this weekend they had a chance to do it again. They never did it. They went right to commercial. Here's fucking, you know, well, they go had, buy a t-shirt. They like, had so much time to kill that, like, half the time Ricky just didn't even know what to say. He's like, well, well just, you know. They didn't interview second place. No, they didn't. Imagine that. Okay. All right. That's my racetrack rant for the night. First one. Second one. Fucking Starling is my second one. Yeah. Now, look. Uh, Justin's cool. He's my buddy. I, ha- I did pick Cade in fantasy. I feel like that's influencing this it a little is, bit more. It is yeah. influencing it. But you know what? What's up, Starling? Hey, boys. How are we doing? Listen. <laughs> We're doing. It, 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 you've had a rough start to the year. You had some bike issues. There's nothing to do with you. You've had some bike issues. You figured them out. You're good to go, right? We're good? Yeah, yeah, we're fine. I mean, I finished everything I started. Yeah. You can't accept for the last laps. So yeah. yeah. So, K deserves... Some blame here, trying to go around the outside of a guy in the LCQ, but I mean, Justin. I mean, here's my first thing: is I didn't even know it was Cade. So yeah, yeah, I'm not saying I took, yeah. No, I, right. I took like a small glance back, and I don't even remember what part, but I just remember seeing a PRMX bike. But dude, if you look at him and Harrison, they look the same. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're 81 and 82, so you see a big eight, and you're just like, oh, okay, like whatever, and. Yeah, I was riding really bad, like, all day. Um, but, yeah, whatever. So, like, I was super slow in those whoops before the finish, and he comes up alongside me, and I was like, surely he's not going to try to, like, swing this in because, like, nobody would think to do that. Like, I don't care if you're Chase Sexton. I love the guy, but I'm going to still try to move him. And he, like, swings left, and I'm like, okay. You know, like, he's going to do this, and... He wouldn't have crashed if his front wheel didn't go over the berm, in my opinion. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think Here, anyone he, really cares about that. It was the next uh, 63 seconds. Well, that's – okay, so that's where I'm <laughs> starling. And, again, I'm a fan. You're a good dude. Like, you're not at your race pace right now for different reasons. No, you're God, not no. there. You're, you're, you're not riding anywhere near that like, you're capable that of. That was the most laps I've done since yes. Anaheim won. So, so you know this, starling. I was in fourth. Like, yeah, I was but, not going to just, like, like move over. Like, I felt like I moved over for Freddie way too easy. Well, that's and, the thing. Well, my thing, my thing was, like, you do that, you're in fourth. Yes, I, I understand that 100%. You got to do what you got to do. But when you do that, make the fucking main at all costs. Like, it's <laughs> oh, either do, it's, yeah, either, it's that, either do, it's either make the main yeah, or get hauled there, off on a stretcher. There's no way no, I'm giving you no shit. There's no in between. And by the way, I'm, I'm joking. I want my listeners to know that I don't, like, Justin and I are friends, and I'm half kidding. Uh I don't have any no, no, problem. No, no. no I, yeah. I I would have sent the triple after we hit. I would have been fine. I would have made it right. without even thinking about it. It mm-hmm. would have been simple. I had such a big gap to fit. But when I hit him, I've only seen, I haven't seen like the full clip, but like immediately, like I'm almost supermaning off the back of my bike and my inner A-ray was not there to just hold it wide open off the triple. Mm. And I was like, I, I don't, I'm 30 with a baby on the way. I'm going to double single this thing. I just, I can't take the risk. So I'm like, if I double single and just nail the rhythm, I should still be okay. Because I knew all I had to do was send the whoops, 
and I'd be fine because the rest I'd be okay. Well, I didn't three onto the table. I went double table single. Table single, I case it. I don't even triple. And then I just hear a Yamaha like in my ear. And I'm just like, oh, this is going to be, <laughs> this, is gonna, this could get hairy. So don't mess up. And then I overjump the double. I mess up that corner. Then I get past and then I mess the whole back rhythm and double that thing. And honestly, I, at that point, I was so frazzled. I just, yeah, three dudes went by me in the whoops. Like I went through them as if I was rolling them. And, I, I yeah, just, I mean, yeah, I, I just uh, but can't hesitate, dude. I, just got to fucking send it. I know. I trust me that I've been. I'm still in the drive home from Phoenix right now. I just got into Florida, and like the only thing I've thought about is I should have just held it wide and jumped the triple. If I would have jumped the triple, I would have made it without even. I would have had a gap to still qualify, but I, uh, yeah, I didn't, and, and uh, yeah, I, I've never fumbled that hard in my life, but I fumbled. It happened. I learned a lot, and now I know that if that ever happens again, you jump the triple. Kate's got like this dark cloud over his. Yeah, poor Kate. He's in the dark spot. <laughs> Kate. I didn't. Hey, I I love Kate, and like he's in our group chat and everything. I love Kate. When we came across the finish line, and I pulled over to the side, I'm like, oh my god, I'm an idiot. Like that was so stupid of me. And he rolls up next to me, and I'm like confused for a second. And the one thing he says is, "You're going to take me down and at least finish the job." And I'm yes. like. Dog, I didn't even know that was you, but you're 100% right. Like, absolutely. Like, all I could do at that point right there was laugh because I was like, what the heck just happened? Like, how did I in 63 seconds just, like, completely I've, – I've been racing for 12 years professionally. I've never done that. I've never been in a qualifying spot in an LCQ and not made it. And to go from – I mean, ultimately I was second through the first rhythm to, to I think, eighth or whatever I got. Yeah, I – I fumbled, choked, blew it. <laughs> and, I, and I don't think people are even mad at me for like the me taking K down, which was not my intention. Um, they're more mad that I did that and then just completely fumbled it. Yeah, that's that's my part where I'm like, you, you're not where you need to be, and you're you you know for all the reasons. Well, I have no racecraft right now. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, so I, I, I haven't even. That was my first time. The hero was the first time seeing a checkered yeah, flag. Yeah, so. yeah, no, I get it. So, yeah, like, you know. but it's still no excuse. I have 12 years saying. of experience yeah. racing yeah. at this level. I, I should have been fine and. I didn't. I uh, uh, well. I I made the mistakes and uh, 15, I, yeah, I'm still fifteen still handicap for Cade. Fifteen handicap. That would have looked really nice. Marks, did you pick him? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. All right. Yep. Great. Look, I'm sorry, everyone, but I think anybody would have done the same thing. I mean, don't sweep around the outside of someone in the LCQ. Okay. Yeah. Cade deserves some blame. Absolutely. Like you yeah. don't. You Cade don't does do leave that. the door like, open. I've got him a couple like, times. <laughs> yeah. You don't. You don't do that, and especially like he was. So much faster than me like I was going dog slow and had he waited until maybe after the double across the start he would have got the pass like I genuinely think he would have and had like I don't know why he just didn't you know be calm and just waited because like that was such a that was that was like a last-ditch effort it kind of seemed like as if it was like, as if it was like the last corner in it and it wasn't it was the first corner of you know seven to go yeah so, yeah yeah Race Tech Ranch, Justin Starling, everybody's on the line. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I've, I have gotten some shit lately have on you? socials. Really? Oh, hey, what, was, I, I, what was Kate's picture in this weekend? Oh, 27%. So, yeah, it was good. It was high. I yeah. know that because Steve told me because mm. he was pissed. Yep. <laughs> and then our group text got, hey, Ray, you're in there. It got weird. Oh, yeah. Got it's really awkward. weird. Yeah, awkward. Because Kate was like just silent. Silent, yeah. Silent. Yeah. 
Yeah. The first thing I saw of Kate, I said something about like racing is racing on on Twitter, and he responded back, noted, and I'm like, oh, he's so mad. Oh, oh, but, yeah, it, it, it'll he, come. Uh, it'll come back. <laughs> I'm well aware of it. You know, I'm not. I'm not like, I think I did a post today, and I said like, you know, I'm I'm gonna embrace whatever comes. You know, because I I do believe I'm owed one, but at the same time, if I left the door open like that, or at least tried to sweep in like that, like, how do you not expect it? Mm. You know, like, I don't know, if I'm fifth and sixth, no, I would not have ran it at all. But, I mean, I was still trying to hold fourth, and, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'd send my wife at that point, you know. (laughs) I love how we're making a big deal about the 450 LCQ, like with him cleaning out Cade, but that Blaine Silvera literally (laughs) (laughs) drug somebody down the fucking straightaway. At least he finished the job. No, yeah, no, he did finish the job. That's that's where I'm at a little bit. There is no way. I am saying one word if Starling gets in. I'm not. I'm just like, mm. yep, that, that's, that, that's the way 450 LCQ life goes. But to see the collapse from our buddy Starling here <laughs> afterwards made it like doubly like, yeah. So that's all. Oh, it ate at me so bad Saturday night, I can't tell you. Like, right. And all I thought about is you should have just jumped the triple. That's all I've, that's all I've thought. Right. And, uh, yeah. But, hey, at 30 years old, I'm still learning, and well, that's kind of cool. I'm taking that as a positive. So, so the week off is going to help you a lot to ride and get Yeah, yeah. we're going we're gonna to work on the bike a little bit more, uh, get more time on the bike. And uh, that's why I'm driving the van back to Florida. The van's supposed to stay in California, then just go straight to Dallas. But I was like, nope, I want the van in Florida. I want to do some testing with Matt, and I want to ride the race bike. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we're, we're going to take it and uh, – and try to do our best to come in uh, um, come Dallas, but man, Dallas, I think we're gonna have like six or seven more dudes <laughs> joining the class. Why? So who are we have? Well, you're gonna you're gonna have Brees, you're gonna have uh, AC back. Uh, yeah, AC will be back. Guys had like a whole list of dudes that were coming back. Big Grant Harlan. Oh yeah, um, our dog. You've yeah. got there's a good there's a good amount of dudes coming back. So I mean, I'm sure you'll see Masterpool there. If he Brees is my no, Masterpool is not pick. coming back till outdoors, I guess. But, okay, yeah. I heard that yeah. too. I just wasn't sure. It's right. home, hometown, but. Right. I mean, yeah, you're going to have a lot of good dudes coming in, and then I think, like, Albright's going to move to 450 as well. Like, it's mm-hmm. not going to be easy. So, uh, yeah, we'll we'll take this time and get better, and, and uh, we'll get there when it's time. Yeah, we'll get there when it's time. Yeah, that's, we'll that's, get there when it's that's, time. That's, that's not bad. Um, yeah, we race Ryder D. We'll get there. Um, we all right, race tech around. Justin Starling, how, how much further you got to go? Uh, let me tell you. Let me tell you. It's five hours and 57 minutes oh, before 4 a.m. arrival. Oh, boy. Mm. Well, yep. listen, drive safely, man. Thank you for the time, and uh, glad that you called in to straighten everything up, and you are still the subject of the race tech rant. But you'll get better. Yep. I know. You'll work I'll on it. I'll get there, and I'm sorry for everyone on Fantasy. I I didn't mm. I didn't know who it was, and at the time, honestly, I didn't care who it was, and me fumbling was on me. I fumbled. Happens. Maybe you'll see a new butt patch come down. <laughs> there we go. All right. Thanks, darling. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys. All right. See you. Uh, that's Justin Starling, everybody. Mm. Race tech rant of the night. Yeah. Yeah, 30 years old, still learning. Yeah. But, like, dude, last year he was so consistent. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, he's just, just he's had bike problems. Boom, boom. It hasn't worked out. And yeah. He'll get there, but it's been a rough start for him, for sure. For yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was, like, 30 feet away from that takeout. And, I mean, to me, just watching, I watched everybody in that corner yeah. all night. Yeah. And that was one of the main places you could make a pass. It was. So, to go outside there was just, <laughs> that was just dumb on Kate's part. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, so some, like, some race tech rant. It's Cade. I, I mean, it's a little bit of both. It, <laughs> no, it is Cade deserves blame. Yeah, well, yeah, as we said, it's a little bit of both because it was, it was early in the race. He tried to force it. He didn't have to. He had time. So yeah, yeah. Like, I I understand Starling's point, but at the same time, it's like, yo, dude, you fumbled. Yeah. 
Uh, hey, Ray, uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Job of the Week. Uh, we, we, got a, we got a code now. So if you're a company out there looking to advertise on MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, you want to save Pulp20. It's the code to save 20% off your job listing, Pulp20. So try it out. Give these guys a try, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. List your job up on the, res- on the website and uh, try to Phoenix. attract the best people you can. What? what? Yeah, mad parts. Well, you, don't you guys run the Phoenix bars? Not anymore. Oh. Okay, all right, moving on. Uh, motorcycle industry jobs. Speaking of Ken Essex at Kawasaki, uh, this job, full-time job, Team Green support technician. Ooh. Pretty good job. Yeah. $30 to $33 an hour, it says here, mm. pays. Derek, you doing the math right now? Yeah, I yeah. mean, what, what is that? Is that like the guy at the Amateur Nationals? Because screw that. Yes, it is. Yeah, this position that. provides complete technical, <laughs> mechanical support yeah. to Kawasaki racers at various racing events. Yeah, no, I'm good, dude. Including troubleshooting, repairs, part sales, and more. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. They give you a box fan, probably. You get to hit the road. Yeah, and there's Spend probably... Spend a week in Loretta's just yeah. fucking working on 65. swamp ass. Oh, <sighs> fuck. Oh, we're yeah. supposed to sell this job, though. We're not supposed to people, you know, we're not supposed to make people not love it. I mean, it. it's a really good job. People would love it if they did it. Okay. I mean, that, that's how you get into the sport, though. I mean, hell, Derek, he was in the trenches there <laughs> yeah. for a bit. Yeah. Eating yeah. rotisserie fir- chickens. My first job was uh, 1996. I made $300 a week. With no money, like no per diem, no hotels, Man. anything. Three hundred dollars a week. I wonder what inflation from and his three hundred dollars to my two fifty and sixteen is. Yeah, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> and I didn't get paid on the off weeks, so three hundred dollars yeah, a race. Yeah, weekend. I've been there, dude. Yeah, been oh, there. Man. Uh, thanks to the guys at MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Team Green support technician, full time job. Go to the races. This is a great way to network though and meet people. You want to mm-hmm. talk about meeting yeah, racers yeah. and fathers and. Amateur people and yeah, all that. that. That's the biggest thing is being yep. at the races. Yeah. I mean, you could send Stuart a Facebook message. Mm-hmm. You could try that. Yeah. No, you can. He's it, not going to get back at you. <laughs> For people who don't know Derek in his younger days, <laughs> we laugh about it now, sent James Stewart a Facebook message about being a practice bike guy or a race bike guy. What did you- I mean, anything, man. <laughs> I was just, whatever. Hey. Yeah. Didn't matter. No, it definitely wasn't a race bike. Right. No. Uh, so thanks to the folks at MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Job of the week. Thank you to those guys. Uh, LiftedTrucksForSale.com, your one-stop shop for premium brand-new custom trucks. Uh, we had Tyler from uh, Lifted Trucks in here a couple weeks ago, and they retain the factory warranty. Each vehicle on the search engine features premium components, easily financeable through the local dealership, and best of all, gets that factory warranty. Uh, LiftedTrucksForSale.com, you're looking for a truck, you're looking to skip the hassles of do-it-yourself customization, like waiting for parts, poor ride quality, voiding your warranty. LiftedTrucksForSale.com, Black Ops, Outside Van, Shelby American, Black Widow, those are the parts, those are the companies that LiftedTrucksForSale.com partner with to do this. Uh, Available at your local preferred dealer, LiftedTrucksForSale.com, check those guys out. Uh, We got some calls on the phone here. Uh, Devin, you want to talk to A-Ray? Okay, we're going to go back to the depths of Sad Boy A-Ray for a okay. moment. All right. Call I, I was going to make a couple years ago. A-Ray, help me remember what year it was. It was like your last year on the Honda team that should not be named at Washougal, and you had your shitty wrists going on. What year was that, 21? Yep. Okay, cool. All right, so I'm a local up there, go to Washougal Amateur Days all the time. I'm up on the hill watching races. Moto's almost over. Mm-hmm. Decide to walk down and get food or whatever. Okay, so... Right down past uh, coming down from Horsepower Hill, there's a little chicane, and there's a little little dip, and then there's like this roller. I wouldn't even call it like it's like a little, just like nothing, right before the triple corner, right. And out of the corner of my eye, I just see this this body just flying through the air, <laughs> and 
It just hits the ground like a sack of potatoes, dude. And I was telling you, I felt it in my feet. Like, I'm standing right there on the fence line walking. And Wait, I looked on. up. On a Honda? I didn't race outdoors for SGB on a Honda. You didn't do that? No. I swear to God, it was you. Maybe you were on Cowie then. Was it a Cowie? Where, you Washugo? came to Washugo on you rode a Yamaha. I rode a Yamaha there. Yeah, Washugo. I rode a Cowie there too. Oh, you did? Yeah. But I don't think yeah, it was when you had shady riffs. I don't know, but I, it was yeah, I've always had shady one of those years. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I, it was a specific one because you went on Pulp the next week. Oh, and talked about it? Yeah. Okay. Fuck, I crash a lot, man. That was probably the other <laughs> one, right? Okay. So let, I'll, yeah. I'll just finish real quick. This is hilarious because you get up, dude, and it was like late in the moto. I was tired. I'd raced amateur days. You were obviously tired. You get up, and I looked right at you, looked right at me, and I made like a megaphone with my hands, bro. And I just yelled, sketchy, like right in your face. <laughs> and you just looked at me like you were, like there was nothing behind your eyes, bro. Like you were just dead. Yeah, it's probably and the wrong I looked, time. And I was like, <laughs> I was right, like, right oh, place, shit, wrong time, man. dude. Do you remember any of this or no? <laughs> no. No. I was probably concussed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. And I'm thinking like after I, I walked away and I'm like, dude, I've ridden that track like after 35th moto of the day and there's no way I'm wrecking there. Like you had to be in C and double with no grip strength or some shit, dude. You were out of it, bro. I'm wondering where, and then you where go I crashed. And, where was it? Again? It was like, so you come you come down House Horsepower Hill, you take the little left-right chicane, and then yep. you kind of go down that little dip. Right before you go into the corner, before the triple, there's like a little roller kind of thing. Oh. It's not even a, it's almost like a tabletop, but it's kind of like a little roller. Anyway, dude, you just went flying. <laughs> and then I yelled that, and then the oh. next Monday you're on pulp. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know where I crash now. Yep, yeah, yeah. I, and I, you, yeah. you hit the ground pretty good. <laughs> I was, I, no, but no, I think I was. <laughs> I, I think I got into the wrong rut or something. I came into the turn like too fast yep. or something, and then like I got out of the rut or something. Front end just tucked, and I just lawn darted. I think that's what happened. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Anyway, so I felt bad after yelling sketchy in your face, dude. And so I went to, I was about to call in the next week, and you guys get on there and you guys are talking the A rays all fucking suicidal and shit. And I was like, oh, maybe I'm not gonna call in, bro. That's, that's what was pretty I? bad. I just like he was depressed yeah, about his racing or depressed about his results or something. I or? think you were you were talking about retirement like oh, that yeah, week, yeah. bro. It was it was bad. Oh yeah, probably. I don't know. <laughs> It was a rocky road, man. Yeah. Way happier now. now he's, yeah, now he's in an office every day looking at jer Chiz's jersey. No, I, I moved it. I yeah, that. yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, don't, I moved it to somebody yeah, else's office. They haven't noticed it yet, but I got a Mookie jersey now. Okay. Yeah. That's what I wanted to say, man. It was just nice to see you, you know, moving on to greener pastures. Because yeah. that was pretty gnarly to see, just like, oh, bro, you look like you have no life behind your eyes. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Yeah. No. It, that, Derek, Derek, you've seen that look? Uh, I've seen many looks. I've seen his eyes rolled back in his head, yeah. snoring, and <laughs> no, Derek. Derek thought that I was going to die in his arms at uh, at the milestone. Stay fair. Stay fair. Stay fair. Yeah. Exactly. No, I, 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 I mean, I don't remember. You crashed right in front of Dean Wilson. Was Dean? Dean no, in front of everybody. Yeah, yeah. He was the only one on the track. I was the only track one. Track had just opened. It just opened, and I was going out to do my warm up. I rolled the entire lap. I rolled every single jump uh -huh. except for the triple. The triple had a fucking the biggest kicker ever in it. But the kicker was always there, so he had to have known the kicker was there. I don't know. <laughs> they never fixed it. Ever. Yeah. So, dude, like, yeah. so you yeah. just go down the straightaway, hang a right. There's a, there was a fucking dragon's back. 
I didn't crash on the dragon's back. I yeah. crashed on the triple. I, I got a call or a text that said A-Ray ate shit today bad. Dude. Who it was. Yeah. The gnarliest thing was I crashed like I was, I don't know, out for quite a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know, like Seven Deuce Deuce calls Kenny Bell. Mm-hmm. Bro, call his family. Get to the hospital. It's bad. <laughs> He's like, what's broken? Everything. Get to the hospital. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I don't, yeah. I, I had Maria calling me. Oh, really? I was yeah, there no, with Christian. Yeah, yeah. And no, the whole star, the whole star team had showed up, and like you know, they park yeah. all their Toyota Escondidos fucking in a yeah, row. Yeah, you know, yeah. everybody's all like getting dressed. Everything. I'm out there, and all they all of a sudden, <laughs> first thing I hit the ground was my fucking face, man, off oh. a triple. Yeah, I was like. There's the big fence, and I was yeah. in the box van right next to the fence, and Christian's, like, getting ready. I was, like, warming up his bike, and I hear it, and I look at Christian. I was like, what was that? He goes, that was A-Ray. And I look over, and he's, like, laying there. And so I don't remember who it was. Maybe it was Taft or somebody tried, like, jumping over the fence. And okay, I was like, okay, well, not, calm down. Not doing that. <laughs> I'm not going to save his life in the three seconds that this is going to say. Yeah. So I'm not, yeah, like, not going to accept dead, that. Like, there ain't no bringing <laughs> yeah. it back. You know? yeah. uh, thanks, Devin. Thanks for the call, man. Yep. Thank you. You're welcome, guys. Have a good night. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, all yeah, right. No, I woke up, though. That's fine. Yeah. Lane, what's up, man? You got a question? What's going on? Question about what? Wygant? Hey, what's going on, boys? Hey, I got a quick question about Wygant. Yeah. Um, so, him being in the broadcast, so I'll start this off. I'm happy that he's in the broadcast. I know he's been doing this since 2009 yep. or something like that. So he's been wanting to get into Supercross broadcast. But I'm a long time, I don't know, I like motocross more than Supercross. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it just feels weird, Weege being in the booth, you know. Like, I'm so used to Ralph being in there, Imig, um, and like Ricky Carmichael, like on and off is 14. But I don't know about anybody else, but I just love – you know, two weeks after Supercross season, you know, I tune in to motocross and I hear Jason Wygant's voice. Hey, this is the Soul Pro Motocross. Uh, I'm Jason Wygant. Next to me is Grant Langston, blah, 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 champion. Um, is it weird for anybody else in region there? I'm happy for him, but is it weird for anybody else? No, I don't think so. You guys? <laughs> no. You guys? Mm-hmm. No. I, I, it's I, weird seeing him, like, in a like button up in a jacket, like, sure. looking, like, super yeah. sellout-ish. No, but. I don't I, I don't get it, man. I don't, I'm not with you a little bit. Like, uh, he sounds great, and it's not weird to me. Like, I don't know. I, maybe because he's a good friend of mine, right? And I'm around him all yeah. the time. But, um, no. No, man. I think it's great. Yeah. Hey, caller, what's no, your beef not... with Supercross? Huh? <laughs> what's your beef with Supercross? You don't like it? I'm not saying that. I just like four hours of motocross, you know, and let, I don't know. I, I just like motocross. I just like motocross a lot better. Hold on. You know, but, uh, you, you, you and Derek got something else. in common. I uh, love outdoors. You, yeah, uh, you love it. Who, <laughs> I, I gotta say though, whoever played that Weege lap, I was going to request that and you guys read my mind. So, um, great. Have a good night, boys. All right. Thank yep, you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thanks for the call. 702-586-7857. We've got some lines open still. Michelin Tires. Thanks to the folks at Michelin. Michelinman.com forward slash motorcycle to learn more about the complete offering of Michelin motorcycle tires. Mountain bikes, dirt bikes, sport bikes. Gold wings? No gold wings. Mm. No gold wings. Damn. Uh, they've got it all. They've got a tire that suits you. Uh, designed to win the new Michelin Starcross 6. It's not really new anymore. 
Features Michelin adaptive design, uh, 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. Thank you to the folks at Michelin for coming on board. If you're in the market for a motorcycle tire, a dirt bike tire, a mountain bike tire, we used to do a wrap-up show with some guy, and mm. it was a Michelin mountain bike tire yeah. sponsor as well. Weird. So thanks to the folks at Michelin for coming on board. Really appreciate that. All right, let's talk to you for these a little bit, you guys. Um, so Kitchen uh, gets the red plate solely now. Jordan crashed a couple times. RJ wins the second race of the year. Uh, the points are – what are the points? Uh, the points are 106 to 102 to 101. Five points between them. March Banks is fourth. Let's just go with this. Who do you like, Derek, for the title? Like They're off for six weeks or so now. but Yeah, for the title, uh, I mean, I still like Jordan. Yeah? Yeah, I okay. mean, just knowing the machine behind him, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think they'll – They'll get it together. They'll screw his head on straight. Yeah. I mean, Kitchen's ripping. Yep. He looks very comfortable. RJ's got the most wins, you know, two wins. Compared to, yeah. yeah. I mean. Okay. Wow. Yeah. RJ, a little RJ yeah. hater. Little <laughs> no, RJ. no, not a hater. Yeah. Just kind of, you RJ know. Realist. RJ yeah, Realist. Just, RJ Realist. RJ Realist. Yeah. Yeah. Can't put yourself out there too much and yeah. get hurt again, you know? Yeah. No, listen, you're right. RJ at San Diego in the mud, you're like, well, dude, what are you doing? Just take that podium spot. But yeah. nope. You had no. to send it. Yep. Um, but RJ, but Jordan crashed twice this week. One of them maybe not his fault that much, but still he, he went down twice. Yeah, but you know, like I said, man. Yeah. He's he's had some talking tos, I'm sure. So okay. He'll he'll be all right. Hey Ray, what do you got? I, I'm going kitchen. I'm going kitchen all day. Just uh, like Derek said, he looks comfortable on the bike. Um, he's he hasn't had that like big crash, like oh shit, like he's down yeah. or anything like that. He's just been solid the entire time. I feel like, and his starts have improved. And I felt like, you know, like, if he got a start, he would usually win. So, and now his starts have improved, so I feel like he's up there more. Mm -hmm. I, I just, I don't, I, I can't bet on Jordan or RJ, honestly. They just, like, yards Yeah, like, I, I'm, I'm a little more with you. I picked yeah. Kitch because, look, RJ was great in Glendale. He did exactly, he wrote smooth. He was third early on, right? Didn't panic, didn't do nothing dumb. Um, Kitch's starts have been great. Uh, I, I gotta go Kitch. Yeah, I do. I, gotta I think. Go Kitch. Yeah, I mean, of I mean, the three, yeah, the PC bike to me looks the best it's looked in. Yeah, six years. Yeah, you know, they found something last outdoors. You know, it doesn't look yeah. as rigid. Looks good. Yeah, yeah. it looks like really planted and like it's a new chassis. So. Yeah, it seems kind of longer than the other bikes, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, so could be something there, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I still go Jordan just because I have all the faith in Star. Yeah. So right, right, <laughs> man. Jordan, dude. Whenever I think about Jordan Smith, I think just like, man, this dude is like just a good old Southern boy, man. Oh, he's a great dude. So oh, is yeah. RJ. They're, they're, yeah, you know, and their wives are friends too, and mm -hmm. all that. So like, they're they're good friends. They, they wrote for Geico together, right? Forever for uh, they get sketchy together for sure. They do get sketchy oh, together. Shit. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it's going to be a, a great series the rest mm -hmm. of the way for sure. These three guys. So. I'll lean towards Kitch, but I mean, I'm not like I'm saying he's overwhelming favorite to me. Mm -hmm. Like I could see Jordan and RJ winning, obviously, but I'll go Kitch a little bit just because, yeah, I feel like uh, the bike's great and he's on the rise as a rider mm -hmm. and the other guys are older. Maybe they've ceiling, made their ceiling a little bit. Who's a guy Who's a guy that, that you see like in the points right now that hasn't gotten a podium yet that, that is going to get In get 250s? Yeah. Well, Mark Spanks got him in the mud, but he's been really good. Um, I'd like to see Juju on the podium. Really? Yeah. You'd like to see the O'Neill guy? Oh, yeah. Okay. I would love to see Juju on okay. the podium. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I think because March Banks to me can even win a race if the everything falls in line. I yeah, think, I think March so. Banks has speed like to yeah. win a race. Um, but he's on a podium. Joe just got a podium. So the next guy, I mean, Freckles awesome, but I don't see him hitting the box. I don't know about Bourdon. So I uh, mean, yeah, maybe Juju. Yeah. Was I, that the heat this weekend that Mumford was going for? It? He's yeah. been spicy in the heat race. What happened in the main though? Dude, he, uh, he fell must apart. Have, he must have crashed. I don't know. Like, I don't think he crashed. I hear that there's a lot of people sick in the paddock too. Okay. Like uh, so, either he hit his balls or he's sick or something happened. He yeah. didn't look good. Yeah, he went from like fifth to tenth in like Dude, three and then, laps and looked tired. Yeah. He did. So I don't know. Maybe or maybe the bike. Maybe something happened with the bike. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, I thought going in like Shimoda was like my favorite going in. Yeah, and I've just yeah. been disappointed. Yeah, I mean he had the DNF right, so like right. Like I think something's just going on with like the his starts. I guess they're they're working on it, but I mean, Hymas Hymas was getting good starts. Yeah, I mean last Lawrence's. year Lawrence has got good starts. Mm-hmm. Like the bike can grit great starts. I mean yeah. like they have the best technology like with the get ECUs everything. It works for everybody else, but he just hasn't been able to get off the line this yep. year. I don't know. The Shimoda realist makes some very valid points when it comes to Joe. Uh, Parabinos is the Shimoda yeah. realist on our show. And yeah. he, he's he's just said, look, when the pressure's on, Joe hasn't been able to rise to the occasion. When the pressure's off, he starts riding better, but it's too mm-hmm. late. Yeah. And he's got some points with that. So I, I was higher on Joe also coming this year. I thought the sole attention, uh, well, not sole because he's got high miss, but more focused attention on him and that bike that I thought the Lawrence has made really good would be the difference maker. Yeah. And I think I was wrong a little bit. So, yeah. I yeah. Mean, you know, maybe you should have stayed on the Kawasaki. Yeah. Uh, com for more information on the codes to save, whether it's works connection, whether it's, uh, uh, at works connection, guts racing, uh, get data, WUSA, uh, Atlas neck brace as well. Please check it out. OGO power sports, all those guys, pulp 20 for Maxima and pro filter as well. So we, we got codes to save, uh, MTX braking. Love these brake pads. I, did I give you a set? I thought I gave you a set of these last year or two years ago. MTX braking pulp MX is the code to save right now with MTX braking mountain bike, uh, brake pads. I like the red compound. The gold compound is also work really well. Uh, the red's more for e mountain bikes, make your mountain bikes break. Brakes better, more power, better modulation while remaining dead silent. Inspired by motocross and power sports, they're available in over 800 power sports dealers out there. MTXbraking.com. Pulpamex is the code to save. If you if you ride a bicycle, try MTX brakes, everybody. Uh, Rusty's on one. What's up, Rusty? How are you, man? What's happening, boys? What's going on? So, so, so I got this question. Uh, you know, we're always talking about growing the sport, growing the sport, blah, 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 which... You know, no offense to anybody, but I think it's a bunch of bullshit because I think it's a niche sport and it always will be. Thanks, Rusty. I agree with you. I agree. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. So my question, though, is if we are growing the sport, which, again, I think is a bunch of bullshit, when am I going to finally see some outside sponsors? Like, for example, my favorite beverage is Coors Light and the mountains are blue. I'd love to see a Coors Light Yamaha, for example. When am I going to see that? Or, you know, like Marlboro Honda, something cool. I don't know, When bro. am I going to see that? Uh, listen, we, ha- we had Wrangler. We had Levi's. Or, or Sorry, not Levi's. We had Wrangler. We had Coors back in the day. We had... Uh, oh, I know. Yeah. Camel Supercross. Right. Camel Cigarette. We, so we've had these sponsors. We've had Dodge come in for a couple of years with RCH and leave. I mean, JGR... I've said this over and over. JGR has all the, the, the capabilities of getting in any Fortune 500 company out there, and they couldn't fucking sell the race team. I mean, the motocross race team folded up because they had no sponsor. Like, 
You tell me, man. We're just going to ride the energy drinks out till the end of time. Well, that's fine. I mean, they're there. They give us a lot of money. I get it. But something about our sport is not attractive to, like, legitimate Fortune 500 companies. Um, we've seen them come in. Jimmy John's, out. Dodge, in, out. Uh, whether it's the promoter's restrictive um, rules, whether it's the the demographic of our sport, whether it's just... Mo- yeah, like 1% of the population watches the sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like... We're just a niche sport, man. We are what we are. We were on Jay Leno. We were on X Games, all of that. Nothing ever happened. Uh, Just love the sport we're in and realize that we're never going to get any bigger. We're not turning into NASCAR. We're not turning into IndyCar. We're not doing any of that. Do you think it's like something results-based? Like, say, NASCAR. Almost, I mean, all the cars are similar, right? yeah. Is it is it almost where like anyone could win at NASCAR? So they're like, all right, there's always a chance like that one of the cars. Well, that's part of it for sure. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, but I don't know. Closer you, racing. you look at our sport like to to be able to afford an, a dirt bike nowadays, you got to have some income. So you got to be have a good job, or you know, oh yeah. So you got to be, you know, making good money. Mm-hmm. We're younger demographics, so you're up to buying lots of shit and wasting your money. You have a truck because you have a dirt bike for the most part, or a trailer. So you have, you know, you're into that type of world. I don't understand it. Like, I used to tell David Evans, who was a rider agent for a long time and then worked for JGR and still does. He's a really sharp guy. I used to ask him, like, what is going on? And he told me, like, dude, we go in there. We have every report known to man to show you our sport and the, the demo and the ratings and the excitement. And honestly, if you're Verizon, let's say, you could give a NASCAR team a million dollars and get a sticker on the quarter panel, right? Derek, if you got a million dollars from a sponsor, you'd be the mascot. Yeah. You'd be wearing the outfit. Your team truck would be nothing but that sponsor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, every, your bike would be white with red Verizon stick. I mean, the point is, is you could, for your money in our sport, I mean, we got team owners that'll kill a man and hide the body for a million dollars. You know, like, so you get you would get a lot from our sport if you gave me a million dollars. But, dude, I'm with you, Rusty. Like, I talk to people. I talk to agents. I talk to teams. I don't know, man. They don't yeah. see us. In, uh, they don't see us having value. I feel like uh, it only works whenever you have maybe like an outside sponsor or something like that. Someone high up that really is like a core yeah of course guys, no that always right? helps no no for you sure know. but but why can't why do we need that why can't we keep dodge and jimmy johns and well i think they know? come and i think they come and go before they see the return but I like, like well mcgrath brought in bud light why can't we get coors light way better beer rusty's really st- stuck on course <laughs> goddamn coors light's good <laughs> well mc was kind of like a different animal because he got into the mainstream like who, a little bit. Yeah. The king. Who's getting into the mainstream yeah. now? Like right. Well, Jet closest guy. Well, yeah, Jet. Jet can. Kenny. But, right. I don't get me started on the Jet train. Uh, I'm with you, Rusty. Look, man, I'm a pessimistic. Uh, uh, you know, I don't look. Do, would I love it to get, grow? Sure. Maybe I could make Pat McAfee money as a, an internet rabble rouser if the sport grew. <laughs> you know, so it'd be good for me. So I'm not. I, I mean, oh, yeah. I don't have a dog in the fight. It would be great if the thing grew a little bit. I'd get more money and yeah. have taller mm-hmm. ceilings. But like, it ain't gonna happen. Like, I don't know. I just, yeah, it ain't gonna happen. You know? Right. So, hey, Steve, well, yeah. I got you on the phone. Can I get? I got one small race tech rant of sorts. I just want to get this out of the way. Sure. It drives me banana sandwich. 
you know, when you're talking to JT or talking about Western Park Source, whatever it is, and you talk about my hometown, it's uh, Boise, Idaho. There's no Z in it. I, I don't know. Just I was just hoping you could maybe a, make Boise. an adjustment there, if you so don't I mind. Say, I say Boise, then, is what you're saying, Boise, and it's Boise. Yeah, there's no Z anywhere right. in it. It's B Boise. Okay. Idaho people actually take that very seriously, the the Boise. Yeah, well, that's how you can tell, like, if you meet someone around town and they say something Boise, you're like, my, my immediate reaction is, oh, you're not from here, are you? And like, oh, how'd you know? <laughs> well, you're not saying Boise. the fucking t- town yeah, name, right? Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, I'll try. <laughs> I'll try, Rusty. Yeah. I appreciate it, Steve. Thanks, Happy buddy. Night, Thank you for calling in. Appreciate it. Thank you. It's like Sam in Louisville. Do you think he knew yeah. that was a drop? Yeah, he did. Oh, okay. Uh... Seamless, what, what, what does Sam seamless say? work there? I say, I mean, uh, well, no, we say Louisville. It's Everybody's Louisville. like, no, it's Louisville. I'm like, no, Louisville. No, it's Louisville. No. Louisville. Louisville. And Sam gets mad, or Sam? What's it? No, no not, she's just from Louisville. Yeah, yeah but what, so what does she say? She says Louisville. Yeah. Everybody, no, everybody, what you're saying is no different to me. It sounds the same. Like, no, everybody tries to spruce a, it up and say Louisville. Yeah, like, like, no, fuck off. Oh, well, I got Louisville. a Louisville slugger. Yeah. No, you don't. You got a Louisville slugger. Oh, yeah. Do you call it oil or oil? The oil. All right, okay. Dark's old YZ is on line three. Dark's old YZ. Um, sad Yo. that he sold it. Sad that he sold it. Yeah. By the way, Rusty wouldn't have liked that Bud Light. He made a couple cracks at Bud Light and everything. So. Rusty can get fucked, dude. Okay. Boise, how do you like that? <laughs> Fuck off. What's up, buddy? How are you? Dark's old YZ. What's up? Uh, doing good, doing good, brother. Enjoying the enjoying the YZ, man. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, uh, the guy put four hours on it and then sold it, so I'm sure it's in great condition. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm sure we have some uh, we have some property in Darkside Shop there for sure. Yeah. If we ever need to get a loan, we can we can get it against the shop. I'm sure. Yeah, I uh, Darkside put his uh, his shop was on Instagram. Mm-hmm. He was riding a, some kid around on a bike, and I was like, I own half that shop because I bought this fucking piece of shit project bike so he could afford that uh-huh. shop so he could finish the shop. And then some guy said, your ego wouldn't even fit in there. And I like, that's a good comment. That's a great comment. So, anyways. You in the market for any more YZs? I got some bikes for sale. Uh, you, got, you got them stored up? Oh, yeah, dude. They're just collecting dust. What do you got? Hey, dude, I'm, I actually, a West, I'm actually a West Tennessee guy, man. I'm a, I'm a big A-Ray fan. And oh, hell nice. yeah. I like that. We're, we're at West Tennessee. Oh, here we go. Dude, I'm from, like, southwest tennessee fake county area but okay dude i drive by the the pawn shop in old mylan all the time oh my god hey that's mine and Derek's stomping grounds right there yeah over there by the railroad tracks baby yeah there's a hell yeah there's a buffet there in town good catfish yeah it's called higgs they got some great catfish oh yeah catfish buffet oh they got hush puppies they got dude they got it all brother is this a ray in the pink jt gear days Oh yeah, eating that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that and Chinese food. Me and my dad. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, A Ray was uh, famous for smashing some cheeseburgers at the concession. Yeah, stand. he missed his moto, missed right? Moto. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you missed your motos because you're eating cheeseburgers. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ever like doing anything crazy. I was just at the concession stand fucking eating because I was fat. <laughs> 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 yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but oh, West Tennessee. I got a real man, question. Awesome okay, country. go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, man. Caller. Uh, so. Watching Supercross Saturday, owning the owning the ponytail bike. I'm a I'm always on the look for the next guy we uh-huh. can hook up, you know. Yeah. And watching the race, I think Billy Leninovich, man, we could we can cut his ponytail. You can really upgrade his life. Yeah. Yeah, he's he got can, some he hair. Maybe he does he have get some a good hair. ride, you know. Some yeah. more main event. It is next quite year. quite the main. Look at the the length and the girth on that thing. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's also the guy who made the main in Detroit. Um, forget his name now. Hair everywhere. Uh, mm. You guys don't remember? 250 class? Yeah, 250 class. Stitzer? No, hold on. St. Cyr? I'll figure it. No, St. Cyr. He's an O'Neill. Okay, thanks, everybody. Uh, Carol. Oh, oh, yeah. Brighton Carroll. Brighton yeah. Carroll. Yeah. He needs a haircut too. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that. That's got to stop as well. So, um, yeah, but no. Um, if we could get Billy to put that thing in a ponytail, cut it up. That's a legendary yeah. ponytail, yeah. right? Maybe there. we'll buy him a bike. I mean, B- big whips from that ponytail. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I watch Billy a little bit here and there, and like he's obviously getting up there in age. He can't. He's not quite as many as whips as I remember. That dude could go upside oh, down. Yeah. yeah, he could. And I feel like just getting a little older, Billy can't quite get upside down anymore. It's like uh, Vince Neil can't quite hit, hit all the notes. Yeah, Vince Neil sucks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, thanks, bu- well, thanks, buddy. Thanks for calling. Yeah, see you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, all right. Hey, by the way, uh, Pulpamex LCQ race still still happening. Denver, Friday in Denver. And uh, we're taking the top riders. Uh, Josh Cartwright is leading the points right now. P1. P1 yeah. right now. So congratulations to that. Mad Parts Cali yeah, team. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, and uh, so we're going to give away a YZ450F and like 20 other cool prizes. Uh, just simply uh, go to pulpamex.com, buy a raffle ticket, 30 bucks. Uh, right, Marks? 30 bucks? Yeah. You're like a yes, privateer correct. Jesus. Yeah. And, uh, privateer Jesus. Yeah, yeah, you do, how money. many people do you do for that? 22? 22 riders. Okay. Yeah. I think Bubba's like P6. Is he? Like yeah. Well, P6, listen, P6. we're uh, uh, Cartwright won 36,000 last year, 34,000. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So we're doing it again. All the money goes to privateers, everybody. Buy a raffle ticket, pulpmex.com. Uh, Friday, Denver. We're going to have a race again. Looking forward to it. Really stoked to do that. And maybe you win a dirt bike or some other cool prizes. That's why yeah. he's not motivated. He doesn't got all the money in the bank account. Uh, no, dude. Shit. Well, yeah. I, d- I watched that race back not too long ago because oh. uh, that was like the most footage I could find of Fred. Oh, yeah. Because I was trying to like, okay, let's see how I can tame this. Oh, yeah. Freddie threw yeah, away. Oh, my God. I remember that. Left, dude. <laughs> yep. just, just, <laughs> I just got to go. Yeah. Yeah. Poor yeah. Freddie threw away that money. Yeah. Uh, so please check it out. LCQ uh, Challenge Race uh, on uh, pulpamex.com. To buy a ticket, support some privateers. We really appreciate it. Uh, Ross Blankenship coming up here shortly. Uh, let's do the motorsport.com tweet at talent segment, shall we? Let's do this. No, that's my mom. It's the motorsport.com tweets at talent segment. No. All right, motorsport.com. Great guys, great prices. Whether it is uh, uh, Michelin, whether it's Fly Racing, whether it's O'Neill, yeah. even motorsport.com's got a great prices uh, going on for that. And uh, go through the banner on pulpamex.com to help, uh, help us out. They got a bunch of gearheads there. Most of them are dedicated. Most of them. That dude over there is slinging Mark's so much a, uh, Our talent, I should say. Talent got a, a listener who recognized them and said I should give him a race. I don't <laughs> know what it bought- is. I'll, I'll go weeks without not one call like knowing me from pulp and then i'll get 10 people in one day like every call will be like oh are you talent from pulp really yeah oh wow. yeah <laughs> talent talent uh, taylor motorsport gearhead you enjoy that job you like it like it's good yeah it's fun it's busy like during the holidays it was super busy yeah. so that was, was kind of stressful like, yeah just not having time between calls like you're literally one into the next but on a normal week it's it's pretty fun and and um you're just sitting at a desk you got your computer. Yeah, yeah wherever. Cool. I'm just at home, so I'm yeah, just yeah, yeah. like on my yeah on my table. Right. His setup's. Pretty Can you cool. leave the table? Um, it depends how busy we are. Okay. I mean, the That's sound comes through your headset, so I mean, yeah, if you want to go grab a snack or water or whatever, you right. usually can. Okay. 
What do you have a TV in front of you? Are you watching TV sometimes? Do you have a t- like is that No, you- it's same as here so like the TV's behind oh, okay. me. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Motorsport.com. Uh we're celebrating. Let me go in here. Yeah, just go ahead. Take your twenty fifth anniversary it. for motorsport. So you spend seventy nine dollars, you get ten dollar fast cash. Spend one fifty, you get twenty five. Oh, Marks, you see that? It's good. Good deal. Well, good that's, deal. Look at the gearhead doing his job, though. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. We love to see it. Mm-hmm. Love to see it. All right, these these uh, tweets are submitted to at Pulp Show. We got a bunch for uh, Derek here, mm-hmm. and uh, Talent picks the best ones, and uh, and we try to get the answers that we need. Here we go. All right, from Darkside MX3 for Jericho. Where does Friday Night's Tool concert rank, ranking on your all-time list? Um, he's gonna be disappointed. Um, it's. I mean, it was, it was a sick show. I'm not a huge Tool guy, so I you're mean, not a huge Tool. <laughs> yeah, not like Darkside. <laughs> uh, so I mean, I put it in the top ten, but. It's it's not it's not making the podium. I'm sure it's probably up there for for him though. <laughs> uh, Randy, Randy is radical for everyone. What percentage of a rider's success and or failure does a team manager account for? Lars, for example, and what are main duties of a team manager? They're they're not like a sports coach, you know. Everybody kind of looks at it that way. Like Jay Bone should be fired. I heard that a bunch, right? Yeah. Um, it's not right, Derek. I mean, no. explain it a little bit. I mean, uh, you're, you know, you're working with riders, but like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it all depends on the team and what how they have it set up. But you know, I would say, you know, go back to Rocky Mountain KTM days with Burner. Um, it, it was a smaller team, so it was a lot of work directly with the riders but also you know he's booking flights hotels pretty much babysitting all the logistics uh, of that you know yeah if, if he's the hr department you know he's everything yeah. um, i mean you can certainly like work with the rider and help him and yeah. point out lines and you know but at the end of the day it's such an individual sport like yeah that- like i believe brooks gets a lot out of riders i've seen it i was on his team you watch him kenny loves him he gets a lot of it as riders you yeah. know, th- I think he makes a small one percent difference or whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. but many of these guys don't, and yeah. that's yeah. Fine. No, and I mean, even for me, like the three guys I'm working with this year, it's it's almost like I think uh, people are like thinking that it's me in their ear or whatever, and like that's it, just going to make the biggest difference in the world. You know, yeah. like Freddie's going to go from being a P18 guy to a P12 guy, and it's like, yeah. dude. I'm just making sure the guy's safe. Yeah. And then making the changes he wants. Yeah. And, yeah it's yeah. all it all that everything on track, that's completely up to them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, I feel like too like there's a lot of stuff that people don't see that that team managers have to do as well. Like they have to do inventory on parts, they have to order parts, they have to babysit, you know, if like two mechanics are fucking button heads, they got to like clear that up, you know, like like you said booking flights um I guess maybe budgeting too a little bit. Yeah, like, you know, budgeting and uh, you know, going back and forth with the sponsors, you know, all those relationships, yeah. you know, it's 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 a lot yeah. for sure. Yeah. And on on race day, I mean, they're making sure like the truck driver somebody's filming and then coming back and then they're, you know, doing all the dartfish bullshit yeah. and everything like right. that. Yeah. But it's not like, you know, in other sports, you know, the yeah. head, the head coach is it's, that's not how it is. Nope. All right. All right, from Kiefer's left shoe, 
Uh, any chance you start posting what time guests are expected to call in? I'm an archive listener, but I occasionally want to call in. Knowing what time they're expecting will help me call in. I don't know. He was just running on. Yeah, I don't. I mean, you can pretty much go. I mean, if you listen to the show, you can see it's like 5.30, 6, like every 30 minutes, right, is we have a guest on. So I don't. I don't, I don't know. If, if we do that, Marks, then people will just... Yeah, I mean, not only that, uh, but we do put the rundown on the top of the YouTube feed. Yeah, true. Uh, so, yeah, typically we do it every... Like, 5.30 is the first guest, and yeah. 6 is probably the second one. So if you look at the rundown on the YouTube feed, yeah. you can pretty well estimate where people will be. There you go. So, yeah, a little effort will go a long way for you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or call in at 5 and ask me, and I'll tell you. Or call in at 5 and ask good town. Just kidding. Don't do that. No, do it. Uh, from Blackwater Stout, uh, Steve, credit to Lewis for this topic, but if I had to immediately throw out one of the top seven 450 riders, which one would you choose? Throw out? What, is it, what does that mean? You got to lose one contender. Just get rid of oh, one of them. Uh, well, I said it on the review show, Tomac. Uh, he's seventh at the points. He's got six guys to jump. I've seen not much from him to make me think he can straight up beat Jet. Or Chase, or Jason, or or Webb, and I'm thinking he can't really beat Roxon. So, like, he's going to win a race and podium. Sure, I'll, 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 you know, I'm not saying that. But if I had to pick a guy out of the top seven, I'll pick the seventh place guy. Yeah, I think I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. No, I mean it makes sense. He's the furthest back, right? So, yeah. Yeah. You know, he has the least chance right now. Yeah. I mean, it's tight, but still, yeah. It's crazy that we're saying that about Tomac. I know, but look, man, the tides change. Everybody gets older. Father Time is undefeated, and he had a bad injury, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. Yeah. It's only round six. Uh-uh. <laughs> but we're almost halfway. So if you want to look at it that way. Yeah. But no. Oh, the championship okay. starts at Daytona. Oh, yeah, that's what I heard, right. Yeah. All right. Uh, for, let me see. Uh, Eric Nichols, any truths to uh, rumors that Club Mex only running four gears on their bikes? No, I don't think so. I didn't hear that. I haven't heard yeah, anything I, I about mean, it. Uh-huh. They're not getting, they're not paying to have transmissions. They're not getting factory stuff that I know of. So, yeah, I yeah. mean, from Jimmy G for Derek, give us your best sketchy A Ray story and how many times did you almost see him get killed on a bike? No, I almost died in his arms. We are, yeah, yeah, about yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be the sketchiest moment. I'd say, like he literally, like it was. It would have been so weird if he did die because it would have been me, Taft, and Buddy Antonez. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just holding him. Fuck. Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah, I'm man. ready. Yeah, it was Yeah, bad day. Yeah, yeah, it was gnarly. Uh, slow ride 858. A-Ray, as a former rider at Hel- HEP, is it wild to see them winning 450 main events, or did you always think that group had the potential to reach a podium? Well, the... Uh, I don't know. Like... I knew that the team was going to stay around, um, and I think having Chiz on the team at that point in time um, helped helped them. Um, you know, at that point in time, because like there was some stuff on the bike that definitely needed to be changed, and Chiz wasn't scared to voice his own opinion, um, and that was at the beginning. But yeah, I mean they had they had great backing then and they still have great back even way better backing now. Um the bikes then are were a lot different than they are now. I I will say that for sure. Yeah. But uh but no, like I mean they're a great group of people. Um, you know, I mean the bikes even then, I mean that was my best year in Supercross and it was on a Suzuki. I loved that motorcycle. It it 
It was one of my favorite ones. Uh, from Sterling R214, Jericho, how has married real life, real job life changed A-Ray? Um, I mean, he's just kind of uh, quieter, I guess. I mean, yeah. I, we don't really talk that much, really. No, you're just busy. I remember I, like, I, I put his headset on, I think, at one of the Anaheim races. I'm like, oh, look at me. I'm Derek. I'm in the mechan- or manager's tower. Ugh. He's like, shut the fuck up. I'm working. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. That's the, you know, the manager's tower, that's the people that run the sport, dude. So, yeah. You know. yeah. Imagine. Are if- you on these manager calls with Feld? Yeah, dude. What's Damn. that like? I mean. I can't so, even imagine some of the things that get said in there. <laughs> no, I mean. It's always like a little back and forth between some people. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's good entertainment. Yeah. I don't speak up too much. I don't I, have I've too heard, much I've, to say. I've heard my show comes up in there once in a while. Not since I've been in there. Okay, yeah. yeah. I've only been doing them since the yeah, Star Supercross. Right, right. I mean, okay. I could see that. Yeah, for sure. Um, from the producer, 451, A-Ray, what is the least significant, funniest accolade that someone has used to try to get free gear? For example, I won my local 65 class championship in 07 without winning a race and mentioned it on every discount application I've ever filled out. Mm, yeah, resumes. Uh, yeah, no, like, I mean, you know, sponsorships are part of the, the, the deal with O'Neill. Um, and, yeah, some people just only want free shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're just like. Like they won't take the discount? No, they, just... they, 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 no they're just like, so you're not going to give me free stuff? <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, no, sorry. You know, yeah. budget's full. Yeah. What's the craziest thing on a resume you've seen, though? Oh, dude, I get videos all day. Like, I mean, it's not even resumes. Like, it's just like clips. Like, it's like. <laughs> of me ri- of dudes no, riding? Oh, no, yeah. Like, like kids on mountain bikes with like the gnarliest music of them just like doing like a five foot jump I, I think it's awesome i love it i love it i love everything that people send me um i do take the time i look at all of it yeah and it's awesome yeah do you guys have a, a room at o'neill like with all the old gear like old 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 gear do you have any new old stuff like in bags uh, and stuff like dubok era Holly uh, we era? have we have like some old boots we have some old helmets uh some jerseys and stuff like i mean we have timmy's jerseys yeah, we have but, you know i like, meant in the 80s though do you have that stuff anywhere I'm sure Jim does yeah, somewhere. Yeah, right. yeah, but um not not too right. much. Okay. Yeah. I have a question. If someone were to send in, say, a video of them doing an endo in the dunes over a really big booter, yeah. what I would, would that, love it. What would that get them? That would get them that, that would what that a, would just go wonders. Yeah. What about a backflip at Pastronas? I feel like that's that would probably, the ride vibes. I, I right? think the I, think I was the, wearing O'Neill during the endo. So. I think the half front flip would, would really oh, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, I love that video. All right, noted. Should we play it? Can we play it? I don't have it handy. Oh. Who sells more gear, Buttery or Ferrandis? That's tough. I'm going to say Buttery. Yeah, I'd probably go that I saw too. a guy at the airport. He had a Buttery shirt on. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, no I mean, they're crushing it. Hold on. Uh, Jamie's calling. I'm not familiar. Uh, motorsport.com. Please check them out if you can. Um, Derek, real quickly. Mm-hmm. Wrestling trivia. Are you ready? Yes, man. 1999, WrestleMania 98, sorry. Who won the WWF title? In 98? Yeah, Boston. Boston was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Who did he beat? Shawn Michaels. Mike Tyson was a special guest enforcer. Uh, dude, like, what the f- Okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Who, who won WrestleMania 2000, Anaheim, fatal four-way for WWF title? Um, so it was Mick Foley versus The Rock versus Big Show. 
versus was Steve Austin in that one? No. Damn, man, oh, I'm good at that one. You got three of the four. That's though. a crappiest WrestleMania. Uh, Triple H. Triple H. Yeah. Uh, Who won? I want to say The Rock. Triple H won. Oh. Who won Safeco WrestleMania uh, 03? The WWE Championship? Yeah. Brock Lesnar? Who did he beat? Kurt Angle. Uh, who did the who did uh, who did who did uh, Hulk Hogan beat? Which time? In '98, <laughs> that same year, 03. So, oh, 03. So, um, 03. 03, that was him and Vince McMahon. Yeah, he beat Vince McMahon. Yeah, I don't know if we're allowed to say Vince McMahon anymore. Oh god. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go further back, everybody. I'm gonna go 92. Who's your dome in Indianapolis? Mm-hmm. Who won the title? That's like. That's pre Derek, right? Like yeah, ninety two. So okay. Well, no, well, but that's WrestleMania. Hoosier Dome was WrestleMania seven, eight, eight. Was it Psycho Sid? No. Hulk Hogan defeated Psycho Sid um, by a DQ, but the title was Macho Man over Ric Flair. Uh, oh yeah, Flair was at that one because he won the Rumble that year. Yep. Of course he did. He won the Rumble that year, eh? Right? Damn. All right. Well, Flair was only in WWF for a very short time. All right. Houston, 01. Bro, I'm fucking mind blown at this shit. Who did The Undertaker beat? Houston, 2001. Yep. WrestleMania. 17. Um, (laughs) He's like. (laughs) Undertaker's match. I think that was against Triple H. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. These are stressful. I feel like I feel like this I, is crazy. Bro, this is this it's, is it's beautiful mind stuff. It's like Russell Crowe, beautiful it mind. It might be autism. Dude. Like like this guy has a girlfriend. Like, fuck. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. One more. Right. Madison Square Garden, 04. WrestleMania 20. World heavyweight title. Yep. Go. The winner? Yeah. World Heavyweight Championship that night was Chris Benoit. And who did he beat? Chris Benoit. It wasn't. It, was it Brock Lesnar? No. No. Brock Lesnar fought Goldberg that night. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Okay, Rain Man. Yes. Goldberg defeated Lesnar. Steve Austin was a referee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. I don't. Know. I don't even know what to say right now. Like this is was it Triple H? Yeah, he beat Triple H and Shawn Michaels because Eddie Guerrero won the WWE Championship that same night. Cool man. Oh, HBK was cool, man. <laughs> All right, it's unbelievable. Yikes! Uh, you know it's fake, right? It's predetermined, buddy. Oh, <laughs> my bad. You can't fake fall off a ladder, <laughs> dude. Is it? A, is it? A, is it? A, What's the fucking uh, a shoot or a work? What's the difference? Weege always uh, says that. Uh, yeah. So a shoot is like. Is real? But yeah. Like if I shoot punch you, like it's a real punch. If I work punch you, you know, it's back a little. Okay. Yeah. So what's fake? The work? Yeah. The, the work, work is fake. Yeah. Shoot is like it's. Yeah. 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 If it's a shoot. All yeah. Right. Let's get to the caller one here. Here we go. <laughs> David Bradshaw's bike. I just fucked up. Mr. Guida. What's up, Steve? Hey, Ray. How we Jericho? doing? Let's, so, uh, 
Let's just before we get too far into this. Let's before we get too far into this. Oh shit! What's up? Things are getting heated with you and Veronica. (laughs) Heated? Like we're fighting? No, no, no. The love is in the air. It's getting serious, man. It's getting good, dude. Just think about all the things that you've done for. Who's going to be your best man? Who's going to be your best man? Heather Keeper. No, she could be your best man, (laughs) Lewis. Lewis? <laughs> no, Heather Kiefer, she set this whole thing up. Yeah, but she can't, yeah, be, best, like she can't be best man. Mm-mm. Who says? Well, you, uh, you're telling her? I mean, how, I mean who, who says? The wedding tradition says. It's 2024. Well, if I'm not your best man, that's fucked. <laughs> okay? Damn. I've you're been, fucked. I've been there for you. I've stood up for you. I've protected you. I've sheltered you. Oh. And sure. And now yeah. I get shit on yeah. for being best man. Well, let's, uh, we're, we're a little early for that these days. I mean, we're like five weeks in, man. All right. Well, he's in love, everybody. It's good to see. Uh, <laughs> okay. It was I, a good. It was a good weekend. We were other worried than, there for a bit. Like, well, what was Dark going to find love or no? Like, Yeah, because his other chick and him, it was rocky. Mm. It was up. It was down. Lots of drama, you know? Oh, yeah. He needed to get out of that. He needed oh. to break free of that. He did, thankfully. And now he needs to move to California. Ooh. You think so? Yep. Damn. That's a rough one. Yeah, Ren ain't cheap, dog. Can I get a SoCal <laughs> hole? <laughs> we're a little ways away from me moving to California, but uh, things are good, man. It was a good weekend for sure. Wow. I mean, yeah. started off with Tool. Jerica, I, I missed the call because I just got back to Texas, but uh, killer concert. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I've been over here listening to what Derek has to say about the music that you listen to, Dark Side, and I'm, I'm, t- I'm I don't know if, if uh, old Derek here is on your side. Like, what do you mean? I don't know. He just thinks that you know, you, I, I, you're a little jock rockish. You I know? made a Quiet Riot joke earlier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't listen to Quiet Riot. That's Steve's. That's more Steve's. But I don't listen to as much heavy. Dude, you are nowhere Jericho. near Jericho's level. You nowhere <laughs> no. near. He. He is hardcore, and you are. I have a photo of Derek yeah. in my phone of blood all over his, like pig blood all over his face what? in a mosh pit, I think. From Guar, probably. Pig yeah. blood? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. they threw it on you? Well, it's not pig's blood. It's just, I don't even know what it is. But yeah, it, well, yeah, they squirt, so they, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. They just squirt it all over the yeah, fence. Yeah, bile, you know, alien uh, you know, yeah. See, I like, like how it's happened so many times. He doesn't know where the and like dark. You're was. not doing that. You're not getting that done. I mean, I, yeah, I'm probably not going to go see Gore. Yeah, I mean, that's what I mean. I mean. I'm not going to say I wouldn't go see Gore, but it wouldn't be like my first choice. No, dude, you act like you're metal. But, you ain't metal. I gotta find this. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm definitely not as hardcore. No. Gore's rolling I mean, through town I, on a Tuesday. You gotta go. You know? Yeah, I, I love me some Lamb of God, but yes, he listens to a lot of stuff that I don't even know what it is. No, dude, he's yeah, he's, yeah. he's too far but, gone. But Tool on Friday was yes, it was awesome for sure. It was somebody asked me earlier if it was like, oh, it was you. He asked me right. What? Dark Side was the one that tweeted or something. Oh yeah, yeah, I sent it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, my yeah. Tweet. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I put it in the top ten. I didn't put it. It didn't make the podium, but it was up there. Oh wow. That's impressive. I mean, but you, yeah, I don't know. Tool's by far the best show I've ever seen. Yeah, you're a bigger tool guy than me, though. Like, I'm not that's like true. you're a bigger tool. We, we could, yeah, we could make a joke out of that. <laughs> uh, that's a, that's a drop. Uh, uh, yeah, good stuff. Good weekend. But uh, yeah, Amber was actually she thought I overhyped Tool until she saw it. But halfway through, she said, "Wow, this is like the best thing I've ever seen." 
Thought yeah. we were just calling her Veronica. Now we're gonna just drop. Yeah, she. It's we'll keep her blue. That. Okay. So he, whenever you were saying Veronica, I remember him texting me Amber, and I was I didn't want to be like blow him out if it like was like a different chick. He's like, yeah. oh, like yeah. A Ray in Finland. Oh yeah. <laughs> I needed help. Bad. I had two chicks. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. Kiefer screwed that up. So. Okay. All right. Yeah. Amber. Then things are getting serious with Amber. Does Bubba ever say anything about that? About what? Finland? No. Oh, okay. Um, all right. What What? Uh, what do you think of Glendale, Mr. Side? Uh, it was good. I mean, it, yeah, it was good racing. I enjoyed it. Good night. I think the racing this year's this whole season has just been compelling is the word I'll be using. Mm. Mm. Big words now for Mr. Side. Compelling. I mean, yeah. You look at the – just look at the points from first to seventh. How yeah. tight that is! It's, yeah, it's pretty, pretty incredible. Yeah, it's great. What are you doing on your weekend off? Uh, I will be at the GNCC at the Yamaha Off Road Intro, and then racing GNCC Look at this in guy. South Carolina. Yeah. I, leave, I leave in the, I just landed from Arizona a few minutes ago, and I leave for Carolina in the morning. Dude, look at this guy, <laughs> moto journalist, just yeah. spanning the globe. Yeah. What's the next Supercross you're coming to? Uh, Arlington, home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why are you guys yeah, gonna be, hang? I don't know. I'll find a show. Okay. Or something. All right. Jericho's so. gonna find a show. I didn't know about Tool until what was it? I texted you like Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. Put the, yep. I found the photo of him. Yeah. What photo of who? Derek. Oh, of the blood. Yeah. We got it. We can get yeah. it up on the screen. So, yeah. Can you oh. put it up on the screen? Well, not. You want me to put it on that one? I don't know if I can. I'll just put it on YouTube. Yeah, put it on YouTube. I'll put it on YouTube. All right. Here's here's the. Here's give the me, well, give me a minute. Yeah, okay. Me a minute. Stay tuned to the YouTube okay. feed to see Jericho, aka Rankin, the picture <laughs> with, the, with the guar blood awesome. on his face. So this is just fucking guar. Let's see. Let me see. That's awesome. That was in Tulsa. Yeah. Tulsa. Yeah. Yeah. How about this guy's wrestling knowledge, Mr. Side? It's phenomenal. It's it's impressive. It, it really is. He's seen so many matches through his life. I can't believe that he can keep them straight like no. that. That's unreal. That's like your knowledge of Moto. Uh, we Bro. did a we did do a trivia contest between Weege and Derek years ago. Yeah. Derek came yep. up on top. You know, it was Weege was happy to lose to Derek. He felt no shame in that. It was pretty close. It was close. Though. It was yeah. real close. Yeah. 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 What do you do on Monday yeah, nights? Do you watch Pulp or do you watch Monday Night Raw? I usually watch Raw. So. I'm you know, yeah. No spoilers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'm. I don't doubt it. So I mean, I used to live with a guy in a motorhome. Like yeah. Monday night, we're watching Raw. Yeah, yeah. no, that's yeah. How, that's how we what roll. What sucks is like being back at the races now because SmackDown's on Friday, mm. and it's like trying to get back to the hotel to to watch, watch Smackdown. Smackdown. Yeah. yeah, it comes yeah. on, you know, like seven o'clock, so it's pretty hard to get back to that early. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. Do you guys do team dinners? Uh, we have been, yeah. Mm. Uh, just kind of mm. depending on what it, I didn't this weekend. We had a big team dinner. We had a sponsor event with oh. uh, Brothers Jerky. Okay, and uh, you know they took us out for dinner afterward. But I had to dip to go to Tool. <laughs> so, to tool, yeah. yeah. Priorities. Yeah. I was like, hey, see you guys. Did you see Mr. Side at the Tool or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys did. So see, yeah. that's he stole my seat. <laughs> I did. Uh, he's not. Yeah, we got to you got to get the Seat Geek app, Jamie, because uh, that was a little rough. Well, I got it, but then you had my seats. Yeah, we we picked the same seats, and you got them somehow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. He was – so I told him, I said, hey, get a hold of me before you buy seats. Yeah. So I'll, you know, figure it out. And uh, he told me, and I was like, I'll go ahead, and I'll get my seats separate. And 
he was still like trying to get his seats or something. Yeah, I'm like not, texting him. He's, he's not like, real good with electronics. He's like, oh, I'm waiting to get confirmation that I got. The, and I'm like, what do you mean confirmation? Yeah, that's, that's not how it works. <laughs> you buy the tickets. Yeah. No, there's because there are other people who own those tickets. And so we have to later give you a message that says we'll contact the seller and let you know as soon as they confirm. And yeah, then every that's... time I did that, it would say oh, these tickets have basically been sold already. Yeah, so then not... I, I did it like four times. This is the same guy that was in France, and he was got sent oh, some money, stop it. and he Jesus didn't Jesus. click the right button to get the money instant <laughs> transferred. And then his friend had to rescue him. You yeah, know? yeah. I ain't got so, no room to talk. I clicked that I was a convicted felon trying to get my visa to what? Melbourne. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. No, I did. I did. I can't Like talk. on the visa, on the athlete on the vi- visa thing? Yeah, on the athlete visa thing, I got denied. Yeah. I, I missed my first flight. <laughs> Because yeah. you said oh, you're, a convicted, you're a convicted felon. Yeah, yeah. this is a trick question. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Super trick question. Are you a convicted felon? Ah, oh, fuck, man. Well, no, no. Okay. Trying to trick me. Well, they give me they give me three like three questions with the yes at the top. Yeah. And then like, are you a convicted felon? And like, I don't know. They like switched it up on me, so I was just I, just, I hit yes. I don't know. It's fucked up. <laughs> It's like the driver's license test. Yeah, yeah. that seems really fucked up, eh, right? Yeah, yeah no. trying to trick you. <laughs> Bro, talk about a damn nightmare. Uh, oh. All right, anything else, Mr. Side? Nah, I was just, just calling in real quick to talk about Tool. Right. I thought he wasn't calling in anymore. Like, I he, thought this he, was... Yeah, he doesn't usually, but when it's Tool and Rankin, it's yeah, a special so. occasion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, very... I mean, A-Ray in studio, how could I not? Yeah, see? There you there go. go. Yeah. All right, buddy, thank you. Enjoy the ride. All right, see, see you. you. That's uh, Dark Side, everybody. All right, next question. Here we go. Uh, Jericho, do you know Sean Davari? The wrestler? He's like a trainer, I guess. It's like a wrestling trainer? Yeah. yeah know. I mean, I know Davari. I know that name, yeah. Uh, my baby mama used to laser him, so she's seen a lot of him. <laughs> but she said she can get you tickets any city to WWE. Oh, yeah? All right. Well, Damn. She struck up a relationship with this gentleman at, after lasering, lasering him? I don't really want to know how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, and there yeah. you go. Tickets for any season. All I know is we can go to WWE. You're going to meet Stone Cold. I, I, free tickets. <laughs> have you ever got laser hair removal? No. Fuck, it hurts so bad. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Hurts so bad. Uh, Sportingwood 303 for A-Ray. Now that you've had some time off, how have, have any lingering injuries been able to heal? How does your body feel now that you've had some time to relax and not destroy it? No, I mean, I feel fine. Um, my back hurts a little bit more now just because i sit at a desk all day but other than that no hell no i'm good you know uh-huh. see i was i'm trying to get some knee pads because i don't need my knee braces anymore because my knees are fine so. evs will get you some sounds gay yeah just one knee pads uh from revy riders how long does the deal with feld in utah last till they can have a final somewhere else i don't know hmm. uh all right jericho uh oh nine houston 25th anniversary of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. WWE Championship match. Um, Cena versus Big Show versus Edge. Nope. WWE Championship? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That was Triple H versus Randy Orton. Yep. <laughs> but you, were, you you got the heavyweight championship, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the difference? Uh, one's Heavy- the World Heavyweight Championship. The other's the WWE Championship. One's basically the Monday Night Raw title. The other one's the SmackDown title. So whenever Derek was my mechanic, like he was thinking about like quitting mechanic work and going to join the wrestling. What is it like a circus? 
Um, or like whatever okay, it's called. Okay, I mean, it's just biggest circus is the, Supercross. The next year, University of Phoenix, uh, who won the no count out, no DQ retirement match? Uh, Undertaker? Yeah. Who'd he beat? Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Shawn Michaels retirement match. Yeah. So that was Glendale. Yeah. And I told the guys this weekend, which I've told everybody, I'm pretty sure I told yeah. Hayray when told we raced there, too. Chris yeah. Jericho. Bogle, you told Bogle. He retained the World Heavyweight Championship in that building. Yep. Very special. Pretty so cool building. The, what race What race did we do? And in, in, was it Boston? Or what? what's the one up there? <laughs> Shit. Like what, the, the stadium that we raced in, was it? Foxborough? Foxborough. Yeah. What happened there? Nothing. No? What was the stadium like on the East Coast that we went to and you're like, right here? That was MetLife because oh, I Met went Life. to WrestleMania at MetLife. MetLife. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're walking out on the start, yeah. like, you know, like just for yeah. track walk or whatever. He's like, right here. <laughs> this, is where, this is where it happened. I'm like, fucking chill out, dude. Yeah, Hide your boner. Yeah, like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> dude. All right, next question. Uh, snowboard from Sugar Balls. Derek, who is your top three favorite wrestlers, and what would be your entrance song if you were a wrestler? Uh, I got your top two. I got your top two. Jericho, Stone Cold. Yeah, Jericho, Stone Cold, CM Punk. Okay. Yeah. Entrance song? Uh, Probably Ride the Lightning by Metallica. All right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're not old enough to be like Macho Man and Steamboat and those dudes that I remember. Yeah, I mean, I know about them, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I've... Went back and watched all that stuff, but I wasn't alive for it. So, like me going back to watch like Bob Hanna. Yeah, it's not weird. Right. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, another one from Snowboard from Steve Racer. Would it help the sport if each city stuck with a particular layout with only minor changes year to year? No, Other motorsports horrible. have legendary no, circuits. No, it'd be horrible. No. Horrible. Well, they really wanted me to ask that, so thanks. Wait, what was the question? Like keeping the same track at every stadium every oh, year. Like, no, oh, you know, Phoenix sucks. is going to be, you know. No, 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 let's not do that. Terrible idea. Yeah. Uh, Tim Cup 23, if Bradshaw was on a factory Honda instead of factory Yamaha, would he have had a more successful career? Yes, anybody would have. Anybody back then that jumped on a Honda was going to have a better um, career, 100%. They were next level. Mm. Uh, Midnight Pop-Tart with Avery Retired, who is the sketchiest active rider? Hardy Munoz. Mm-hmm. Derrico? Jericho, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. All right. Sugar Shane 79, future headlines. Who retires first? Tomax Timex ticks to termination. Or Chiz cancels Chizzing, closing considerable career. No, Eli. Tomac, yeah. yeah. Chiz is going to fucking go forever. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Fuck, dude. <laughs> Don't get me fucking started. I just got beat by Chiz, so. Right yeah. there, dude. He keeps yeah. getting better. Like I don't get it. Dude, him and Freddie raced for twelve minutes. Just just at it. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then what does Chiz do? He just passes. Yeah. That's what he does. <laughs> just fucking walks away. Well the thing is, is he just rode Chiz behind and his brace and his chest pro and just just Yeah. yeah. Dude, he just rode behind him just on his just on him the entire yeah. time, dude. And just breaks new. He, break, he breaks He's you. like I yeah, Freddie's gonna do something and yeah, yeah. just Yeah. All right, last one from Ranham84 for A-Ray. As a fellow K-Dub fan, which year was his best as far as kit and bike, and which year was he the best racer? Um, Kit and bike, I'm going to say No Fear, Outdoors. He was on a 450. RC was still on a Honda. 
I think 02. Was it 02, 03? Yeah. yeah. Both of them. Yeah. I, no, no, 01. 02 was on Suzuki. Yeah, so it would have been 01. Yeah. And then you said his best, like, racing year? Yeah. Shit. I don't know. That's a tough one. Like, do you go, like, him on a Yamaha 125, or do you go him, like... I don't... It's your, your guy, your hero. Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that same year. Okay. Yeah, same year. Oh one. Motorsport.com. Tweet at Talon segment. Thanks to Motorsport guys. Go through the banner on PulpMex.com to help us out. The best online retailer out there. Motorsport.com. That's right. I said that. No, mm. oh, that's horrible. Uh, coming up right here with uh, Ross Blankenship from Dirtworks. Uh, looking forward to talking to Ross also about some uh, different things that's going on for uh, Dirtworks and things like that. Again, check out the LCQ race, uh, OGO Power Sports, PulpMX.com. Sold already, too. Oh, dude. One more to go. Man, one more to go for free OGO back, uh, backpack us also. Uh, all right, before we get to Ross, we've got Nick with a question for A-Ray. What's up, Nick? Hey, uh, thanks, Steve, for taking my question. Hey, A-Ray, now that you're retired out of uh, Moto, uh, why don't you try and do a GNCC? <laughs> yeah, like, well, uh, fuck no. <laughs> why, why would I do that? Like, what do you want to race? What would you do? Me? Because it, yeah. it's a tremendous amount of fun. You get 100,000 people over two days. It's a whole atmosphere. That's, he it's, would die. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, let me stop you. Let me stop you right there. I don't want to race. I want to ride. My racing shit, like, I don't, I don't like, uh-uh. No, I, whenever I show up to a race, I put way too much pressure on myself no matter who shows up. Like, I, I, whether it's a, a night race out in the middle of bumfuck or it's a, a national, like, I, anytime I race. Would you do, would you do World Vets or thing? Something like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would probably do that. Class. Yeah, like, I'll do that. Like, I'll, I kind of want to do, like, Mammoth or something like that. I'm just not there yet. I mean, I do want to race eventually yes like i i want to do like small stuff and all that but fuck i did day in the dirt the other day and dude i swan dive down the fucking rem hill like what am i doing right yeah so okay. mm-hmm. yeah i'm just yeah i just want to what about like mr side does gcc no that's mr it's, side it's just a good fun time where you don't have to take it serious and then just enjoy riding the riding the enduro track no i did i did a mid-south in kentucky one time it was a 30-minute lap time. I hit the same fucking tree twice. And okay. two laps in a row. All right, there I didn't, you, I didn't South there you go, Nick. That's probably why. Thanks for the call. Thank you, buddy. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, next guest of the show brought to you by Renegade, the power of your Renegade. We've had Renegade Race Fuels on our show last year. Uh, the cool part about this year, go to Renegade Race Fuel, select the products you want, enter the PulpMX24 code, and within a few days, you'll have the world's best race fuel at your door. So they're delivering it right to your door now, which is a really big deal for these guys. SX4, MX4, uh, Brayton, uh, Dean Wilson, Will Hahn. They've used this to, this fuel or use it now as well. So pour, grab a can of Renegade, and we'll see you on the podium. Racers who win, pour Renegade in. Pulp MX24, great race fuel, great prices, and uh, MX4 stuff. Just want, if you want to get involved in race fuel, you never really had race fuel before, MX4 will do the job for you, and uh, they provide you with a variety of world-class products at a fair price. All right, on the line uh, from Dirtworks crew, uh, we've talked to this gentleman uh, before uh, for the uh, LCQ race as well, and uh, very interesting to talk to him about Dirtworks, the changes there, his work-life balance, and more. It's Ross Blankenship. What's up, Ross? How are you, man? Hey guys, how we doing? We're good. Thank you for calling in. Appreciate it, man. Uh, hey, listen. I guess I think I think right off the bat, let's just start with this. Like, what is your week like? Like, take us 
take us through a week of your job in the Supercross series, like from week to week. Oh man, well, uh, it, sorry, bro. I'm so late on the call tonight because I literally just just got home. Yeah. Uh, from Glendale, just, like literally just walked yeah. in, got on the call yeah. with you guys. Um, but a typical week for us is uh, our travel day is always Monday. Uh, dirt always starts on the come into the building on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we build Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and we have to be done 100% Thursday night. We water it prep it up you know ready for friday morning press and then we have the afternoon press uh we touch up the track a little bit in between those and afterwards and if we want to make a couple tweaks after watching press we'll do that Uh, and then saturday race day right after the checkers we're working probably about four to five hours after the checkers okay and sunday most of the stadiums we do have to haul the dirt out so Mm -hmm. sunday is load dump trucks just like we did there in glendale so some weekends that we have to do races and loadouts it's a 30-hour work weekend just saturday just the two days yeah yeah so then you know you race off to the next city on monday so and then yeah. just start the so you're all you are again. not going home during the season like off week now we're no. in off week but if there's races you don't go home yeah this is the first time i've been in my house since uh right after christmas dude that it's is, kind of gnarly. It's, it's crazy schedule. I don't think our fans appreciate how hard you guys are working. You, Alex, Corey, everybody on the crew. Yeah. Yeah, we we could definitely have a we have a crew of some badass dudes, man. Yeah. It, it is not easy. Um, a lot of a lot of sleep not had. We had yeah. it's about seventy to eighty hour work week, you know, on average. Yeah. Now I feel like a dick for just like shitting See? on the track all the yeah, time. Shitting on the track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we 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 hear on the pulp all the time and hear it from Phil just all oh, track socks, track this, track that. It's like, oh, come on, man. Like, yeah, yeah, we Phil's got <laughs> some like four Phil's, hours. Phil's got some thoughts again this week on the track. He really did. He had more yeah, thoughts on no, the track. I, I, I like Phil. We, me and him talk every week, and not, I'll always walk up, flip him off. He flips me off, and yeah. we, we bullshit about it. And uh, I don't. I remember that one time. Uh, he said something about the whoops, about holding the... Yeah, he wanted to duct tape our, the guy who built yeah. the whoops' hands wide open on the <laughs> throttle and send them through the yeah, whoops. So the next week, Corey and I were at the beginning of the whoops with a roll of duct tape with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you guys uh, are no, in a... Feels, feels good. You are in a no-win position a little bit. And I've been less critical of the tracks the last few years because I did kind of learn some things that went on. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you got the track design. Right, and and that's mm-hmm. what Alex comes up with. He gets it vetted through the Feld guys, vetted through AMA. Then you show up. Now you have um, structures out there. You have timing loops. You have uh, stadium restrictions on how far you can go. Um, dirt, dirt is, is an issue. Getting enough mm-hmm. dirt, building everything. Like yeah. it's not. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not always easy, and there's a lot of things outside your control, you know. And and so yeah. so I've taken it a little bit easier here and there on you guys. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, it, it's uh, it, it a lot goes into it. It's not like we just show up on Tuesday and say, "Hey, let's build this." You know, yeah. there's a plan that's been, like I said, vetted months and months in advance, um, and all departments. You got to have a track that works for all departments, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and give good racing. And every single one of us on our crew is we're all fans of the sport, you know. We all want to see, we all want to make a good racetrack. We all want to see good racing. We all 
we want everybody to be healthy too. You know, mm-hmm. we, we don't want to make things that are just ridiculously dangerous. You know, I mean, it is a dangerous sport, but you know, we try to keep it as safe as we can, but it's still dirt bike racing, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. There's a lot that goes into it. Um, you know, a lot of discussion about these nine whoops, those are whoops, no dragon backs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's going to work. I'm not ready to, you know, to say the, the, the idea is shitty, Mui told me why they did it, and they do need to keep our riders healthier. I get it. What's your take, though? As a guy that builds whoops, you know, the the, the, the loader whoops, as you've explained to me, the loader whoops are uh, faster. There's more surface area on top, so they're easier uh, than the the loader whoops that can get no, you, Sorry. You got it backwards. backwards right. Those are whoops. Sir. Right. Yeah, those yeah. are whoops. Um, the other ones are slow the speeds down, but they're steeper. But if you drop a front wheel in, you got a problem. So, like six on one, half dozen on the other, almost right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. A Ray could attest to that. I'm sure. Yeah, yep, <laughs> dropping yep. a wheel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, A Ray. When when did you? When was your first race? Your it first was uh, Anaheim one, 2011. 2011. So yeah, you were you definitely seen your sets of loader was. Yes, I have. Yep. <laughs> I've seen several. Yeah. So, Ross, what's your take on this? I mean, you know, obviously, like, you're in a position where you work for Dirtworks. I get it. Uh, what's your take on sort of the new rules of this? Um, I I think if you take it as – so we're six races in right now, yep. right? And it's all been Dozer Woods. Um, and everybody's healthy. So looking at it in that way, it's like, okay, it's working. Yep. Um, we've had two mud races in that. Um I personally think that I would like to see that the numbers go up a little bit, you know, on amount of whoops, because if they become jumpers, then it's three, three, three. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, so I, you know, but nine was just kind of a starting point. Yeah. Yeah. Mui said he wasn't you know? married yeah. to nine. Yeah. 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 So hopefully we can take, take a look back at these last six on this week off and kind of reassess it and see if we want to keep with nine, maybe go 10. Mm-hmm you know, 11, something like that. Uh, you know, I think that, I think that all the departments are, you know, going to take a look at that here and see yeah. what we can do with it. Cause it is making it, the, the whoops aren't necessarily a challenge right now. No, I mean, nope. it, they're safe. They are safer, but like you said, the difference in them, loader whoops are going to be a little bit faster. So if something does go wrong, then you're crashing at a higher speed. Higher. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so it's like it's definitely a double-edged sword on it. Yeah. So, and it's also the type of dirt too. Whoops are very dirt dependent. Yeah. Very dirt dependent. Um, you know, Anaheim, we've had rock hard whoops before, but then we've also had. I mean, just look at Anaheim two whoops. The first set, the it had two V's in it. Yeah. You know, it's yep. just a matter of. It matters of how what the dirt condition is leading into the race and how it's going to break down too. So yeah, so it's not much to do with like your prep slash water slash sun, all of that kind of stuff. It's kind of going to be what it is. Or can you? Yeah, I mean, can you do anything? Well, it depends. You know, typically, let's take Detroit for instance. That place is typically a harder packed track. Yeah. Well, yep. This year, it definitely was not. Um, were there earlier in the winter than what we ever been. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dirt was just way softer. So it's, it could be, it's time of year. It's how much, um, how much rain each city has had over the winter, rain, snow, just how that winter's been. Cause that none of our stockpiles are covered, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. from the elements. 
right. and you know you're kind of just dealt the hand that you're given um going into that week yeah. and that's that's part of our judgment too as the dirt's coming in uh we'll take it we'll look at it as a as a team and make a decision of like okay let's go let's go less steep on the jumps this week because it's going to be really ready and and it's real wet and we'll make the whoops fat and that's kind of how it was with the whoops back in a race day of it was always loader whoops yep uh if the dirt was soft we would build dozer so, I don't know. I think Indy one year, you guys built loader whoops, and they were the scariest thing ever. I think Davey was still on a Suzuki, though. Really? 2013 that, or oh, something okay. like that. Yeah, it was yeah. back in the day. I crashed. Yeah, like yeah 2013, that was my first year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 702-586. Pulp, you got a question for Ross from Dirtworks. Give us a call, and, uh, and yeah, we can take us through. It's brought to you by the folks at Renegade Race Fuel. Pulp MX24 is the code to save. Um, how much communication? Like, so Phil was on earlier and complaining again, Ross. By the way, um, <laughs> yeah, I, li- I was able to listen to some. Uh, um, but he, I, I got the Wi-Fi on the airplane and what? Yeah, but he, he had a point in the sense of like the jump in Detroit. You know, had a big kicker in it on the three, and you mm-hmm. could see it. And you know, I I didn't notice what he's really talking about, but you know, he said he could see it. Marshall ate crap there. Uh, a couple other guys, and he's just like, you know, can we get someone? To be like, hey, can you fix that? That's something that you always see, Ross. I'm not coming down on you guys. It's not like you see the kicker and you laugh and you think, ah, ha, ha, I can't wait to see you guys there. Yeah, definitely not that. Right. So, like, how do we get someone to be like, hey, man, that thing's got a kicker. And can you just smooth it out? It takes 30 seconds. Yeah, so on on that side, uh, actually that group text, I think Benny said something. And... So I went and looked at it and it's like, okay, yeah, we definitely need to address that. But the time of our schedule mm-hmm. on practices, we can't go out in between 250B and 250A because then the track would be different for the 250 qualifying. Yeah, no, you're right. Yep. We, no, yeah. we, we can only go out in between. So yep. yeah, nothing, we can only go nothing. out in between the 250 and the 450 guys. Yeah, nothing drove think... me crazier than when that used to happen. It doesn't happen anymore, but you guys sometimes would change yeah. the track or fix the track between the two qualifying sessions, which you can't do. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, between A and B. Yeah. 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 So uh, when it was brought to my attention about that, I think we slipped out there in between the 450. I can't. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. But I know it was definitely something we addressed. But if it's happening in one practice, um, say the C guys or the B guys, it's like it's got to sit there and wait for us to have our allocated time, yeah. or or I can get in touch with Thule or Alex and I can get in touch. You know, but say for, hey, we need like three minutes. Yeah. But to, for but for that you get before fifties. But for that kind of stuff, like it's text or. Or someone watching, or because you—I mean, you well, know all no, these guys, yeah. Yeah, we're always down there watching. Um, yeah, and it, it just might not be something we catch. I always try and make myself visible at the tunnel, you know, after yep. the after some of the practices. Like, hey, sure. is everything good? You know, just anybody, just say something to me, because um, you know, it's not like I could—it's not like we can watch every single section of the track and say like, okay, there's something going on there. It's we, we need the guys to tell us things yeah. too. Yeah. No, for know. sure. No, absolutely. I'd love to get, but, does Phil have your number? Does Phil text you? 
No, 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 okay. no, it would be, I, I would love to have Phil Summer no, and talk to him about it, but, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if I would like to have Phil <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Dude, this, yeah, it's a gnarly job. It's not easy. And like yeah. I said, I've been, uh, you know, you get a lot of shit you guys do and, and there's not, not all the things that you can control, you know, but I do feel like having you on and I had, we had Alex on last year as well to kind of mm-hmm. inform our listeners a little bit on, you know, you guys are trying. It's not, you know, it's it's a lot of variables and things, that, and you're not perfect, right? We all we all make mistakes, and yeah, I think it's it's interesting to to get your perspective on it. We do have a call for you uh, from yeah. uh, from Lightside. All right, Lightside, go ahead. What's your uh, what's your question for Ross from Dirtworks? Yeah. So hey, thanks. Good shows so far this Thank year. Um, I've been trackside. I'm fortunate enough to be trackside on a couple of these events. And, and these job sites, I'm a job site guy. These things are so impressive from the standpoint of OSHA and heavy equipment and moving machinery. But the highlights I saw this week are guys going into oncoming lanes. And I'm thinking Steve's nets needs to be running 10 feet high down the center of those things. Well, it's going to get dangerous quick in the name of safety for these guys but these guys are spring loading into oncoming traffic i mean how much does that happen I mean, though it's it's enough it's, it's gonna I happen mean, once i mean a ray did it <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah Ray was pretty king for that yeah but at the same time it's, it's supercross it's gnarly it's not safe i don't know <laughs> it's, um, it's, i wouldn't want the nets there though just watching as a fan going oh yeah shit, man if there's an oncoming co- bike that could be ugly it, fit fast like jordan i don't want Smith nets or, though i don't want nets going in between the rhythms though not nets just like a like like just a straight five foot t- off the ground just something to keep that bite going yeah. from in the oncoming god it's scary okay. these guys are hauling out yeah no no I, I mean i get it and then there's been i've we've definitely seen some highlights of i think it was salt lake when brayton went across one lane before real fast like it, it yeah, yeah it, it, really it sucks it, it happens but i mean when you have six lanes in a stadium yeah, i mean we have a designated like number a, that like we like space our lanes out yeah. Yeah, tennis court net going down the middle of that. No, thing. I'm out. I'm out. Light side. I'm out. We'll that. see. I hope. I hope it doesn't hope. ever get to that yeah. point. But well, I mean, scary. we had we had Matt Gerke going to the stands, and we forever lost outside berms. So um, yeah, you know, right. it just takes one. Yeah, and your net your nets was kind of safe. That yeah, I know. And can but, we get? But, but, I, but I also heard that was Kevin Wyndham's idea. <sighs> that's what I. That's what someone played me some audio this one time from my show, and then Wyndham brought it up, and I'm like, okay, like I, yeah, I mean. I don't remember that, but sure. Um, but can we get more nets? Like I offered Prater. I said to Prater, can I give you two grand and sponsor a net? And he just laughed, but I, I was being half serious. Oh, I, like, I'm going to bet they're, I'm going to bet they're way more than that. Well, man. dude, we need more. They work great. And why not? Put no, them I, I, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, yeah they, they do do good. And they, yep. they keep us from having to knock down berms to half the size. Yeah. So yeah. Do you, just, uh, sorry, yeah, do you um, guys put up the structures or is that felled on Feld's end? We used to. Uh, okay. We actually, we actually set the berm bases, and then they put the actual pole and net up. Okay. Um, we used to do all the structures, and that changed. I think probably three years ago, maybe four, okay. three, yeah. right? Something uh, like that. Um, when you're building a track like Glendale with the long rhythm lane, and there's a kink mm-hmm. in it, like a lot of guys were kind of saying it ended up being one line because of the way it had to kink into yeah. the end zone. Um, mm-hmm. when you're building a track, Ross, I mean, look, Alex has had the design and it's been vetted by Feld. Are you sometimes building it going, this is dumb? 
This is stupid. Uh, no, it's there's that. Well, that lane specifically had had two lines in it, and I could I definitely understand what the riders are saying. When yeah, it's, it kind of funnels into that inside yeah. way. Um, but also for you know, if you straighten that lane out completely, you lose. You pinch that whole gate that way. I mean, yeah. think about it. If you straightened yeah, yeah. out. Because that, that place was basically a mirror image layout-wise with mm-hmm. the kinks. If you straighten those things out, you don't have room for your start gate. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. You know? So just trying to be creative and use the space, um, doing a kink lane helps with that. You know, right. there's – when you don't have uh, – if that wall was completely straight all the way down to the end of the red zone, then you could go straight. But when you start – literally straightening things out and going, you know, you're 14 feet off the stadium wall, then mm-hmm. you're going the whole length of that. You're going to lose a lot of space. Yep. No, so sure. like it is, it did for racing wise, it kind of funneled everybody into that inside line. But, um, you know, we have, we have 17 tracks. It's, it, you know, trying some things here and there. Yeah. Uh, no, listen, Glendale is you know, usually just, a great track. Yeah. You know, well, and I think I think that that one, like you said before, with um, you thought it was going to be a great one, and it kind of wasn't. It that also kind of depends on the dirt too, because mm-hmm. that Glendale dirt doesn't break down, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And on tracks, like if you built that same track out of Atlanta dirt or Indy dirt, you would have a totally different outcome, right? Just because of the way it breaks down. Um, so that plays a factor into how the track ended up, and in our opinion, right? Uh, um, buying the dirt, no breaking, buying the dirt, storing the dirt is a massive part of this deal, right? And I mean, oh yeah, it, it, it's like you said, it's stored outdoors. It's like bums peeing on it and shitting in it, and, <laughs> and like and like you know that you need to haul it somewhere, and like the weather going into a race, like you said, has a fact, like there's so mm-hmm. many things that go into this that people don't maybe really understand. Right. Yeah, yeah. So like, what, what oh, was yeah. the whole deal with like San Fran with the, uh, they had to carry the dirt over the from bridge. Oakland, yeah. yeah. From the, from Oakland. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. That, that still, we still loaded that stockpile still at the Coliseum. Jeez. Oh wow. And, so and they it there. No, uh-huh. at the Oakland Coliseum. Oh yeah. yeah. Oakland Coliseum. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. 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 No, it, it's in a stockpile back in the back corner. Mm. Yeah. Um, but it was fortunate enough to have Monster Jam and Supercross back to back, so they didn't have to take it out and bring it back in. Yeah. So that helped with the trucking cost of it. Um, but yeah, it's um, you know we're always looking ahead to the next city. Even you know this week we'll be looking ahead at at Dallas. It's like, okay, is it is it raining? Is it going to be raining in our load in? You know, what's yeah. going on? Or should we just start trucks early? Should we move them on Monday? You know, that's constantly going on every single week while we're in the previous city building, you know, what's, uh, what's like, uh, how, how's the process? If you want, if you guys want to maybe put like a new obstacle in like Supercross or something like that, um, do you have to get it all approved? Um, or is it something that you have to like, I don't know, you can just do. Um, I mean, I'd ne- I wouldn't necessarily say approved. Um, just kind of depends on what it is. Like, so this whole this whole new table with the shelf thing, we call that that you guys have been seeing a lot. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. The table with the little table in front. We call that a shelf. 
um, we incorporated that, I think, last year and maybe a little bit of the year before. And now it's kind of being – it's quite a bit now. Yeah. Um, just trying to come up with some different things. Um, you know, at L.A., that where, where Barsha ended up wrecking, that little – it had a little shelf, but it was – it wasn't a shelf table. It was a shelf, like a four footer, you know, just trying little things like that here and there. Um, hmm. cause it is kind of getting, you know, obstacle wise, it's kind of your basics, you know, your threes, your fours, your tables, your skis, it's all, you know, trying to come up with new things has been, you know, you're really trying to think outside of the box and I, <laughs> figure I, something out. I just watched Houston 2001. What a track. Go back and watch it, Ross. It's great. Houston 2001. Yeah, we did a re-raceables from it. It's on YouTube. What a track. I mean, I don't think you guys – I think you watched it, Ross. You can text me, but there's no way you have that amount of dirt to play with. I don't know where they got this dirt. Oh, I, Dude. Uh, was that the table? It was uh, – I think Corey was telling me about this. Yeah. It was like a four-foot table to a six-foot table. To a six-foot table. table. Yeah, table. it was just yeah, nuts. Yeah, I remember Corey telling me about that. There's no way you have that amount of dirt to play with anymore. No. No, no chats. <laughs> no. You can see when you guys run out of dirt because you just put like a little tiny roller on a straightaway and you're like, well, they ran yeah. out of dirt here. Yeah. You know? Well, dude, we ran out of dirt at Glendale. That's why all that concrete was exposed behind the start gate because we used that for uh, yeah. for for dirt. Right, we right. picked that back up and had to use it for a berm because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we ran out, of, yeah. ran out of dirt. Yeah. Hey, Ross, uh, going back to Anaheim 1 this year, was there any talk between Dirtworks and Feld before press day about the new track changes? Uh, like, how did that kind of come about? Um, on Friday, yeah, yeah, that was a that was a Friday thing, and because um, I think it was after after the afternoon press is when we changed the dragon back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, Who, yeah. I wanted to do that before the, you know, before everybody came and did practice on Saturday. So I was just wondering, like, was there any communication before the season, like failed saying, hey, we're going to implement these changes this year? Or I didn't know if they um, just kind of showed up to Anaheim and told you. Well, obviously, the, well, the Dragonback got taken out to Friday. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, I mean, we, it's been in the talks about the whole Dragon thing, and, and you know, we didn't put a three-footer after it, so we were really hoping that, you know, we'll just get through this one. It doesn't have anything after it. It's pretty safe. Um, cause I don't think we have any dragons in the rest of the season in the track maps, but no. yeah, just, um, didn't want it and, you know, needing to make a change right off, uh, right off the cuff there. So, you know, is what it is. Um, just gotta, yeah, gotta uh, kind of run this course and see where, See where this takes us with the with the safety, and hopefully we can get back to where we can, you know, because that that line that line that we're playing with of, of safety and and too much is is very narrow. Yes, know? yes. It, it's in this type of sport being dangerous already. Like finding that thin line is it's it's very hard to go over, or it, it's not hard to go over that line, you know. Uh, so renegade race fuel bringing you ross blankenship on the show pulp max 24 is a code to save ross i don't want to get you in trouble here but what i was telling phil was it 
look, I'm, I'm all for the whoop change, and I'm all good. No dragon backs. Let's try it. Let's see. Let's keep our riders healthier. This sport, you know, to sell tickets and to talk about it every week when you have four factory riders at the end of the year going at it, and, you know, it's not good. we got to keep them safe. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. though, to me, like, the track degradation is where the safety comes in with these 450s and the 250s and chewing it up, and we got futures now out there at some of these rounds. You guys don't have enough time to fix the track properly. You don't have enough time. To, you don't have enough dirt to fix it properly. We shouldn't run a third practice. We don't need that. Like A Ray said, make them a little, make the two a little longer. Mm-hmm. Everyone's mm-hmm. jumping everything right away. Yeah. Give you guys more time and more dirt. The, the, the track breaking down is where injuries are happening, not nine whoops and not dragon backs. And um, that's my thoughts on it. Like, save the track. Uh, and if and if we have forty two second lap times, forty four second lap times, no more twenty minute mains. Uh, cap it at something. Um, so to me, that's where the danger of the track lives is getting down to the concrete, getting ruts, the the drag your pegs, and all of that. And how do you fix that? Give you guys more time, give you more dirt, and have the bikes on the track less. Do you yeah. agree or disagree? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think man, three practices is just. It's a lot. I don't think, you know, they all haven't figured out on the Dude, it's one. so easy. Um, and now they got film. Now they got videos. Everybody's watching videos. It's, yeah. yeah. Well, that was my thing. I'm like, yeah. don't make the tracks any easier. Like, they're already jumping stuff on the second lap. You know, just, okay, we have three practices now. Let's just shrink it up. Let's do five minutes free, 10, 10 minutes qualifying yeah, mm-hmm. on the first one, and yeah. then, you know, 12, 15 minutes second one, just, and then boom. You want to keep it safer? Give these guys more time. Give them more dirt. Yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily the more more dirt part. We're we're pretty solid on that because we always leave ourselves little squirrel piles. We call them mm-hmm. of dirt, you know, to fix the track with. But but time is definitely of the essence. That's a, yeah. a huge uh, a huge thing that would that would help. Um, and even you know, say Indy, take Indy for yeah. example. Last year was nasty, and after press day, like we. We got with AMA and and Feld, and we said, "Hey, we are gonna have to go out in between 250 and 450 guys every practice. Yep, every yeah, time we, qualifying, yeah. every session, we're gonna have to go out. Even in the night show, we gotta, you know, we'll we're gonna stage our machines in the right places to where we can get there the fastest. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when we can foresee something like that coming, yeah. that was because Indy was bad." Yep. Indy was real bad last yeah. year. It's like, okay, we'll try and shuffle some things around and buy us that time for it. Um, but even on a, you know, even on practice, they run race day live now, you know, on a schedule. So yeah. we've got to be cautious of that as yeah. well. So I would, I think it would be very helpful if we looked into some type of schedule for, um, you know, maybe two longer practices and not three. Yeah. You know, three of the 10 minute ones. And, and, um, and now we got futures. I think that would... We got futures, and we got K- Phil was complaining about KJSC for God's sake. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I yeah. heard that. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> Crush a little kid's dream. Yeah, though. that sounds like <laughs> Phil. Probably, oh, Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil flipping off the little KJSC kids <laughs> and ruining their dream. Uh, we do have a call for you, Ross, from on one from Randy. Yeah. What's up, Randy? What's your question? So I'm just curious, Ross. How much time do you need? How much of the distraction do you need? And how much money do you need for the Denver race for before the LCQ challenge to make a dragon's back to dragon's back? To yeah, dragon, back? <laughs> dragon to dragon to dragon. Oh yeah, let's oh, get it. Make dude. it spicy. We had up dragons and down dragons a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. 
We've yeah, had I mean, we had three dragons in a row at Vegas. Yeah, in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Dean, well, Dean I mean, I'm a those. Seattle guy, and I've been going That's to the Supercross since the Kingdom days. But I remember about what, three, four years ago, you guys had that progressively larger whoop section down the line. Oh my God, that was yeah. the best. That's ever. right. Yeah, yeah, that was good. It, yeah. yeah, it got. It, it wasn't necessarily a dragon at the end, but it it did raise up a yeah. little bit at the end. Yeah, <laughs> damn near. All right, thanks, so Randy. What do we got? What yeah. do we need? Yeah, what do we need to do that? Just so. Oh man, would Mewie well, notice? We would, we would need that. That's yeah. You would probably have to. Uh, you probably need to take him to dinner or lunch <laughs> or something for about strippers. Three hours. What? Yeah, strippers and yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah you have to have to uh, distract him for about two and a half hours. Yeah. Then, so. Oh yeah. Thanks, Randy. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah, Thanks, Ross Blankenship on the show. Uh, brought to you by the folks at Renegade Race Fuels. It's interesting stuff for the track guys. Who's the biggest? whiner who's the biggest complainer out there besides maybe phil oh well it's hard to top phil okay yeah uh, <laughs> no hey. the good phil's good phil's good we talk about things every every friday and saturday yep you know at the track phil's good i i, I like phil i i really do and we we did club this past fall and talked to him there and yeah phil's phil grew up around alex alex used to watch him ride with yep. um him and Barsha and stuff like that, but uh, big, um, it's not necessarily much complaining anymore. You know, it's just we talked to a lot of the guys, like like you guys had Kenny on the phone earlier, and mm-hmm. you know we've talked to Kenny about whoops for your you know last couple of years and got his intake on it, and and okay. well things that like he said is like well don't make them if they're gonna get nasty. Don't make them as big because by the time the main comes around, then they're just treacherous. Yeah, and really taking that opinion, you know, to heart and and been applying that as well. It's not not necessarily that you're building whoops for practice. You, you know, this track needs to needs to race well at the end of the day in the main event. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're you're trying to also predict of how it's going to break down as well. Okay, Cade, biggest so winner. Also, Got it. Yeah, yeah. Cade, biggest winner. Yes. No, no, Cade's pretty good. Cade, Cade's a triple N guy now. Yeah, big, big jumper now, Cade. Unbelievable. Big triple N guy. Yeah. yeah. Showing the factory guys the hot line. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, real quick, uh, yeah, I think, I think Steve touched on this a little bit earlier whenever you weren't on the show, but um, – the track, like no matter how much you guys like work on it or whatever, it's going to be different in the night show versus the first time they hit practice, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah. What JT wasn't JT saying something about like no tracks exactly. Yeah, the same. JT and I were battling a little bit on. I said uh, we were talking about the track stuff and safety stuff, and I said let him build a new, tr- you know, give him more time to build a track for the night show. And he said it's brand new for the night show, and I'm like, ah, it's different. And Phil agreed with me. Like the the bumps are still there, the ruts are still there. I mean, yeah, you're scraping it. You know, and you're you're doing your best you can, but it's it's affected from practice. And another thing too, they make changes that like say um, L.A. Whenever Jet started doing that quad onto the table, yeah. they took the lip off, I think, or something, Did right? They? Yeah, that, that that wasn't a. Oh, that was a doozy. That was a. Yeah, I was not very, it's not very happy at that at that that evening. Yeah, because uh, like one of the like the futures kids like cased oh, the triple right. and just and just yeah took mm-hmm. a trip. Yeah, right. right. Um, no, look, I, I just think this call is really handy. And Alex, too, when we had him on, like, these guys aren't sitting there being like, ah, screw these riders. They're trying. They're, they're yeah. you know, they're, everybody's trying to make it no. safer. And yeah, like, you know. 
Yeah, we're, 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 like I said earlier, we're, every one of us is a fan of the sport. We're a fan of the racing. We want great racing. We're, mm-hmm. you know, if we weren't fans of this sport, we, I wouldn't stay up for, well, you, you know, you probably make about $5 an hour when you really look at it. <laughs> yeah. If you look at it hourly, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I wouldn't be doing these types of weeks if I wasn't into the racing. No, you know? no. We're, we're definitely here to try and make it the best, um, you know, but, it's not that we have just free reign, you know, um, and Saturday's always Saturday from track walk to the checker flag is on a schedule. Yeah. Um, so we're, we do what we can with the delegated time that we have and, and send it, send it to the racing, you know? Yeah. So, well, um, mm-hmm. all right. Well, Hey man, thanks Ross. Thanks for calling. Uh, yeah, appreciate no, you, you the long travel day and appreciate you still making time for us. Uh, all of that. Yeah. Um, I think it's really informative to, to hear you on these the guys line. are like the unsung heroes i feel like yeah you know like i mean do they work <laughs> I, I feel like the media is more the media okay and, you, know, no, you guys you guys show up to a new to a nice stadium at a different city every week and there's a track there yeah now yeah like we we just thought it got magically built uh, yeah we just learned last year that we don't go home in between race yeah we just like you guys don't go home and ross is like how do you think this thing gets built man <laughs> stadium and there's a track in there yeah so no you guys are gnarly man and uh it's a lot going on for sure so i appreciate the time tonight enjoy your weekend off man enjoy it yes. yeah no yeah yeah definitely will uh really appreciate it appreciate the time and uh letting us come on here and yeah. and explain some things sounds out. good ross thanks buddy Yep, take it easy, guys. Thanks, appreciate it. That's Ross Blankenship, everybody, brought to you by the folks at, at Renegade Race Fuels. That, that, that's gnarly, because yeah. this is the last weekend they're going to have off, and then it's long stretch. No, there's stretch. One, more, one more weekend off. Really? Yeah. But, oh. a little, yeah. Yeah. But, but still, long stretch. Hey, no. hey, we just started getting two weeks off at Supercross last year, so it was, always, <laughs> it was 17 and 18 for years. Mm. So it's nice to have it off, right, Derek? I mean, oh, yeah. 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 You got a WrestleMania thing planned? Uh, I want to go. Okay. It's on the off weekend. If you get this... I, I, I'm going to give you $100 if you get this, okay? I'm going to give you $100. Okay. WrestleMania 31, Santa Clara, okay? I'm not going to ask you who won the World Heavyweight. That's too easy. I'm not going to ask you. There's something called the United States Championship. I don't know. They feel like they just keep adding championships. But here we go. $100. Okay. No fucking way you get this. I'll double it. Okay. $200 on the line. Okay. Who won the ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship? At 31. All the, all the names. Santa Clara. For the Intercontinental Championship? It says ladder match for Intercontinental Championship. Was it Cody Rhodes? No. But I, I needed you to tell me like the whole thing. Daniel Bryan beat Wade Barrett, Dean Ambrose, Dolph Ziggler, Luke Harper, R-Truth, and Stardust. Mm. Oh, Stardust. Cody Rhodes, yeah. Oh. Okay. Damn. All right. I was, if you would have named all those guys, I would have been like, that's so, fucking done. <clears throat> I don't know that WrestleMania very good because that WrestleMania is the WrestleMania I watched at TJ's grandparents' house mm-hmm. in the spider truck. Was was the Dish TV like fucking cutting out or something? No, just like I was worried. It was a build day. Oh, and I was like, it's WrestleMania, and I had the phone like set up on my toolbox. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> jeez. All right, so you didn't you lost out? But Damn, still impressive. Your knowledge of wrestling is still impressive. It's fucking scary. Yeah. I mean, there's people way harder than me. So. Oh, I'm, riveting. I'm sure. Uh, 
We've got a little bit more time here on the Fault Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com, Decal Works, and uh, the Fly Racing guys, Arena Cross. Uh, so Brees won again. KP's lead, I think, is down to 11 after the Reno race. Oh, wow. ArenaCrossUSA.com. Uh, I'm going to be at the Daytona one, and uh, Danny Stevenson and myself will be doing the webcast from it. So you can get that on the ArenaCross app. Uh, I'll talk more about it as we get going, but ArenaCrossUSA.com. Uh, looking forward to getting everybody there, and uh, Phil's going to do some uh, commentary as well for us. Uh, so Daytona is the Friday night before the Supercross, and uh, Brees is coming on. So KP's fifth title. It's got a lot going on. Mm. ArenaCrossUSA.com. Check out that. Also, Ethica as well. Uh, Pulp Mex 20 code to save at Ethica. Uh, since the inception of the brand, Ethica and its team have been determined to live life, innovate, and work hard while staying true to the biggest asset, the asset our family. Pulp Mex 20 for Ethica. So whether you're a chick, a little kid, a dude, Pulp Mex 20 to get some cool undies. Thank you to those guys. Uh, Derek Rankin in here from Mad Parts Kawasaki. Um, so I'm glad to have you back in. Mm-hmm. You're in a better mood. You're in a better spot in your life. The last few years, you did the BBMX team uh-huh. with Forrest. Yeah. We all know that thing went sideways a yeah. few times. You were not in a good spot. And you went to Indy. You went to IndyCar after that. I did. How how bad was it with Forrest? Like personal, personal, your personal life and trying to hold that team together. You know, you, everybody needs a job. We all need money. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I don't blame you for being there. But A-Ray, he was kind yeah. of a dick. He was kind of a dick at times. <laughs> I mean, I I just he was feel under like, stress. He was yeah just, yeah. I, I, mean, I feel like he was stressed out. He was under a lot of pressure. Like yeah. like he, you're trying to hold this thing together. How bad did it get for you? I guess is what I'm saying. Like trying uh, to do that. I mean, it was stressful for sure. Um, I mean, I still enjoyed it. I had Jenny and you had Fred. And Freddy, you know? It was, but it, then you kind of came back with Amarine and Tristan Lane. Yeah, I mean that one was, you know, I mean I chose to do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it wasn't like I was. You know, yeah, not doing it for a reason because I, I really thought that. I mean, my biggest thing was I didn't want to come back to the sport and just go and just do something that's you know be a parts changer somewhere mm-hmm. anymore. You know, yeah. I just wanted to. You want to make a difference, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Um, but the, the 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 Rocky Mountain thing with Forrest, mm-hmm. bad by the by the end. Yeah, I mean, you know, in twenty one, whenever I left, uh, I'm you know bad terms i guess I don't yeah know. uh all the stuff that unfolded happened after i left yeah uh so that's kind of like you know one of those what ifs you know it's like okay well if i don't do that yeah am i able to kind of navigate the the two parties and you know keep it together yeah for, yeah for that year and then obviously keep it going but yeah uh I mean, it's too bad. Forrest ran a really good program. Uh, look, he had a lot of personal stuff going on, you know, a lot of injuries and stuff to, uh, from old racing stuff. Uh, you know, it just didn't go well, and I don't think he was happy, and I don't think, you know, at times he was making r- bad decisions to keep going, and you were caught yeah, in this yeah. middle, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, it was kind of uh, holding on to – you know, yeah, something for somebody else, I guess. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, not wanting to be the one that's like, okay, just put it away, let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, it, it not fun, but I mean, me and Forrest still great friends. So, yeah, like, oh, so, yeah. so my next question was, are you guys still talking? But you are, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. he'll he'll text me, you know, right, a couple times a month, you know. Um, so when you went to IndyCar, uh, Andretti, you said, yeah, I don't know if I thought I'd see you back. Like after sort of that rough I mean, ride, I like, didn't 
really think I would be back. Okay. That was yeah, the thing yeah. was yeah. because that was so I mean that's more of a normal job, normal life. You weren't going to the races, right? You yeah, were just but, working there? Uh no, I, I started going to the oh, races. Oh, you did? That's the problem. I went to a race. Okay. The first race was an oval in Texas yeah. and I was sitting there I'm like, dude, this is boring. <laughs> like, this is Well, and they put you like on like a diet and shit and try to get you to start training too because like if you're they changing did? tires, like, oh, for yeah. Pit crew? Yeah, pit crew, oh. you got to, you know, you got to have your shit. Together. Oh, you were on the pit crew. I, I was I don't think yeah, I knew yeah, this. yeah I was training for it for oh. uh for the 500. Okay. I was on uh uh Marcos. Oh. Car for the 500. But you didn't want to do that or they just said, "Hey man, if you're working here, you also got to be on the pit crew?" Yeah, yeah, pretty that's much. Just, that's yeah. For the 500, it's, it's all hands, all hands on. on. Yeah, because they run a fifth car, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. it's it's So they said, "Hey, you got to get on a diet." Like Well, like, they I don't mean, they don't like they're not like, "Hey man, you you know, you're fucking fat." Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. But, they but yeah, there's a full it's yeah. just like NAS, the NASCAR guys, you know, yeah. there's a full training and all that. I mean, I know it doesn't look like it, but this dude can actually run a pretty good 5k. Like, okay. I, I don't yeah, know. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it looks like you haven't really done it in a while. Right now, <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, <laughs> yes. but, um, so yeah. So I thought, okay, look, like the Andretti thing's good. Like it probably paid pretty well. Yeah. I guess, but just, yeah. Oval is too boring. It's just, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I just, uh, it, it, what sucked was I got there and it was just like back to square one kind of. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you know, I had to learn this whole new thing. Which was fine. It was cool. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like, man, I just put you know ten years in this other thing, and to just kind of walk yeah. away from it like yeah. that was kind of. So did you? Good with me. Did Bubba go to you, or you approached Bubba, or like how did that come uh, together? Bubba came to me. Okay. Um, I mean, me and Bubba, we've known each other yeah. for years. Yeah. You know, uh, he was teammates with Alex on BWR. Yeah. And uh, Freddie went there. I think that was the main thing. Yeah. Freddie went there, and then Freddie knew I, that I was like not really doing nothing. Yep. So. Uh, yeah. Boonville. Yeah, Bubba oh. got in touch with me, and that's kind of how. It Were went. you in Boonville? At that time, yeah. No. Boonville. Huh? It's Boonville. 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 Okay. <laughs> Am I right? Like, like Louisville. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like Louisville. Yeah. Louisville. Boonville. Yeah. Boonville. Okay. Boonville. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I wasn't sure we'd see you back, you know, after all yeah. that. But, yeah, it's cool. Like, you're yeah, back yeah, in no, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad. I mean, it, yeah. I mean the way yeah, everything I, worked out has been good. I, that, and I'm just sitting here thinking that, too. Like, all those fucking weekends in the trenches, like, you know, like yeah. just scraping parts together, like was us driving across the country, not getting paid shit, and then you just leave and go to a different sport and start from square one. Yeah, like, yeah, no, that was. At some point, I thought I was going to do that too, and I because the, the media thing wasn't paying that well, and I was done being a mechanic, didn't want to do a mechanic anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, there was some point, a couple years after being a mechanic, I had a chance to maybe go to Cowie. Williamson was talking to them about me going to Cowie, and I was just like, no. Like, I don't want to do that. I just, no, no, no. Too much work, not enough pay. Yeah. Don't want to do it. And then I was like, well, shit, like, I don't know if this media thing's working out. Like, I may just have to go get a job. You know, I thought about it. Uh, and mm. I'm like, well, fuck, like, I've got 20 years in this, you know, or 15 years at that point in this industry, and I know all these people. There's got to be something I can do. You yeah. Know? So. No, I think some of, like, uh, I was pretty hard-headed about some things because – I mean, I could have probably just went right back to Star if I had yeah. wanted to. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you know, I left there to go be this crew chief for mm-hmm. this other team, and then that all went to shit. Yep. And so for me to just like waltz right back and to go to Star, 
And then I was like, well, you know, I just left a guy that yeah. just now he's winning the yeah, championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, ah, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, true. You're right. So, yeah, another crew chief spot popped up. I Would mean, you have wanted to live in Florida and all that? I mean, I already was. Oh, you? Yeah, okay. I, 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 I lived in Tallahassee okay. for a little while. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, oh. I mean, I could have moved. Yeah, you could have done it. No, yeah. no problem. Yeah, no big deal. So, um, yeah, I guess it's, 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 you never know where life's going to take you, right? Did yeah. you, did you see this guy here? Settling in California, working for a Southern California gear company. Like, did you not think he'd just go back to Bumfuck, uh, Tennessee? He's a guy that I worried about a lot about yeah. what he was going to do. Right, right. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. pretty limited options. <laughs> and, yeah, and and I'll be honest. This is where you zoom into his brain, and it's the chimp doing this. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be honest. Like. I, this time last year, I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do. I felt like you always had O'Neal in the back pocket. Uh, Those it, guys always it wasn't, liked you. It wasn't until... And you got like, the Duke to thank for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't until, like, I think... Um, shit, before before Anaheim this past year, I, I think I was like... like Frank's like, hey, you know, like, you know, let's you know yeah. meet up for, you know, we'll have like a little meeting. You know, we'll yeah. sit down, we'll have lunch. And uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, I thought it was going to be to, like, negotiate, like, the deal for okay. the year and yep. everything. He's like, nah. It was like, hey, man, like, you're not getting any younger. Like, whenever you're done racing, we'd, you know, we yeah. would, you know, like for you to come work oh, yeah. for us. I'm like, yeah. so, like, what, what about, like, the sponsorship thing? Like, you know, like. <laughs> hey, man, oh, I yeah, still want to race. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. But, um, but yeah. No, yeah. Uh, I mean, look at him. Look at him. Yeah. He's, he's... I, I was super, super fortunate. You know, like I, I feel like loyalty goes a long way. You yeah. know, and I was, I was a little loyal with, uh, with O'Neill for a lot of years, and you know, they, they treated me like family. Yeah, and it, it all paid off, and I'm, I'm beyond thankful for yeah. everyone there. And then yeah. swap moto stuff, right? Yeah, so, the yeah. swap moto yeah. stuff is, is, it's great. You know, like you know, Don, he's, he's putting out a lot of content each week, and, he, and I'm fortunate enough to, for him to, you know, have me on the podcast, which I missed out today, which that's on me, but you not know. on me. No, no, <laughs> I mean. no! It wasn't on you today, but right. Um, yeah, who knew the Team Spider Energy would be back, yeah, dude? Man. Honestly, like, oh my gosh, like all the times that we like we spent just just thinking about it, just cross country, just yeah. doing dumb shit, talking about dumb shit, like yeah. just everything. Well, it's funny is I'm on a group text with you guys, and then like whenever one of you gets mad at the other one, the other guys go. Send the, you send a shitty photo of the other guy yeah. to the guy, but then each of you have tons of shitty photos of the other. Oh yeah, I so you just like go I, back and forth. I feel like I have more of him than he yeah, has. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you, definitely. The, you pull him up really quick. Oh yeah, no, they're about, in my sa- my favorites. The, how about when the bike is just? Oh, <laughs> dude, yeah. Oh my god, I love. We that could make one. a collage of that. We should. Yeah. 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 You know, if if he ever passes away before you, you could really like. No, he's going to. <laughs> you you know, only have what two years? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he only has two years left. Oh, why is that? Was that after thirty five? He's jumping off a cliff. Oh really? Past thirty five. Oh okay. All right. Cool. He's been saying that for like the last ten years. Okay. All right, cool. Um, but like, you could do an Instagram memorial with time of your life, oh, Green dude. Day, time of your life, and then just do all oh. those photos. I'm just gonna put a rotisserie chicken on your, on your fucking <laughs> grave. Yeah, you lived off those things, right? Yeah, I mean that's all I could afford, dude. I mean, yeah, whenever I'm paying him two fifty plus ten percent, I don't make the night show. Hell, that's what ninety five dollars <laughs> when it was nine sixty five. Yeah. You know, or I don't make the main. main yeah, yeah nine sixty five. Yeah. yeah. And so. so you were you were eating Kenny Rogers chicken. No man, just oh. going to Walmart and just get the thing. And, oh, yeah. and, oh, and how long would you eat it for? I I don't know, dude. Depend on the day, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, would it go days? Would it last you days? Yeah, it lasts oh, two yeah. or three days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> and then we'd stop at Pilots, and that's where we'd like shower and yeah. you know do all this. So yeah. we'd hang out. We'd hang out at the Pilots, like a whole deal. And they would have, dude, that Pilot that we stopped at, and it was it was somewhere like on the border of Florida, Georgia line, like over there. But dude, they had the best meatloaf. Mm, it, dude, yeah, the best big meatloaf, meatloaf guy. Dude, yeah, yeah, they had the best meatloaf. <laughs> Fuck. Still, I still this, think about that meatloaf. Yeah, I I didn't get athletic Alex. I was still working with Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, pink JT Alex. That came after. I was yeah. working with uh not Alex at his fattest, but like Alex at like he's like half ass, thinks he's training, but like really right. not <laughs> you know. Oh, like, I know what the fuck I was doing. Yeah, I was just doing time. random crap, you know. <laughs> yeah, once Millsaps showed you like, hey man, this is how you really do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, and then well, you went to Leadville and cried. Yeah, no, right. well, so after 2016, I think at the end of that Supercross, um, during outdoors that year, I went to club. I, I stayed at club for like a year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I stayed at club for a year. And I learned a lot training-wise there, and then and then I was, and then that's whenever I met Davey, and we, you know, we, yeah. we really you know buckled down. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with you. Yeah. 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 You introduced us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah that was uh, my first year at Rocky Mountain, and Alex was like yeah, walking said, by one night, yeah, yeah. and I wanted to embarrass him. I was standing yeah. there with Davey, and I was like, "Alex, come here." Alex walked up. And I was like, "Hey, man, Davey, you know, yeah, this is Alex. He he loves you. He talks about you all the time." <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my god, it's Davey Millshouse. What's up, yeah. dude? You know, and yeah. like that's pretty much how like our friendship started. Like right. Davey and I with training and everything. Derek, all he, yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah. whenever I, whenever I was PK Ray, it was because of Derek. Yeah, you know. Factory and hey, you got a factory Yamaha fill-in ride. Factory, in case you <laughs> forgot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I don't know I if know. you want. It. I don't know if you remember these days. <laughs> Do you remember that? It was I Barsha don't... and A Ray. Yeah, yeah, factory. Yeah. Yeah, I think I got a yeah, I got a factory job before you did. That was the whole thing. Like, oh, I want to work for a factory team. Like I was already on Rocky Mountain then. That was a factory KTM bud. Okay, you <laughs> and Austin were a good team uh, for oh, a few yeah. years there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baggett and Bogle and. Well, to go to Alex. 2019, yeah, 2019 was just Baggett and Bogle, and that was me. Because yeah. uh, Nate was Baggett's guy from yeah. 17 and 18. Rodriguez. Well, when, when did when did Austin get in there? Uh, he came in 18. He was Dakota's guy. Oh, was he? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And then uh, Nate left the team, and yeah. then you and Nate loved each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, we, I mean, we really did get along there for a while. I don't know. Do you still talk to him or no? I haven't talked to him in a long okay. time. All yeah, right. yeah. Um, and I, then, yeah, you and Austin got along great. Yeah, yeah. That was a fun Austin, team. Yeah, we yeah. still talk all the time. So. And then, and then, uh, and what's he doing? He's working for he's he's Romano's. No, 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 no. no, 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 no he's no. Romano's guy. Romano. Oh, that's yeah. It. yeah, because Coop doesn't need a practice guy because they yeah. they do it all at the yeah, Star. Yeah. Oh, got you. So, is he liking that? Seems to be. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, uh, he he he's in the star bubble now, so now he's you know. Yeah, you can He's quit talking a little. Yeah. You know no, what I mean. Yeah, listen, I know. I know those guys, dude. <laughs> I, it's it's a fucking cult over there. Yeah. It's really really weird. Uh, when you break out of the cult, you you get back to being normal. Yeah. But um, uh, well, it's good, man. It's great to see you guys doing well, and, and I'm glad you're back. Hey, dude. Back in the living. Dude, I know it, right? It's like, fuck. Yeah. It's like we lost you there for a bit. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. No, I mean, dude. We want you to join the fight. We're fighting yeah. for you. We want you to join the fight. <laughs> it's been good. Good. I, I like it a lot. So yeah. Awesome. Keep on. Uh, well, I mean, did you put the blood photo up on YouTube? Yes, I did. That's our guy, everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Rankin. That's him. Yeah, that's Rankin. <laughs> Let me know if you need any more photos. I have them all. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll stockpile. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, thank you for coming in. 
Appreciate yeah. it. You yeah. guys have fun? Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. I do. Yeah, we yeah. always have fun. Thank you. Uh, best interview tonight. Roxon, Phil, Blanket Chip, Freddie. Best interview. He's going to say Freddie. He's a fucking. I don't know, dude. Uh, Kenny was pretty good. Yeah. Kenny was good. Uh, he was pretty open about some stuff. But yeah, you know, the the Mad Parts Kawasaki. Oh, uh, here we go. Uh, Freddie Norm, definitely. Uh, yeah. Best interview tonight, eh, Ray? Uh, I'm going to go Ken Roxon. All right, Marks? Yeah. Uh, best interview was A Ray saying he got trick questioned into being a convicted felon. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I did. That was the best interview. Uh, yeah. What'd you think, Talon? Uh, I thought Ross was interesting just because we don't hear yeah. that side of the sport yeah, as often. Sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Marks. Yes, sir. You want me to go? Yep. Um, yeah, so I, I helped out. Uh, it's called the RDC Foundation. Uh, it's in honor of Ryder Colvin, who passed away last year training for upcoming. Um, Loretta Lynn's qualifiers. It's a foundation they um, partnered with FMF and Grindstone Compound, and they're doing a raffle uh, for amateurs, Steve's favorite. And all proceeds will go to the Ryder Colvin Scholarship Fund, which in 2023 awarded over almost $7,500 to riders going to Loretta Lynn's. So tickets are 20 bucks. Uh, mm. It's something I helped out with. 20 bucks nice. at rdcracing.com. Uh, they're giving away a Honda 110, a Stasic e bike. Um, a three-night stay at Marriott, FMF stuff. Nice. Training at Grindstone and uh, Farm 14. So, yeah, it's just uh, ever since I did that raffle for Nona, I guess I'm just a raffle guy. Oh, yeah, the Nona raffle, Yeah, the right? Nona raffle started this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, so. And uh, then uh, you're doing you Raise It for USA raffle? I will be doing Raise It for USA raffle, yes. Yeah. <laughs> raffle uh, guy! No. Hey, <laughs> raffle guy! Um, but yeah, no, I think this is a cool thing. It, you know, they took a Monica over there. They took an unfortunate situation with the rider passing away, and they're turning it into something really cool. So I was obviously more than willing to uh, to offer my services for this. So it's just something I wanted to throw out there. RDCRacing.com. They're doing a little raffle for a scholarship there. So good job, man. Thanks cool for letting deal. Me, th yeah. Thanks for letting me plug that. Yeah, it's, I'll charge you later. Yeah, no worries. Uh, okay. Um, Are you kidding me? All right. First thing that comes to your mind. You ready? Mm -hmm. Ready? Motorsport.com. Retail. Fly Racing. JT. Are you really going to ask me the Fly Racing one? Decal Works. Graphics. Race Tech. Uh, checkers. X Brand. Mad Parts Kawasaki. Renthal. The 666 Vintage Bar. Michelin. Tires. A Cherubis. Uh, Brian Fullerton. Firepower. WPS. Maxima. Uh, 927. Pro Filter. Maxima. <laughs> ORW. Feels ass, I guess. OGO Power Sports. Hey, Ray. Yeah. Renegade Race Fuels. Michael Lindsay. They used it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, on his team. Atlas Neck Brace. Uh, is that what Chiz wears? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Guts Racing. The best seat covers out there. FMF. Mad Parts Kawasaki. Works Connection. Clutch Perch. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Uh, Jason Gerald. Get Data. The Good Starts. WUSA. Wills. Intense Cycles. Uh, you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, troll Training. Troll. Trolltraining.com, by the way. I forgot to give them a plug. <laughs> Uh, doing wonders trolltraining.com please check it out uh, work with Jason Anderson mm -hmm. yeah really look at, yeah trolltraining look what they're yeah. doing huh. 
Yeah. Tickle's not involved anymore? Tickle yeah. is uh, more of like a like tester on the bike um, type deal. Gotcha. Uh, White Skull Piston. Ooh. I think my 500. Ethica. Uh, uh, underwear. <laughs> MTX Braking. Mountain Bike Brakes. Lifted Trucks for Sale.com. Sobratos. Uh, I don't know, some lifted trucks. Dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> factory chassis parts. FCP. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, that's been the show for tonight. Uh, thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. Uh, we are not uh, – we're off next weekend. And then we're doing a remote show. So enjoy those two weeks off, suckers. Oh, it's good living enjoy over it. here. Good yep. living. Yeah. We, uh, we appreciate that. We're going to do a remote show from down in Florida. I think oh. all this overtime that we've mm-hmm. racked up over the first few months or the first uh, few races has equaled a show or two. So we're probably good. Okay. I'm going to need to borrow a taser for my vacation that you're giving us. <laughs> Hey, what about Grant Harlan not having a mountain bike? The corner over what do you mean not having a mountain bike? <laughs> Grant Harlan doesn't have a mountain bike on the, uh, I think in the group chat. He said that. Yeah. Well, he can he can buy my primer. Yeah. Yeah, he's got money, right? He's, yeah, dude, he's yeah. number twenty three. Yeah. It's loaded. Oh yeah, he's loaded. Uh, uh, so we're off next weekend, and then uh, we're gonna do a remote show the next week after that from Florida. So uh, yeah, thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for listening, Derek. Thank you, man. Good job. Yep. Congrats on everything with the Mad Parts guys. Keep it up, uh, Freddie Cartwright. Uh, we didn't really get into Cartwright's problems. He just needs to fucking step it up. Yeah. yeah just, we just come gotta, on, Cartwright. We just got to put her in You're there. better than that. Yeah. Uh, Alex Ray, thank you, buddy. O'Neal. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Enjoy the ride. Yeah, enjoy the ride, man. Yeah, it's great. Thanks for having me. Thanks to Frank. Yes. Thank you, FK, for letting me come out here. Frank, Mark, all the boys. Yep. Yeah. Thank you very much for that. OGO Power Sports, Pulp 15 is a code to save with that. Marks, thank you. Talon, thank you. Thank you. Swizz, Roto, Moser, Pookie, everybody. Hey, I will say Roto is pretty decent O'Neill guy. Okay, pretty yeah. decent O'Neill. Well, I'm just saying he gets great views. Okay. On his, quite on the endorsement YouTube. there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm just hey, saying he's an O'Neill guy. Like, uh, pretty decent. So oftentimes when I see a new movie coming out, it says pretty decent. <laughs> no, he's, he's in Dude, theaters now. He's crushing it. He's crushing it. Oh, now Sorry. it went from pretty uh, decent to he's crushing it. He's crushing it. That's a strong waffle there. Pretty decent. <laughs> oh, here we go. Roto says he's coming to talk wrestling with you uh, at a race. Okay. So, all right. Get ready. I'm going to need Roto to put pretty decent in his. Yeah, in his yeah. pretty bio. decent. You might yeah. have pretty decent wrestling knowledge. Maybe we should just have him clip that and put it in the beginning of all his videos. Yeah. He's Roto's pretty decent. Pretty decent. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, yeah, his videos are O'Neill, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah. He does He's doing good, good. He does a good job. Pretty decent. Yeah. Pretty uh, decent. So yeah. thanks to Roto. Thanks to Swizz, Moser, Pookie, everybody. Thank you people for watching and listening. Derek Rankin, Alex Ray, I'm Steve Mathis. See you in a couple weeks. He was ramming my guy, dude. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer. When you went away to community college, I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.